Hey, 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 everybody, welcome back to the Salt the Streets podcast, the most pro-America, anti-government show you know, the show where we discuss news, government, and culture, and how it pertains to you, the individual, and your natural rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I am that big bird-looking fellow they call Colin, and I am, of course, joined by my co-host, co-host, brother-in-arms, a, a, a man about town, we'll say today. That's, that's, that's this week's new title for I you. Like Donovan it. Phillips, how are you? Good, sir. I am excellent, sir. Thank you very much for having me here today. I'm coming in too hot. I am clipping on the Chill high end. Chill the fuck out, Colin. I know. It's so, not good. We're not supposed Producer, to swear in the do first your... minute, right? Oh, well, <laughs> you know, if the algorithm cared about us. <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting there. Y'all seen us on the IGs. We're out here balling. Yes, thank you very much for joining us, everybody, here today. Episode 147, Salt of the Streets. Today is May 6th, 2023. It is a Saturday, of course. That is why we are here. Also because we love you. That is correct. Thank you again for joining us. I'm pretty sure that's three. But if not, thank you again for joining us. Um, We're out here. It's going to be a great day today. We have a grab bag, listener request style show going on. It's pretty dead out there. As you guys probably know, yeah. there are as far as as far as salt of the street style topics of news stories that directly impact your life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. These things are fairly limited. Just this show, of course, there are things going on, of course, but as far as the things that we discuss, so we took some listener requests. We have some topics like that. We have what very is it? excited MGTOW, right? The, uh, the MGTOW. men go their own way movement that came yes. from Josh, and I have not watched this video, so it's going to be a cold one for me. So that's going to be a lot of fun. It's another so just, excited. just pearly things video. Because I, I learned exactly what a MGTOW was yeah. over this past week because of Josh Keaton's requests. So that's going to be great. Excited. Uh, we had another quest to talk about the Chinese nationals crossing the border, Indeed. and we are going to talk about Title 42 anyway because that's mm-hmm. one of the things that is going on, so we're going to kind of wrap those things together. Of course, we have some local stories. We're going to go over some Instagram comments from the reel that we put out this week because I came up with it. Okay, so here's the deal. Here's, <laughs> here's the deal. Here's the Instagram deal with Salt of the Streets, right? I, I run the account. I don't think it's any question at this point. We all know what's going on. Indeed. Um, I, said so, I said so much last night on the beer show. I was like, this, the Instagram game is fire right now, but you just talked to Donovan about that. He's the man on the IG. So here's the deal. Here's, here is the jam, right? I don't care what you have to say in the comments. I don't care. We're going to keep making this this content regardless, right? I thought a lot about this because I, when people commented, I was like, well, I'm just not going to say anything because I don't care what they have to say, especially if it's critical. You don't know what you're talking about. But then the commenting is good for the algorithm, right? It's Indeed. good. It helps us with the algorithm. So this is the policy. If you guys know, you guys aren't going to go. It doesn't matter. But now you know this is the policy for everybody. Two replies. You get two replies, right? If I deem that it is worthy of, of my time to reply to you because I, my time is precious, right? You know this. We talk about how busy I am. If it is deemed worthy of a reply, you will get two. And then I'm going to talk about you on the show. I'm going to talk about the show probably regardless if, if it's warranted. I'm either going to roast you or commend you on the show. But you get two on Instagram and that's it. And yep. then you're, I'll tag you in it with these people that we talk about. I'll tag you when we turn this into another reel that you're going to go and watch. I'll tag you in it and I'll explain to you further why you're fucking wrong. But I'm not going to waste my time on Instagram doing that shit. So, so two comments is the get your shit together yeah. moment. Right. Yes, okay. that's it. Two replies. <laughs> After that, you haven't won. You didn't win because I didn't come back. That's nope. not how it works. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna roast you in the next episode. I'm just done donating my brain power to yes. this. Yeah, two is the, oh, that's all that I need for the algorithm. So two is what you get. Two replies. I even, I put that 
in our bio this week on Instagram. I changed it to whatever <laughs> one sentence, and the second one you get two replies. Get that, two that's replies. what it says it in there. So no one will even know what that means until they only get two replies from us. So that's fucking. Funny. So that's the deal with the Instagram. I like I like the generalized rule though. It feels good. It feels solid. Yeah, I like it. You get two. I'm I'm a fan of this situation. Yeah, I gotta, <laughs> you, you know, most two. of the time I'm like at work when I'm doing it. I don't have time. I don't have time to waste like no. doing that. So. No, we're too busy doing arts and crafts, baby. Yeah, but it's good for the algo. So, the algo. Yeah. Is this a? Is this new term you learn? Okay. I'm sure I'm not the first person to say it. It's just, it's just what I said. It's good for the algorithm. It's good for the algo. We're doing it. So it's probably from somewhere else. I don't know. Pull it up, JMO. Yeah. Was... I was okay. So let me tell you a little side story before we get rolling here. Yep. Um, I spent almost two hours this morning trolling the depths of youtube for a perfect soundbite worthy soundboard level like little tidbit from yeah. either shane gillis calling himself a retard or mark norman trying to say comedy yeah but i couldn't find one that was like good all i spent two hours doing this this morning <laughs> which was a it was a great way to start the day i yeah. should add just by plugging just nothing but shane gillis and mark norman but I found the lines I wanted to, but then there was, like, people talking over each other the whole time. I was like, this is not good soundboard material. I can't do it. Yeah. But I did basically watch two hours of nothing but Shane Gillis and Mark Norman clips today, which was phenomenal. Yeah. Including the clips from the very first ever Protect Our Parks, before they were dubbed Protect Our Parks. And everybody's learning about Ari Shafir being, like, a middle-aged climate activist for a minute <laughs> it was really funny protect that park protect that park and that park's gone so that's fine but yeah so unfortunately no no shane gillis or mark norman sound clips on today's show well what the fuck yep just couldn't pull it together close the deal just wasn't happening but other than that what uh what because we're going to talk about like some generally you know, we break our things up in the four segments, local, national, international. Yeah. We're doing what we uh, want today. Yeah, and we're just going to kind of do whatever we want today. You don't tell us. No, you tell us topic ideas, and we just, if we're willing to, get past two comments worthy of, of action right. on it, and then we'll right. find a place. That's right. <laughs> no, we'll start with the classic way, because I got one. Just go ahead and hit the button, and then we'll fucking we'll Let's do, do it. With that, let me ask you this. Okay, so I don't remember how I thought of this this week. Doesn't matter, um, but I'll ask you the question and then I'll give you my answer so that you oh. have some time to go. So okay. Okay. the question is: Let me ask you, right? How old were you when you realized that people didn't have authority over you just because they were older than you, <laughs> right? Okay. And yep. there's the there's like the so this is my time when I first kind of like realized this and was like, wait, I don't have to listen to this person just because they're older than me, mm -hmm. and I was. I was 18 and I was working at, <clears throat> I had bucked authority before this, but this like was a, a proper realization of like, oh, I'm an adult. I don't have to listen to someone just because they're older than me now. Mm -hmm. And 
I was working at the call center, and at the back of the call center in the smoking area, there was a turnstile door. Um, that's is that what they're yep. called? Yeah, yeah, those yeah. little roundy things. Yes, and it maybe had like three or four spots in it for people, but you had a badge that you had to get used to get in all the doors. So it was automated. So you would do the badge, and then it would start to go, okay. and you had to just kind of jump in, and then you could follow it. But if you went in too early, it would like catch you, and then if you got stuck in there, it would stop. And it would go backwards and it would force the other people out who were in there. And so new people at the call center would always fuck it up because you couldn't go right in. You had There's to, a timing involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to scan it, let it go, like, and kind of close the partial mm -hmm. and then go in. I've dealt with these doors before. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So those would, like automatic turnstile ones. Are yes. Stupid. Yes. So it happened all the time. And so I remember coming in one time and... A person on the inside who had obviously worked there for quite some time because there were a lot of people that worked there when it first opened like as teletech when I was in elementary school. So they'd worked there for 10 years through like four or five different companies owning this building oh. and they just continued to have this job and rough life. Yes. And so <laughs> I remember this person yelling at me from inside of the building when I'm trying to go inside that I went to scan my thing and they were like, wait, you fucking wait to go in the door. And I <laughs> heard this person tell me that and I was like, fuck you. Fuck you. Absolutely not. I'm not going to do that. I don't have to listen to you. Like you don't have any authority over what I'm doing. I, there's no reason that I need to do what you've just told me to do. So I fucked it up on purpose. I jumped in there immediately knowing that it would get stuck. And that person waited and they got stuck too. And they, ha <laughs> and they had to go backwards. And that's what you fucking get. And I, that, so I remember that time of like, I don't have to uh, listen to you because you're older than me. Yeah. I honestly could not tell you. I was, I mean, I was a pretty well-trained slave to authority most of my life. Yeah. And then it was like when I turned, you know, 17, I was joining the military and doing all that stuff. And then you're just doing what people tell you to do essentially, or what the book tells you to do or yeah. something like that. And, but yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know, like the generalized age at which somebody like told me to do something. I was like, I don't need to fucking do that. Yeah. What are you talking about? I guess it's just, I don't know. Cause May, I, maybe I'm so used to dealing with the authority that I knew had authority in my life. that I just didn't, there was no, there was nothing outside of that really other than like yeah. maybe social pressure. But I don't remember like a, I'm like, oh, I don't have to listen to grownups no more. Cause these, right. pe these bitches are dumb. They've always been dumb in my mind. You know, I was having long, multiple-hour table, like, dinner table conversations with adults 20, 30 years my senior when I was an early teen, like, at my grandparents' house and stuff like that. And yeah. Big dinners. And, and so we'd, we'd talk politics and shit like that all the time. And, like, those guys never told me what to do. As far as I'm concerned, if I had, like, an opinion or at something at that point— if, if they said something I didn't agree with, I'd be like, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, no, this that's wrong. Right. Or I think it's wrong or whatever. And then, of course, being an untrained, like, 14-year-old, I just got my dick stomped in the dirt by a bunch of 65-year-old, you know, either progressives or conservatives. Yeah. Either way. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I just – I don't. there's no particular moment in time I can click, but it would have been something I – I feel like I've known for a long time. I just, no, I didn't have to do that, especially when I turned 18. Now I can do whatever I want as long right. as it's not 
or directly part of my job or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. That's that's a tough one. And it's probably harder to answer for people who like enlisted straight out of high no. school. I was like, no, I want to go take orders. Right. What's up? Right. And Be, half the time, those people were younger than me at yeah. a certain point. But if you just go into a job or to college or something like uh, that afterwards, yeah. you know the that. I'd have a problem with like the professor, like, the professorial class. I'd yes. have a problem with them and a lot because that that idea of like age authority carries over for a little while, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I think most people who didn't enlist probably have some point like that where they're like, I don't, I actually don't have to listen to you. Like this is really a suggestion. You think that this is what I should be yeah. doing, but I don't actually have to do that. Exactly. And I, I imagine I yeah, have free will, baby. Yeah, probably most kids in, <laughs> that went to college have some point where they're like, I was listening to everybody for so long, and I was like, wait, I actually don't have to. So <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, but I, I thought about that moment in the turnstile today, and I was like, that was the time when I was like, fuck you. Like I don't. Yes. So, were you? What were you listening to at this point in time? NPR on the way over here. Or on the way home. No, because it was earlier or... this week that yeah. I thought of that, um, and I was at work, so I, it must have been something that I was doing that made me think about the call center, mm -hmm. and then thought about that time in the turnstile. That's funny, and I'm like, yeah, what triggers that kind of thought to be like? Yeah. When did I quit listening to could, motherfuckers could to be, do what I want to do? Could be anything. <laughs> it could be could literally be. anything. Because it wasn't about the original thought. Wasn't about that. I was just mm -hmm. thinking about the call center, and yeah. then thought about that time. So, and then gotcha. this this question grew from there because then I was thinking about that time and telling that person no, and then I thought I was like, that's probably the first time that I did yeah. that, you know, because. I didn't like. I just didn't listen. And I'm like, nah, I'm just, right. just gonna go through this fucking door now, bud. Right. <laughs> wait, you fucking wait for the yes, door. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I, it was a, and it was a woman. It was like a short, very rotund woman um, with like a like a shaved haircut. And she'd been um, there since day one, essentially. Yeah, yeah, it was an OG for sure. Yeah, and that definitely explains you a lot. You fucking wait. It's like, oh, oh no, 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 <laughs> absolutely not. This is I have built my authority up here yeah. at this place just by being here longer than anybody else yes and my life is fucking terrible and i hate it and i know exactly the smart ass type of kid that works here now because i was the same person back then and now i'm just a bitter debilitated yes. person who just fucking hates everything and exercises authority all all over the junior people and they were bitter for a ton of different reasons and Part of it was because the job at each company who owned that building, the job got progressively worse. Yeah, like when you when, I bet. when it first started, I guess it was like really a pretty good job. It was it was um, it was always sprint stuff. But when it first started, it was business accounts, and so you were talking to like someone's assistant, and you were gonna do. Like, the whole company got a new phone, so you're going to do, like, 200 phone swaps. You'll be yeah. on the phone for two hours, and then you'll get off, and you'll not have another call for, like, 40 minutes. You'll mm -hmm. be chilling. And they used to uh, project, like, all the football games inside of there, and they had different food vendors that came all the time. And all kinds of, like, you could play board games with the people standing next to you. Like, I guess when it first started, it was really a pretty lit job, you know, if you were cool with doing like a desk job like that it yeah. was pretty cool and then it got worse and worse and worse and when i worked there i told you i could i couldn't yeah. color i couldn't read i couldn't there was like i couldn't oh, no. do anything i had to get a doctor's note so that i could entertain myself yeah. at my desk because I if was they putting... had the technology at the time if you weren't actively typing you'd have to have your hands down both palms palms yeah. down on the desk and there'd be sensors to make sure you're doing that stay you know i i recognition to make sure you're staring at your screen yeah I wonder how much of that glory workplace that was is really just like a myth at this point. 
yeah. how much of it had got romanticized over the years, to especially with how shit it was at it the sucked. time. We're like, yeah, man, it would it would have been like at lunch, we ha- there was like a common space and they would play the TV and people will watch Price is Right. <laughs> and then somehow, it's over 10 years, it's now, oh yeah, man, we used to sit there and play board games between projectors, calls. Dog. <laughs> there were projectors here. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, I like living in that made up world just because I want to, I want to assume that a good workplace can't go hardcore terrible like that. But, Change management a few times. Yeah, crunch numbers. It was all the numbers. different companies, all the yep. different companies that owned it. Yeah, that were just trying to make more and more money off of it. Because I assume the building gets sold because it's not as profitable as it should be. Yeah, and so it gets to- sold to another company that can take on that that payroll and then also say, well, also we can trim fat here, here, and here and make mm-hmm. it a more productive build. Yeah. And then they can't actually do that. And yeah, someone it's... else comes in and promises even higher than they did before because uh, it was Concentrix was the company that I worked for. And the attrition rate was like, I don't know, 20% or something like that. I mean, it was it was a, a ridiculous wash yeah. because it was horrible. It just oh, was yeah. a terrible, terrible job that even if you made it through the first six weeks of training or whatever it was, as soon as you got to the floor, it just was horrible. It was a horrific job. It's and basically fucking buds but for teenagers. Yeah, I told you. I like When I was first started and I was working 10-hour shifts, I was taking like 60 to 70 calls a day. That's so many, That's dude. a lot of people to talk to when most of them are upset. Yeah. Because people, you're not calling there because you're happy. No. You know? It's because <laughs> no. you need something or you're very upset. That's And if it you was need bad. something, you need it right the fuck now. Yeah, it was bad. That's it was really bad. That's, That's why so the terrible. early shift was best because the people were upset, but at least they were on the East Coast and they didn't have time to fuck around. Like they yeah. weren't they weren't trying to scream at you because we opened at four, so it was seven a.m. there, and they're like, "I'm on my way to work. I cannot do this. Like I just need this thing yes. done, and then I'll be a bitch to the next person I see, and I'll leave it alone." There you go. So that was more. That was better. <laughs> I just can't with that fucking call center business, man. The late night. Some people were closing like, it down, dude. It closed. Crushing. I mean, it closed like eight or nine. So some people had the closing shift, you know, and they're there to like ten because the person they're on the phone with, their issue is not resolved at nine. Oh, or, or you no. get or you get the last call of the day. And they don't just close it like there's a queue still. Yeah, so yeah, the queue yeah. has to be dealt with. Yep. So if there's thirty people in the queue, then thirty <sighs> people are gonna take a call at nine o'clock when they're supposed to be leaving. That's fucking gross. And and they're probably getting in trouble for that, not getting bonuses, because you're going over your time. Yeah. You should have this fucking shit handled handled by now. Handle time, yeah, is what it was called. And so, yeah, you would get get bitched at for that. And if you were waiting too long in between calls, they'd be screaming at you. Get out of ACW! After call wait, that's what it was. Get out of ACW! Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fucking lazy pig. Pick uh, up another phone call. Corporate America. <laughs> That's what I had. I had all most of my notes. Because you only deal with like really 12 issues most of the time. You know, something like that. So of the computer, I said I had notes pre-cut in just sticky notes on the mm-hmm. side. And I would just copy and paste and then swap out the account number and add a little bit of sauce or whatever. And done. Done. Yeah, I think that's... Like when you were talking earlier about how like it's it's not making money or something like that, so you sell it off. And I would assume almost the opposite, where somebody starts this company, dope company, people are working there, you're slaying it on the corporate commercial accounts, and then you built it up to a point like I got a lot of fucking money invested. This thing's worth some money. 
sell it off, it's profitable, another company buys it, they want to trim the fat a little bit more, yeah, yeah. they cut down, they, a little bit more corporatized, they make their nut, they sell it off, somebody else goes, well, I can... I can I can bring that profit from ten percent up to fifteen now. Let's just squeeze a little bit more. But I think only in that world, because you can just take those humans that work for you and then make them more and more and more into just a fucking serial number and a yeah. robot doing a thing. And that's how you and lose then, the then food you, vendors and stuff. Yes. because that's how they're trimming the yes. fat. They're like, oh, we're spending all this money on exactly. fucking having Azteca here twice yeah. a week. You know. Oh, man, that'd be nice though. And <laughs> it's, they did sweet. that when I worked. They did it one time, and it was cool as hell. They had a whole, just a, like a crew from Azteca that came in with like a buffet thing, and you just you know bought. Yeah. And it was like ten bucks, whatever, and they give you some a burrito or some tacos or some shit. You're like Fuck this yeah. is great, dude. This yeah. is a- excellent. It's like the last three hours of my fucking paycheck, but hey, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> job. That job, I think I made ten fifty an hour. That was my very first job. That's not bad, though. No. Spend, well, considering what you're doing, that's Minim- shitty, but yeah. for, like, a no-experience type of gig. Minimum was 10 at the time. Yeah. And so 50 cents over was, like, nice. Like, nice. I'm fucking making some fucking money. Yeah. yeah. All those McDonald's jobs and stuff were still minimum wage. You weren't getting 16, 17 an hour like you are now. I don't even know what minimum wage here is now. It's, like, 14 some shit, right? Like I don't 14, know, man. 27 or some horrific number. Yeah. I, I just I remember when they did. Like, fight for 15 in Seattle, and then Seattle was like, we're fucking based, we'll do fucking 15 or whatever. We're we're offering people 17. They're banging that, on 20 now. Yeah, they are. And that's, you know, I don't know how many years the fight for 15 thing came around, and as soon as, like, places started to do that, where they're like, well, actually, 10 years ago it would have been 15. <laughs> right. Now it needs right. to be 25. <laughs> right. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. wait. What, are we, yes. what are we doing here, guys? We, you, we just did this. I told you, you were doing this. And then you did it, and... You you're shameless. You're fucking shameless. They don't care. You know who else is shameless? Locals. Let's do it. Fucking Governor Jay Inslee is shameless. Yes. And his his wingman of like no kidding. It's it's like they got the idea from Obama and Eric, Eric Holder. Holder. This they are fucking wingmen in together. Governor and Attorney General of the state. They're, they're squatted. Yeah. I hate it, but thank God. Inslee is on the way out. Yeah, so Jay Inslee announced this last week that he's not going to run for re-election. He will not seek re-election for the seat or the office of governor in Washington State. So let's talk about this. Why? Why? Why do you think he's not running again? Because it's not just because he's too old. Because he's, you know, always <laughs> talking about how I'm fucking playing tennis and I'm pickleball, fucking shit oh, yeah. like that. Like, yeah. you know, I'm, t- I'm at the dog park. I'm doing this. Like, and he's a, he's a, he's a huge dude, right? Like, he's, he's like 6'4", some shit like yeah. that. He's mad tall. He's lurch style like me. Yeah, he was a quarterback, like, I think at UW. Uh, uh, well, it explains the stroke symptoms. The Well, also the nine fucking boosters that he had and all the different times he had COVID, you know. <laughs> you know, that's... Yeah. Probably has something to do with it. I would imagine, because there is no state. He just goes, you know, I'm, I'm just not going to run anymore. Yes. He didn't give any specific reasons. It's Because it, this would be his fourth term, I believe, he'd I be running so. for. Which I think only one other governor in the state had ever done that or something. I shit. think he would win if he ran again. <sighs> yeah. Unfortunately, I think he probably would. Uh, so either he's going to run for president again. Once Bob forget well, we'll talk about that in a second, but he's either going to run for president again, which I don't know if he would. Against this, Biden? Yeah, because if there's no establishment people coming out against him now, it's just like the 
you know, fucking RFK or uh, 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 Marianne Williamson coming out against Biden. Biden's officially announced at this point. Yeah. Well, a video said he did. Um, so I would guess at this point he's not running because no one else is. If that changes in the future, I would expect him to throw his hat in the ring again because that's kind of what he does at this point. Yeah. But he's probably just sitting on a stack of fucking money and good spots and be like, yeah, I could just retire. Kick it, kick it in the private sector. Do some pack stuff. Do some some donors type stuff. Or become some, super delegate. Yes, you know? super smoozing with all the yeah. the rich people, and then you know make more money on the outside and even f- feel more important. That'd be my guess. I don't know. Why would you want to be governor of the state? It's a shitty job. Why not can, get paid more on the outside? He wants. Well, he's he just, got. You just did that for the last four years. Like I can literally has, do whatever I want here. And he has groomed his protege which we'll talk about towards the tail end of it because yeah. it just dovetails. But he's groomed his protege to be another version of him. All that you th- He's going to be getting phone calls from Bob Ferguson. Oh, for sure. If he becomes governor, he'll be like, well, what do you think about this? He'll be like a fucking hardcore advisor. His legacy will continue Obama-style with Biden. I think, I think that Jay Inslee expects Joe Biden to win re-election. Mm-hmm. And get in that cabinet spot? Yes. Yeah, I think that he's going to just try and get in the cabinet spot. Which cabinet spot do you see Inslee filling? Energy, maybe. Ooh. I mean, he's super green. Yeah. That's, he's always running on that green shit. That yeah. would be good. Because who's in charge of green energy now? Uh, I don't, don't actually know. know. Yeah. That's, and that know says something. We don't got no all-stars. Right. And that's that's an issue. I'd actually be really curious about that. Let's find out. Pull that up there, JMO. Um. But yeah, um, as a part of this, as he steps down, somebody has uh, announced the an exploratory committee to seek election. Let's see, it is. It is. What is this woman's name? <laughs> That's a good question. I like the fact that we don't know it. Well, I can see a picture of her. It just isn't telling me what her name is. Oh, sons of bitches. It means that she's not. Jennifer Granholm. Is her name. Oh, yeah. She's the Secretary of Energy. I have heard this name before. Probably from commentary boys or something yeah. like that. They're always cabinet-level talk. Yeah, and I would assume that along with a bunch of other people that are in the cabinet, she's probably leaving this summer, too. A lot of people are leaving this probably. summer. Because that's tis the season to be taken off. Because yeah. you got elections in the fall. It's pretty common. Yeah. I mean, fucking Millie's fucking stepping down. Thank the gods. Yeah, so I think that's what I think. I think that he's looking at the cabinet yeah. position because he expects that Joe Biden will win re-election. Just make himself available type of thing. Yes. Oh. Yeah, and this assault weapons ban was a big win for Bob Ferguson. Yep. So that's, there's a couple of people who announced that <laughs> For they Bob were, Ferguson and Bob Ferguson only? Yeah, there Piece was a couple of, of people who announced that they were going to be running for governor uh, Bob Ferguson being one of them, and he announced, well, I think, the morning after Jay Inslee oh, yeah. said that he wasn't going to run, and he put out this, Bob Ferguson put out this list of 150 endorsements the day after, yep. right? Which raises obvious questions of, how did you speak with 150 groups over the last 12 hours that all said that they were willing to endorse you. Oh, you did it. Oh, you fucking election meddling, you 
fucking piece of shit is what you're doing. You are actively working with people that to endorse you before you have even announced your candidacy, which is illegal, right? We got such a hard on attorney general for the law, but you're actively breaking election law right now. Oh, and it gets so much better with Bob Ferguson. Let's hear it. Okay, so obviously he's got his thing paid for by Bob Ferguson. It's a movement, for, by the for, way. Bob for, Ferguson isn't just a campaign. It's a movement it's a is movement. what he says. Yeah. <laughs> it's a movement. It's clear to me this isn't just a campaign. It's a movement. <laughs> That's why I had to start moving a month ago. How self-assured of yourself can you get? He is the worst. So this is from the Seattle Times. Yeah. Washington judge finds AG's office, DSHS, in cavalier withholding of lawsuit evidence. I think we talked about this a little bit the other day, yes. right? Attorney General Office and Department of Social and Health Services. Jim Bruner's a good reporter, uh, too. Yes, he is, actually. Um, they've been fined. $200,000 and faced the prospect of forking over hundreds of thousands of, of dollars more in legal fees for what a judge called egregious and cavalier withholding of evidence in an ongoing lawsuit. Excuse me. Uh, King County Superior Court Judge Michael Ryan in a March 21st ruling ordered the fine of as a severe sanction. A quote, severe sanction for the state failing to turn over nearly 11,000 pages of records to attorneys suing over the alleged neglect of a de de developmentally disabled woman at an adult family home in Kent. So also for a second, shout out to the PCs because that phrase has been stable for like a decade now. Yeah, the developmentally disabled. Yeah, that's been the PC term for a really long time. It's very descriptive. So shout out, because they're not changing it around. Yeah, right. They're, they're keeping it legit, and I like it. <laughs> I mean, I like it because it's like, it seems scientific. Yeah. You're not trying to deconstruct no. something and create new terms no. so that you can operate in this world of, you know, nonsense yes but, of wokery yes indeed you have to destruct deconstruct everything so that you can have the ability and freedom to move around in logistical nonsense logical a nonsense a couple months ago when i was talking to my jordan's stepdad about the shit going on his work you know with the fucking posters and whatever and the trainings and stuff and so i broke down all the things the marxism oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So i'm using the term because I, I don't even like to use the word to the term work i was like neither do i, I was like but that's, that's what, what they call what else it. do you want to call it yeah. It's like that's that's what the term is now. It's like it's dumb as hell. I don't disagree with you. Yeah. Like, but that's what the term is now. That's that's the easiest way if you're trying to describe this to somebody, wokeness. It's like they'll know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. They might have a memed out version of it, but they'll know what you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. It's like so I don't like it either. But this this is what it is. Yeah. You know? If you start off with like theoretical Marxist and communist theory. Yes. Yeah, a lot of people agree like, well, I don't under I don't know what that means. Yes. Yeah, so we call it wokeness. You're like, Oh yeah, I know what that is, yeah. more or less. Translated to wokeness. <laughs> I don't know Gen what Z. it is. I can't define it, but I know <laughs> it when I see it, right? Like porn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know when you see it. Thanks for the reference. Yes. <laughs> uh but yeah, so this is the uh, he's being f sanctioned in an ongoing or his office is being sanctioned uh, by the court system because of them withholding 11,000 pages of documents relating to a somebody that lives in a group living home like that. And so there's somebody's family is suing the state for neglect because all these uh, retirement places are yes. run by the state in our in our state. Yes. Sounds weird to say that. And ultimately, as the attorney general, he's the one in charge of these lawsuits. They all come back to his office. So there's that. Got the uh, it's a it's a twelve point it's a weird type of ruling because it's not really a ruling it's kind of like a it's just an order from the court 
because they're involved in this litigation. Right. And it's it's so there's no ruling or anything. It's just kind of like I am saying right now as the judge, this is a severe breach of legal practice, and you guys knowingly did that. So we're gonna we're gonna sit you with a shit ton of fines right. and give you a slap on the hand so that everybody now knows this is original. It goes in. It'll be on file forever. Everybody can find it. And they just detail some aspects of the case and essentially how the state failed to turn over 11,000 pages of documents that were required being turned over during the discovery process. And again, shout out to Seattle Times because this came out the same week that he announced. Yes, his... it was like boom, boom. Yes. That was May 4th. And then his thing was on May 2nd. So it was two days after he dropped his endorsement list. Bob Ferguson is a fascist. He is a piece um, of human <clears throat> garbage. And he now seeks to secure that role by taking the highest office in the state. Yep. This is not something that we should allow to happen. This is not a good thing that is happening here. He just, just within the last two weeks, the assault weapon ban was actually signed, right? We talked mm -hmm. about it in the last few episodes. It was actually signed just a few days after we were here. So it's... <laughs> This, this is not good. He has a, <laughs> a, a record now for four terms of actively infringing on people's rights, making the places that you live less safe, and removing your ability to keep yourself safe. So, shout out Joseph. This is not a, a not a thing that we should be doing. I hard fucking no. Plead to the state as much as I don't think any of you should have a say in anything anyway, because you do. I have to ask you, appeal to you. Don't don't do this. Don't do this. Don't this do is this. A, bad idea i promise you it's a bad idea i promise you that you will be effectively less free at the end of that term than you are in the beginning i guarantee it even if you don't realize it we talked about this yesterday if you don't get it that's fine i'm fine with that i <laughs> i feel i got a pretty good idea what freedom is. i got a pretty <laughs> damn good idea what freedom is okay and it boils down to choice and i guarantee you at the end of those four years you will have less choice in your life than you do at the beginning just like we did for the last three terms with jay Inslee. you will have less choices you will have less options in your life i guarantee it men's warehouse you'll like the way you look i fucking guarantee it i guarantee it it will be worse i promise you that and when i leave by 2030 i will say this is what you get you put him in office because I fucking, same deal, men's warehouse, he will be in office. I men's warehouse that he'll be in office. I, I will leave, and I will tell you that I don't feel bad for what you've done. I will say I will be happier somewhere else. I'm taking oh. my children and a business, two businesses, and we're going. And we're going to make more money somewhere else where we're not being raped in taxes. Oh. So... So please don't do this. So please but don't you, do this. But you will. Yes. But please don't. It's can imagine a world in which after Obama left office, Eric Holder ran for president and won. That's we're looking at that. Fast and the Furious two point oh three yeah, bro. We'd be balling. He's like, Okay, so I know it didn't work the first time. But it'll work this time. But it's a good plan. It's a it solid just plan. didn't turn out. But it's a good plan. The idea is good. Execution was bad. Idea's great. Let's go for it again. Besides, I mean we gotta get the cartel somehow. When it comes to our state, right? Yeah. Our particular state, and it is not alone in the way this works, but like you're your perspective on freedom as it pertains to the state of Washington um, is completely wrong because freedom isn't about choices. Right. 
freedom is about you making the right choice and we're just going to help you make the correct choice yes and so we're the good guys here because we're we're eliminating your ability to make bad choices and so that's that's the beauty of this communist centrally run state we we tell you what's bad just don't do that so you have the option you have the choice yeah to go get a jab or go to a a, a baseball game you but don't even, you don't even have to think about it you do don't you? even got to think about it just do what they tell you to do yep. and you'll be fine and you'll bob feel... ferguson will he will gleefully carry out that legacy and continue to push it forward it's going to be beautiful. I men's warehouse, dude. It's not, it's not good. I'm telling you. I men's warehouse. It. Yeah, it's not it's, good. It's become a verb now. <laughs> I men's warehouse. It. Yeah. Oh, man. And there's another thing. I was trying to find it, and I couldn't find it. There's, there's something else with Bob Ferguson going on right now, too, if I recall. There's some kind of other investigation he's in hot water for something else oh i bet Look and I, his face. I couldn't fucking find it last night yeah. I, but i have this feel there's more there yeah i'm just i'm not there yet he's so. also one of those guys that i got after him on twitter a couple of weeks ago for this that when he was still appealing for the assault weapons ban that he's like as a father you know we have to pass the assault weapons ban to fucking protect children and i replied to him as a father you're a fucking fascist like i'm not i'm not gonna you don't get to use that to appeal like because you have children you know better than everybody else that's not how it works just because mm -hmm. literally almost almost anybody can have a child almost anybody on the planet can create a child there are some people who do not have that ability almost yes. anybody yep. it doesn't make you fucking smart it doesn't make my sister <laughs> five children not good that's not i wouldn't i wouldn't let her choose anything i wouldn't let her tell anybody what to do so i the fact that you think because you have you you going hard i don't want to be too too crass because you had children i almost broke it down even worse but we're mm -hmm. gonna we'll keep it very surface level yes you think that you know better because you had children it's hilarious it's a, it's laughable it's a joke just like this man here it's too bad hitler didn't have kids because then you could make the you can always draw the comparison and be like well yeah everybody has kids you know that's that's it's a good thing they make well hitler had kids too yeah you know but who unfortunately else? he didn't you know who else <laughs> has children kim jong-un as a Boom. father as a father Boom. the best thing for you and everybody in the country is to shut the fuck up and get into camp and do everything that i tell you to dance yep. when we tell you to dance monkey that's that's the best thing to do as a father fucking asshole dude he's a fascist this guy is a fascist i i promise you i guarantee it it's there isn't even a question about it it's we we saw this happen they're they're willing to remove your freedoms by force they're happy to do so yes and i kevin shout out in the chat he says uh if california is known as commie fornia then i guess washington state should just be known as marx i like it i like that a lot yeah we are we are marx <laughs> and they're that's just the way you have to say it because it is it's the ultimate collectivist like verb we live in marxington we're no 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 we are marx it's just marx we are marx <laughs> you, there's no you are marx there's no i am marx it's just we are marx so i have to <laughs> and funny enough when you really think about the timeline of how the last five years have gone yeah particular in california like what's five years ago? I can't. It's it's 2023, so it'd be 2018. From yep. 2018 to today, there's been a, a massive 
slide in a certain particular direction down in California. Very authoritarian, very, you know, Marxist, whatever you want to call it, right? And Washington State is generally about five years behind yeah. California. So we just now kicking it off. We got the, you know, the, the shit going on in, in New York. Or I mean, not in New York, in Seattle. The the decriminalization of drugs and yep. shit like that. And we, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a right to rest type act that we might hit later on from Portland that legalizes homelessness. I mean, we're right there. We're just a few years behind. So your, your 2030 timeline seems to just to be about where it needs to be to be will be the Bridget Phetasies of Washington. Just bailing out last minute. Yeah. Gotta go. It's, it's it's officially too hot. Just need money. Help us escape. That's, Indeed. That's the tagline now. Don't help you want to watch this show every day? Yeah. Help us escape. Go to the Patreon. Subscribe. And that is how you help us escape Washington State. You can find us, obviously, our own personal social media, Salt of the Street on Twitter and at Alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram. And Colin is at Big Bird Off. You both those things. Saltofthestreets.com for all of this information. Patreon.com, Salt of the Streets. That is the most important one. We just put out a new article uh, the last of the month. I put out mine. Colin's got his cracking. Indeed. <clears throat> it should so, be up by the end of the weekend. Yep. I wrote about Crowder. Joseph, I know that you and Colin talked about Crowder yesterday. So peep that. It's in your inbox if you haven't peep seen it. it already. But yeah, I put that one out. I think I put it out. <gasps> Usually they come out the morning of the 31st. And yeah. I put it out the evening of. But, you know. You know, you know, you know, we're good. For we're it. cracking out here. Yeah. You know, we're good for it. I like Kevin says we got Newsom in 2018. Dude, Ferguson is our Newsom, bro. Yes, it's going down. It's going down. Says you guys don't need guns. The cops got you. Even though there's not that many of them anymore, it'd be fine. And they're not allowed to pursue anymore. Yeah. Um, speaking of, which one is it? What do you got? This is from our good friend that we love so much, Jason Rance. I do like Jason Rance. KTTH. K-T-T-H, yep, radio. Uh, Seattle Police Chief Adrian Diaz told staff that pursuits have been effectively banned in all circumstances. Democrats, uh, Democrats police pursue ban requ uh, requires cops to have re recent emergency vehicle operator training and be certified in at least one pursuit intervention option. And otherwise, they cannot pursue you. If you're in Seattle PD, so effective immediately. Yes. No SPD officer may engage in a pursuit unless the officer involved in the pursuit has been trained in EVOC. So that would be the emergency vehicle operator training um, update within the last years and has been previously trained in the pursuit uh, intervention technique. The pit maneuver while employed by the Seattle Police Department, any pursuit must also meet all current requirements in policy. So effectively, pit maneuver, you hit the car in the ass. Yeah, you hit it like hit that <clears throat> back, back, uh, what do you call it, quarter panel? Yeah, just make them whoop. spin. Yeah. Turns them oh, completely around. Yep. And then they're going forward so quickly they stop. Yes. Yeah, it's it's very useful in Grand Theft Auto. If you've ever played that, it works, it works like a champ. It's a pretty interesting deal to see, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of, lots of good videos on the internet uh, showing pit maneuvers. When yeah. I was watching... Um, live pd all the time right because there was that time when i was Is like pre-george floyd yeah it's yeah gone now, right? yeah you can't yeah, watch yeah. it anymore it's still on youtube but they don't make it anymore like it's a show is not on tv anymore so there's no new clips it's only old ones and i kind of think they took the old ones down for a while um 
but let shit settle down. Like, okay, we yeah, gotta, we gotta it, put them back up. They were good was, for ratings. It was when I was like, I'm gonna be a cop. You know, I was watching. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was watching the IPD all the time, and they had a device that was mounted on the front of a police car that shot a projectile that stuck to a vehicle that they were in pursuit of. That was a tracking mechanism. Huh. It like yeah, there was a box probably about this big, right yeah. about yay big, mounted on on the grill that would open up and there was like a laser that the cop could see in his car and he could control it with a little joystick thing yeah and then would hit a button and it was probably like about this big because it was a pretty sizable thing that hit and it stuck right on the end of their car and you could see it kind of like waving off of it but it would it would like a radio antenna type of thing yeah that's that's like some sci-fi shit. Yeah, I don't remember what it was called, but I I, show, I was so shocked by it, I showed it to Barbara because she was like the only person that was in office at the time. Oh, yeah. And I was like, did you know that this existed? And she said, no. I was like, that's wild. Like, that's, that's fucked up. It's like, that's a projectile. That's a tracking projectile Pink. on a police car. Yeah. Like, that's fucked up. I don't like that at all. So like, I want to be a cop. I don't like that. I don't like, like that That's not all. good. We shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. This strange deal. Oh yeah, that does. I don't like it when people can track other people, phones. I I don't know, man. That whole thing is the air tag makes me very uncomfortable. The air tag thing is getting really big. That you know what that is. You know what I'm talking about. Okay, so an air tag maybe is an Apple item that you can get that looks like the key fob that we have for work, and you can attach it to anything. So that you can find it. You can put it on your oh, keys. Word, word, you can word. put it on anything. Just so that you can find it with your phone. Yeah. So criminals have started to take these and like put them on people's cars. Oh, that no. they're going to like this. So they'll yeah. follow the women and then abduct this woman, you know, or steal your car or whatever they're going to do. And so <laughs> it's so bad <clears throat> that Android and Apple are working together to make a system that's cross-platform so that there's a notification if your phone start if you start to be tracked yeah because people can also just like attach them to to your bluetooth or like whatever the fuck i don't know all the details but yeah so if your phone or one of your air tags or something or if they attach an air tag to your phone you get a notification that someone is tracking you so you can like turn off your bluetooth or whatever Uh, It's, it's that bad what the fuck yeah what started as a super cool thing of I yeah. will never have to lose my keys again yeah. has turned into why well, I might get abducted because I'm a lonely woman, you know? Whew. Yeah. Horrific. Dude, that's so fucking dark. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, you... Oh, man. Because you could use that for any number of fucked up things. Yes. Stalking and... I mean, Jesus, man. Just... You you put it on some you know in people's cars to make sure they're not home so you can go burglarize their house. I mean, yep. for fuck's sakes. Yep. Uh, what's this fucking world coming to? All these <laughs> check your Bluetooth people. Check your Bluetooth. Same thing. Don't have a bunch of stickers on your car. Don't have a whole bunch of you know stickers all over your car so that right. it's easily identifiable. I have enough on there that even now I'm like I don't know why I want these. I'm not gonna go scrape them off. You know, mm-hmm. but. Jordan has like two stickers out for a long time. She wanted a car. She was like, but you freaked me out. She's like, you talked about it so much. I don't want to own my car. Yeah, bro. Like, I just don't. I would rather be able to kind of slip into obscurity than someone to be able to easily identify exactly what my car looks like. That's why I don't don't have lift on my truck. I don't have new rims on my truck. I don't have any of that aftermarket shit. It's, It's a stock vehicle. That has some stickers on it that I put on there before I thought, like, oh, fuck, these oh, yeah. are even, you know. Yeah. 
if there's an occasion where I drive by you, very rare, if ever. Yeah. But there's been a time or two, at least in the parking lot, even. And it's like, I don't know it's you yes. until it's too late to wave. Because then I'm like, oh, I got eyes on him. I see As him. As it should be. And that's from going from my old truck, which was the only vehicle of its make, model, year, color of in like the county at the time. Yeah. Everywhere I went, people knew exactly where I was because yes. I was the only one with that vehicle. Yes. And so, like, I mean, I would get text messages. I get phone calls if I'm out and about someplace. Like, hey, oh, I saw you over here. What's up? What are you? you know, people see you coming from a mile away. Right. They can obviously track your vehicle very easily if they know generally where you're going to be at at a certain time. Yes. Hence why my truck was gone. But now I don't – nobody waves at me. I drove by somebody that I would have rather not interacted with, and they were able to look at my vehicle for a short amount of time and had no idea it was me. Yeah. Because I would have gotten a phone call from that person to like, hey, man, what's up? Let's catch up. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking talk to you. Yes. And I just fit in everywhere now. If anything, I get more false flag calls of like my brother was like, oh, hey, man, are you – you're not like – down in South Kitsap or something right now, are you? I thought I saw your truck. Nah, bro. No. Ain't me. Ain't me. So nobody knows where I'm at anymore. I got no personalized plates. I just I just blend in with everybody. Just Be disappear elusive, into the ether. Be elusive. Be right. mysterious. I don't even know if I can pick out my truck anymore. I might lose it if I went to Walmart. This shit is good. <laughs> exactly. This shit is good. Yep. Got to rely on the bleep bleep. Oh, yes. no, we're over there. A couple, couple lines away. So I'm, I'm right there with that. I don't like Take the stickers off. Take all identifiable material off your vehicle, or at least keep a low profile, low key. Yes, you know, huge fan of that. Huge fan of that. Forgot how we ended up there, but oh, the air, the air track, air tags, air, air tags. Oof. Yeah, that shit's terrifying. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, no. Jordan went out with her sister and some of their friends last night, you know, and I was like, I would really appreciate. If you would take your gun with you, like, because I know you're going to go into bars where, like, they're going to want you or whatever, and you can't have it in there, but I would mm-hmm. would like if you had it in your vehicle. And then one of her friends, you know, brought a dude home from the bar, and Jordan drove, so they're all in the car together, and they asked Jordan to take them on base, and she was like, I'm not doing that. She was like, mm-hmm. I have a firearm, like, I have this fucking pen on me. She's like, I'm not doing that. No. And this guy's like, you have a gun on you? And she's like, yeah, I do. There's a fucking random dude in her car. Of course she does. Of Are you course. a fucking idiot? Are you a goddamn asshole? You're... What a stupid fucking thing to say. You're, a, you're a, a small group of women going out by themselves. One of you is armed. How crazy. How ludicrous. How fucking wild that one of you would choose to be responsible to protect yourself and your fucking friends. That's crazy. As I, a grown man, sit in a car with you. What a fucking moron, dude. What an absolute moron. How privileged that you're just, oh, I feel safe all the time. I'm never concerned about anything. Yeah. What a I'm, fucking idiot. I'm in a car with a bunch of women by themselves, and I'm going to be like, well, you have a gun on you? Yeah, oh. dude. Yeah, I definitely do. Dude. Yeah. Fucking idiot. <laughs> I hope that makes you uncomfortable. I just got magnetic <laughs> sheets so I can put my stickers on the magnetic sheet and then cut the sticker out so I can put it on my car and take it off when I Dude, there That's you go. That's fire. That's fire. There That's you a go. good idea. That is a good idea. I like that a lot. All right. Yeah. Time to order up some magnet sheets. Let's there go. Right. Throw some Bemis tape on it. Call it good. Let's close out <laughs> this segment by talking about the Instagram reel and the comments. Okay. Um, Let, before we do that, can yes. I interject a small yes, one? Of course. So, 
Um, we talk a lot on this show about Seattle's homelessness problem. Dude, the Seattle City Council is wild. I am convinced they got it figured out, and here is exactly why I believe that. They got a couple of legit commies on that board, like legitimate uh, actual socialists. Oh, yeah, they that do. That are like, yo, we're not even democratic socialists. We are socialists. It's And it gets so much better. And they love it. It gets so much All better. Right, we're gonna, we'll go full screen on this one because you got to see. In a way, we're sort of in uncharted waters here. But in another sense, we're walking down a very well-taken path, and this board will be the ones leading us. This board represents a broad array of experience and knowledge from lived experience of housing instability, homelessness, and accessing services in our current ecosystem, as well as Which public finance. Which means, pause for just a second, because it's a lot of gobbledygook, right? There's a lot of words. What that means, what she just said, lived experience with homelessness, that in this board they're creating, and this is not an inherently bad thing, but there are people who were, uh, probably a good thing, there were people who were homeless at one point that are on this board, or people who access state services yes. on this council that they're creating. Yes. I know it's, it's a, I'm not, there's a lot of words. There's, there's a, a lot ton of words, of words that's yes. like super difficult to get through sometimes. And I, I just get I get immediately turned off by this woman. She feels like she'd be a super downy, downer at a party. Oh, for sure. You know? Yeah. Like, it's a high-class wino party. Yeah. And she still will bring the room down. Jordan's stepdad, great guy. Can't ask him about his job. Works with homeless people. It's just inherently oh, sad yeah. thing to talk Can't about. Can't do that. If you even, and it's not like... That's no, just, just the reality it's just of a that sad job. situation. That's a super fucking sad yeah. thing to talk about. Exactly. Talking about anything but besides his job, absolutely great guy. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, talking about his job, be like, well, I want to kill myself now because well, that's a downer. <laughs> yeah, it's rough, dude. Finance, labor representation, public policy, nonprofit affordable housing development, social housing, and regional planning experience. So with that, uh, I want to welcome our panelists here. Um, okay, I'm going to turn to the folks who are online, and Masked I will up, bro. just call Masked on up. you. Uh, if you could introduce yourself, Ebo. Hello, uh, my name is Ebo Barton. I use he, him pronouns. Um, and I have lived experience with being chronically homeless, as well as professional experience working in permanent supportive housing, uh, along with uh, supporting the gender diverse community of Seattle. That's about the most succinct answer you're going to get, by the way. Yeah. And so, experienced homeless before, been homeless, yeah. right? Chronically. Chronic, chronic, well, yeah. That's, I don't know what the difference would mean. I other guess, than, like, you just don't have a time. Spot. I wonder what the time frame is. Because yeah, it's you like could, over right, yeah. six months, or what are like we talking temporarily about? Temporarily homeless yeah. versus chronically homeless. And then sounded like, more or less, got out of that by working the other side of the system. Yeah. That's a good deal. That's it's good pretty deal. common. Very much so. But obviously, there's some pretty deep political persuasion, some ideology underlying all that, Thank obviously. You. Katie? Hi, my name is Katie Lebrett. I am a trans woman who lives in Seattle. I am not prepared to be in a public uh, office. I have experience with working with youth, young adults, like, you know, the younger generation of us. Um, Just really bad at public speaking. I also speaking. have lived experience with being homeless as well and navigating the systems. Thank you. So works with young people, has experience working with the younger of us. Of us. The fuck? Um, yeah, obviously do you know a, what you do? A, a trans person. So this is very important for the city of Seattle, diversity. Um, and, you know, all those, there's a massive problem with 
underrepresentation in the homeless population of Seattle. So we have to make sure to connect with them on that level. Right. Devin. My Hi, my name is Devin Forschmidt. Um, I'm one of the board members appointed by the Seattle Renters, uh, uh, the Seattle Renters Coalition. I uh, am a lifelong renter or renter for my whole adult life. Um, professionally, I am a Head Start teacher, so I work with low income and largely immigrant families. Um, I have also had a lot of experience living in homes with uh, unsafe conditions and poor maintenance and have that piece of lived experience. Uh, I am also a member of the Party for Socialism and Liberation. And oh, yeah. The there it is. Okay. And a gamer. You, and a gamer, because okay. look at that fucking headset, yeah. bro. <laughs> you, guys, you guys know that I don't like doing this type of stuff, right? You know that I've got a comment about it before. You know I don't like doing this. If I was an immigrant, if I came here and I had a child who was going through the American school system and I was not from here, but I'm here, and this person is teaching my child, I would say, what the fuck is America? What the fuck is this place that I just came to? Thank you for noticing that aspect. Of what things. the fuck is this country that I just came to? Is it better here? Is it truly better here? I'd be really questioning what I'm doing. I would what indeed. am I getting my fucking <laughs> child into yes. in Spanish? What the shit, dude? Or, I mean, we took in a, a massive amount of uh, Afghan. I always get the Afghan versus Word. Afghani because Afghani is the currency, but Afghan right. is the collective people the people uh we had a ton of like the afghan migrants from the the bug out yep from kabul we took in i, f I forget how many, it was like over ten thousand. i'm like, pretty yo, these sure people were telling us what to do these mm -hmm. motherfuckers are telling mm -hmm. us what to do word like, word and, an interesting thing huh yep. jesus so, christ so there's that but this hey person who's an advocate for socialism <sighs> well yeah and you know that's going to be very confusing to a child that came from anywhere else in the world it's going to be very confusing for them to see that as your tutor in the Head Start program. What are we doing? We're we're getting interesting. We're what we're trying we something new with solving the homelessness problem. And that you guys remember, you, you know, know, maybe two episodes ago, we talked about the amount of money that had been spent in homeless services and the amount of money, the other things that had actually been done. It's nothing. Yep. There's nothing. The money, it's, it's millions and millions of dollars that has just disappeared into people's pockets. And it's gone. And now we're bringing in people who I don't know. And I'm not. They'll probably take a lower paycheck than the standard, like, NGO nonprofit person. I'm just not sure why this is going to be the thing that's going to fix the homeless issue. I don't understand that because it's not like, as you said, it's not like we don't. It's not like we don't interact with the homeless population with the millions and millions of dollars we've been spending in trying to do this, right? Mm -hmm. we, we did, we are interacting with them because we're doing some, so because the people are accessing the services. So yeah, it's not like we don't have a read on what the requests are from the homeless community. We, it's not like we don't have an understanding on what they need, what they're telling us mm -hmm. would make it easier for them to not be homeless. Yeah. Even if that's what you're going for, not even this is what I think is going to be the best path. Even if your whole idea is we're going to tap into the community and find out what they think we should do. Mm -hmm. You have to set up a separate commission for that. You don't have the ability in your daily interactions with the homeless community to find out from them, the people who are actively homeless right now, what's going to help them not be homeless. You have to create a commission for three people, give them a job with the state. I don't understand this. <laughs> it's Seattle. You're not supposed to understand. It just works. But there's a guy 
He's like an on-the-ground gonzo journalist, um, runs around Seattle. He's an Asian guy, does some great stuff with anything Antifa involved, and he's, but he's been very all over the homeless stuff lately. Yes. I forget his name. Jim or James or... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know yeah, yeah. you're talking There's about. Great Twitter follow, but he... It's not Andy No. No, uh, but he did a uh, interview with a homeless guy who'd been homeless, I think, in Seattle for like four or five years, and he goes... He's having a conversation with this guy, and essentially he said... He's like the biggest problem within the homeless communities that I run in. It's there's a lot of people that have no concept of actually how to get a hold of any form of service yeah. that they might need that the city does provide. And he said that's for one, there's so that might be an outreach issue or something like that. But there's also there's, you know, you're not going to go looking for services if you don't know they exist or whatever, or you're just not you don't think you can have ready access to them or something but he's about the only guy that i know that's actually on the ground talking to these people trying to find out their actual desires of what they're looking for seattle city council's not gonna be doing any of that so i don't think they're even doing like the one night counts like they used to because they're saying it's not an effective grade or you mm -hmm. know of how many people are really out there that's yeah. fine you you can still use this as an opportunity to talk to the people who are refusing or can't go into a shelter to yeah. find out what the fucking deal is because yeah. we've again we've talked about this issue for a very long time because it's been an issue in our state for a very for longer than this far longer yeah. than we've been doing it this just show. gets worse every day and so we've just had many segments on it we've discussed it in great detail there are a lot of different reasons why people are not in shelters part of it is the limitation of the shelters like some of them you you can do drugs there you can't do drugs there you can't have a dog you have to be just man or just woman or no children or you have to have children or and i think what part of what that guy was getting at is you don't know which one is which you show up yeah. somewhere and if they turn you away i'm not going to go to three other fucking shelters because no, to try and do it i'm just going to sleep at the place i slept at last night because it's not you yep. know there's an understandable degradation of your level of vigor and per willingness to harshly pursue things if you've been homeless for a long time i'm not surprised that you get turned down one time and you're like i can't i want to do it yeah. right where most people would say well maybe i'll try somewhere else i know there's another shelter down here i know there's another one over here if you've been homeless for four years or whatever like i fuck it i just i don't i, I don't want to deal with it yeah I'll, i got a system i got a place that i know that i can go and i don't yeah. have to worry about it yeah i mean it's, it's interesting i just don't <laughs> think the city's gonna they're not tapping into it no it's they never are no. they never will so I'm running into a problem here. The place that we tried, we talked, we talked a while ago, um, the end of last year, when right around the time that we bought our house, there was another place that we were looking at that was next to a facility. And you can look it up if you're not from here. And it is called Pendleton Place. And it oh, is yes. a facility that was built in Bremerton um, that is a long-term housing facility for the chronically homeless and there is no prohibition on drug use there and they've had more than one person overdose and die there and it's been up and operating for less than two years mm -hmm. this is not the way this is not the answer <laughs> mandalorian I, you know, would not be no with you, this, you, this is not the way destroyed people's ability to live in those areas because it's now fucking terrifying you know yep. i mean the house we bought is still not much farther from it but it's not two blocks down like the other mm -hmm. one was um so <laughs> just none of this makes any sense what's the issue that you're running into i can't uh open replies oh 
So we might have to do this one off the cuff here. Because we can get some. Show more. Why is this Instagram Instagram on the computer? That is weird. Below sometimes. Because I, I want to see. And it just, just goes it just away. goes back. All right. Well, I can pull it up on my yeah. phone and I can read it from there. There we go. Um, we'll just pull up the big, yes. <laughs> the main post here. Yes. Yeah, so. Excellent, excellent social media game, I might add. Good, sir. We all experience. It only takes a cursory glance around the globe to see this as a. That was so fire. <laughs> it was so fire. Yeah, so this. Um... This reel, we're not going to listen to the reel. You guys can go and you can watch it if you want. I think most of the people here have seen it already. It is a selection from Salty Newsletter number 14 mm -hmm. and the article that I wrote for it that is entitled, What Does This Have to Do with Freedom and Liberty? And I think that I might take it and post it on our website so that you, anybody can go and read it. It's been a few months now, mm. um, and that way you guys can get better context. This particular article is about the federal government right and the ways in which the federal government infringes on people's freedoms and liberties on a daily basis that's what this article is about keep that in mind as we move through this <laughs> so i'll just i'll pull it up here on my phone and we'll be able to go through it yeah at least i'll be able to see some yes like the main comment okay comments boom 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 yeah you can see the first one and the person that we're talking about so this person the first one is well kevin of course um shout out and this person is b trucar yeah so this is actually the last person that i talked to but um the like the most recent one so this person says the woman from colorado because, of course, I fucking snooped on her shit. And she said... Oppo research. Yeah, bro, Americans have all the government oppression, cops, harsh drug laws, homophobic and transphobic laws, fascists in Florida and Texas, but we still don't have the benefits of safety or security. Hyper-individualism leads to the worst of both worlds. Um, so their point being it's dangerous for people to have too much freedom and liberty they too, see that yes. as hyper individualism yes. which means that it's all for me fuck everything else around me right burn it all to the ground and of course hyper individualism leads to harsh drug laws homophobic and transphobic laws fascists in florida and texas apparently right that's what individualism gets you hyper individualism hyper individualism which is of course not what we advocate for here um it's also made up that's yes. not a real no. thing. Hyper individualism. No. Yeah, it's and individualist you, or not. Right. When you Google it, because I did look it up because I wanted to make sure that I knew exactly what she was talking about. So I'll Google it so that we have like the exact definition of it. Mm -hmm. It's um, it's like a wokey term. It's really. I mean, it comes from that. It's it's a modern day lexicon yes. only. Um, you know, it, individualism can't be that bad. So, but hyper individualism yeah, is. I have to Google it. It's an all or nothing. I could probably do that since my Instagram is broken. I got it. Hyper-individualism, <laughs> a tendency for people to act in a highly individual way without regard to society. So when you don't think enough about society as a whole, and that's just the Wikipedia one. There was a longer one that I had that was like... Um, Hyper-individualism is a tendency in liberal individual society for social actors to understand themselves as disparate entities rather than part of a like collective. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep, yep. That's what yep, we talk. Precisely. Um, if you're not in the collective, you're a hyper-individualist. Yes. If you don't do 
whatever you're doing in your day-to-day life, if you're not doing it at least within the mindset of the greater good, you're hyper-individualist, yeah. and that's bad. And that's how we got here. And that's how you get fascists in Florida and Texas. Yes. <laughs> Still. How the fuck? Okay. So there, my response was, we don't advocate for hyper-individualism. <clears throat> community and groups are necessary for long-term survival. The ways in which we choose to secure our communities and ensure our safety and dire- are directly limited by the government, federal and state, and they should not be. This the piece this is taken from makes the larger point that the federal government in particular is the cause of limitations and infringements on our rights that we feel every day, and that is morally wrong. The reply to that is, but it's not the feds that are the oppressors in most communities. It's the local government in the form of cops and local businesses, wage theft and profit, and <laughs> hyper-individualism leading to the elimination of public services that provide a safety net. Okay, so as we just went over Again. in our own communities here, there is... there. You you cannot argue in America that there is a overall lacking in public services. That's factually incorrect. You are factually incorrect. That is not true. You can't argue for that. Even if they don't exist in your state, there are federal welfare programs. You are wrong. That is not correct. You can argue that you can argue that they are inadequate. I would argue that I'm not even going to go into it because in certain certain circumstances they are, in certain circumstances they aren't. But I'm. You cannot argue that there is just a complete dearth of that across the country. That's yeah. not true. It's factually incorrect. Yeah. If anything, you could make the argument that there's there's a ton of programs out there, and most of them may not be run very well. They are difficult to navigate but, yes. purposefully because they are designed by the federal government who doesn't want to help you. The government is not here to help you. That's that's where you're wrong. To The, you, the original premise of your thought that the government is here to help is wrong. You're incorrect. They're here to steal from you and coerce you into what they want you to do. That is why it is intentionally difficult for you to get these services. You have to do what they want to get the service. Right. Whereas instead, if you had a strong community like we advocate for, not hyper individualism, right, because we've never done that on the show. There's a difference between you need to convince me and fuck you. I don't care about you at all. Those are very different things. If you want me to do something, you need to convince me. You don't get to tell me what to do. You can't coerce me. You need to convince me. Right. I need to have a choice in this. That's what we advocate for here. We are also enormous advocates, as you can see by the fucking shooting footage that we show here all the time. Community is very important. It's extremely important. You literally can't survive without a community. It is more beneficial. It would be easier and long-term more beneficial if you could appeal to your community for aid. They could then look at the case because they know you, give you the things that you need to get you off of your feet, and then you can move on with your life, which is the actual intent of the welfare system, is for you to have temporary assistance so you can get a job and support yourself again, not live on it for 30 years. That's not a safety net. A safety net is not a thing that you can sustain yourself on for the entirety of your life. That's a welfare program. That's, that's not how this works. It's, it's ludicrous. I mean, the, inde- the idea that your original premise is wrong. You are yes. incorrect. It's... Without a safety net and with a corrupt justice system, we guarantee crime in our communities. No fucking shit. <laughs> Hyper-individualism also leads to our dispersal of homes. Everyone has to have a single family home in the burbs and drive a big truck and drive as fast as they want wherever they want. Speed limits? You, that's, you need, we need speed limits? It's not good for anyone to drive how fast wherever they want. Well, and let's not even take into account the fact that you're obviously neglecting to even think about the majority of populations that live in cities that where they're affected most, most 
for people or there's the most people, the most concentrated amount of people um, that need public assistance of some kind revolve primarily within giant cities that are run and occupied by people of your political ideology. And they so are... like you're you're essentially defeating your own argument because you're saying that people that live out in the suburbs and drive big trucks are in they're causing the lack of help in for with, with for people that need social programs yeah her claim is that like you, that none of this makes because sense because the people that want to live in single family homes are the reason that the people who live in cities the good people right who aren't hyper individual who live in cities and apartments that's why they get fucked by the corrupt justice system it's because of us because we don't want to be a part of that. And mm -hmm. that's why that's what feeds into the corrupt justice system that they're a fault of, right? Because it's, it's the police that are oppressing them, right? The, the people who live in the country, to remind you, don't want police help. We live too far out. That's why we want guns. We don't want police help. We want our choice to defend ourselves. You who are claiming that you're oppressed by the police, you live in the city. You choose to subjugate yourself. You do this to yourself. No one is oppressing you. You, you are oppressing yourself. You live in the city. You live in a place that is run by your ideology, as Colin has just pointed out to you. You are oppressing yourself. We are not doing this to you. I don't want more intervention. I want less intervention. Yeah. I'm not doing this to you. You're doing this to yourself. Yeah. And you... to, to think that any individu individualistic person wants to push their values into the inner city is ludicrous. Yes. Because if they did, they'd be there but they don't which is why they left they're not fucking with your shit no you're the only one doing it and let's explain to me how <laughs> Just... your ideology holds up when we have seen the massive the fleeing of people in droves from the states that are run by the ideology that you're advocating for all these people who live in california that that flee to red states because of the things that you're talking about that you're advocating for that's why they left that's why they're not living there anymore. Because it doesn't work. They're just a bunch of hyper-individualist fascists. Yeah, so. these destroy our communities and isolate people from one another. They make our shared spaces exceptionally dangerous. Oppression is real. Okay, you, you removing yourself makes the shared space more dangerous. How? In what world does that make sense? It doesn't. It does not. <laughs> Me choosing to me wanting choice and in that choosing to defend myself and the people around me with a firearm in what world are you now less safe because i've made that choice i mean what are you talking about in a realistic world you're just ranting you came here you heard a robot woman's voice made up something <laughs> in your head and then just ran with it ignored everything that i said and ran with it you literally don't know what you're talking about it's pretty oh. delicious it's pretty awesome. Oppression is real, but you're fighting the feds while the real oppressors have already robbed you blind. Well, also, yes, we're fighting the feds. Yeah. But also, we're fighting anybody attached to the corrupt establishment, whether that be corporations yes. or crony capitalists. Or, I mean, you name it. I Name me a politician, and I'll tell you why they shouldn't be in office. And it I don't care which side. It underlines the level of ignorance that's involved here because I said in the first reply, this piece that this is taken from <laughs> is about the federal government. <laughs> this piece, the one that you chose to comment on, is about the federal government. That's the point. That's the idea. That's the plot, man. 
That's, that's what plot. we're talking about here is the federal government. That's the plot. Yes. So, yes, you're you're so right. You've lost the yep. plot. <laughs> yeah. So in response to that, we are well aware of the ways the state governments affect our lives. We are an anti-government and live in Washington State. This piece is about the federal government. We speak regularly on our show about state governments and the ways they, too, infringe on our liberties. See the assault women's ban that we fucking talked about until our asses fell off. <laughs> We advocate for choice on all levels, on all levels, not hyper-individualism, as we said before. There is no question we are oppressed by government, state and federal alike. I think you fail to see the level of influence the federal government has on individual state governments through federal funding. Cops, housing, schools, the same examples that she gave, right? Because mm -hmm. all of those things, if we forget, are controlled by the federal government. If you want money for your schools, you do what they say. If you want money for your cops, you do what they say. That's how this works. On average, a quarter of state funding comes from the federal government. A quarter of it. If you want the money, you do what they say. You're dumb. You're being, you're, you have to be choosing to be this ignorant. You have to choose it. It's, it's, it's impossible to not do that. Because you can't have researched this issue and still be trying to blame people who want to live by themselves. Mm -hmm. That's insanity. The federal government controls what the states do with the money that go into the programs that you have just discussed. The federal government controls these things through housing and urban development, the Department of Education. Come on, dog. You're kidding me, right? You're joking me. When the vast We're majority of states are tapping into the Medicare system, you're joking me, right? The federal government controls the same things that you are complaining about. She's in a cult. You don't know what you're talking about. Yep. I hear you. I understand it. You don't understand what freedom is. You don't get it. You, do you think that for everyone to be free, we have to all live in a building together? Mm -hmm. If I don't want to live in a building with you, I don't want community. That's insane. That doesn't make any sense because I don't want to live within your definition of community. That is not freedom. That, that is authoritarianism. You are telling me what freedom is. I already exist in that ideology in this state. As we just talked about, they tell us what is right and wrong, and we choose to do what they say. That's what freedom is here. That's not freedom. That isn't choice. That's not real. That is a false reality that you have chosen to buy into that these people have constructed. Mm -hmm. I get it. You don't know what freedom is. I get it. You're wrong, though. I understand. I'm not going to argue with you. You're wrong. If you are advocating for someone else to not be able to choose what they want, that's, that's authoritarianism. You're choosing for someone else. That's not freedom. That mm -hmm. is not freedom. And if you think that in some way they should be forced to do so, that's, that's fascism. That's what that is. The threat of violence, using that to force someone to do what you want. That's fascism. That is what that is. So that's fine if that's what you advocate for. We're, we are, I, that was really close. We're anti-fascism on this podcast. We are not Antifa. We are against fascism on all levels, right? I'm not going to support you in this. No. You're wrong, and that's okay. You don't know what freedom is. At the end of the day, I still want you to be able to choose. I want you to have freedom because that's what choice really is. That's what freedom really is. It's okay if you don't get that. That's why you only get two replies. <laughs> Cult members only get two replies. That's why you get two. And that's, that's what it is. Is this, this, this woman's in a cult. She is in a... In a what do you call that? Uh, the, the chamber, the ideological fucking bubble chamber whatever they call echo that chamber. The echo chamber where there are only certain prescribed correct answers for anything and that has to be essentially approved by the collectivist narrative in the cult and anything outside of that is dangerous and scary and wrong and bad 
And when the problem is when you're in that cult, you don't know that you're in a cult. Yes. And you don't have the ability to even perceive outside of the the narrow boundaries of ideology that your cult allows you to live within. You don't even know that there's something beyond the wall. Uh-oh, what do you got? The first guy that I roasted, he deleted his comments. No way. Yeah, that's why I can't even see him. What a little bitch. I was going to roast you and you got scared. You did this. I'm fucking, I'm saying your name. You did it. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Harsh Bing with two H at the end of Harsh. You did this. You came here. You asked for the smoke. <laughs> You're a pussy. You deleted your own comment. You're a pussy, dude. Would that be in the... Yes. Yeah, keep scrolling. Keep, keep scrolling. Because Deborah liked him. Then, so she liked my replies. You can only see the things that I said. Because this is the guy that tried to say that other countries... Maybe you could scroll down more. It might say that he commented. But I don't know. It might just say this dude commented on your post. But... No. Nope, he deleted him. Because he's a pussy. Wow. Wow, dog. You came... Dude. Okay. <laughs> you showed up here. You asked for this fucking smoke. You came and you said, actually, other countries are more free. And America's not even a top 10 place to live. It actually sucks here. You said that. Oh, and God. then and then made some comment about how Americans can't argue on the Internet. So you're obviously not actually from here. You're from somewhere else. And you got a, you got a, a, a rash on your ass because I said that America is the shit. It, it is, right? We complain about it all the time. There is not a better place to live in the world than America. Hands down, no question, no challenge. There isn't a place that is better. There are places you can get other services. You can have more things of some variety. There is not a place in the world that is better to live in America, in mm -hmm. a place where you have a higher likelihood of going from nothing to something. There isn't one. It doesn't exist. There isn't a place where you can be more free than America. It's not real. If you believe that, you're believing a lie. That's a fallacy. Again, same deal as the other woman from Colorado. That's fine. Mm -hmm. You're wrong. But that's fine. I'm okay with that. But I'm going to tell you that you're wrong. That's why I sent you the smoke. You can see what I said. The first thing, the only country with anything close to freedom is the U.S. That is the truth. That is reality. And if you take a look at all the countries that founded themselves after this one, their constitutions are based on ours. Mm -hmm. And then a more limited version. That's how it works. Less freedom. Yeah, they're like, no, we can't give them all those things. Whoa, I mean, oh, it's too much. It's too much freedom. Freedom, baby. you idiot. There is no doubt there are problems here. But this is the only place where we have the right, ability, and duty to fight for our freedom as well as the recourse to do so. This is the only country with free speech. In multiple EU countries, you can be jailed for speech and have no rights to defend yourself. Canada included, as we have seen in the video from oh, yeah. Justin Trudeau, you don't have a right to defend yourself with a firearm in Canada. Nope. You don't have that right there. It doesn't exist. Because he used Canada as an example, like even Canada is better. We are the only place with anything close to freedom. Canada jailed people for going to church during COVID. They stole their money for they, protesting. They... Yes, they locked them, they froze their bank accounts, took money from them because they were not part of a approved protest. Because they honked a horn. You know, or, or, or even maybe sent $5 to somebody that was there to honk their horn. Bilbo. Those people also got down. Yes. And you see it happen in the UK all the time. People getting arrested for memes. Yeah. We had, we had the case, I forget the dude's name, that uh, he posted that meme during the 2016 election and it was like a 
it was like a meme with Hillary Clinton on it. it said, you know, if, uh, vote, don't vote by mail or something like that. Text your vote in to this number. He, he just got. He's he's guilty. He's going to fucking jail now. Because for posting a fucking meme, they call it election interference or some shit. Yep. <clears throat> it's bro. So his response. Don't tell me that. <laughs> was something to the effect of like, I'm wrong on every level, on every level, and I he could prove it categorically, but, but something I can't. something's razor. I don't remember some fucking college bullshit, you know. But this this guy's razor applies, and because you made the claim, you have to substantiate it, and I don't have to refute it because you're the one that said that America's more free. Okay, are you not the one that have said America is less free? Do you not then, uh, yeah. by the same principle, need to justify what you said after I showed you that you're wrong? So my response to him, because I don't can't remember exactly what he said, mm-hmm. said it's very simple. If you can be jailed for hate speech, like in many EU countries, including Germany, which you can, because I even looked it up after that to fucking make sure. Because yep. after I said it, I was like, God damn, what if I'm wrong? Like, maybe I'm wrong about better, that. Better check. A cursory Google search will show you that I am correct. Your speech is not free. If you don't have the right to defend yourself how you choose, like in Canada, you aren't really free. The point of the piece in this video is that the government is at the root of the violations of our rights we experience every day. And these are two very basic examples. Nothing. No response. No. Then came back and deleted his comments like a pussy. Got, got, did that cursory Google search and was like, yeah, oh, fuck. oh shit, I'm oh, wrong. Shit. Oh, no. Oh, no. You can be jailed for saying bad shit in Canada. They do get to define what's hate speech and what's free speech there. Isn't that terrible? Oh, man. You idiot. That's what you get. You come here, you fucking come correct, or I will destroy you in the comments and on the show. I will roast you. I do not care. I am not here for you. I am here, I guess, in the long term to show you what freedom is. But if you don't get it, get the fuck out. I don't care. Get out. I don't care. I will fucking destroy you if you come here. If you come, you come correct. God damn it. I mean, I could give you an Dude, if you, example. If you throw a spear at the king, you better fucking hit, dog. Like, I'm not, fuck you. I'm not taking it. I will destroy you. I am, I cannot believe what a pussy that guy is. Hilarious. You're on the internet. I don't even know who you are. You're, this is as, as anonymous as it could be, but you put your own picture on there. That's why you knew you were going to catch the smoke, you idiot. You knew. Fucker, dude. Oh, dude, he stole that W from you, you know? He just cl- just ripped it out of your hands. No, this is still a dub. You ran. You deleted your yeah, own yeah, comment. Yeah, That's yeah. a dub. Because my comments are still there. Deborah, right. Deborah liked them. I That's can still right. see it. I know that we interacted, you Shout fucker. Debs. And screenshot those, those responses and tweet them out. I <laughs> you're a bitch. God damn it. Uh, well, then you can inevitably screenshot the uh, picture of him blocking you and then... The circle Fuck will yeah. have been completed. Ooh, I wonder if he has a Twitter <laughs> the same name. Oh, well, I'm telling you, you're going to find out. I don't have time for that. <laughs> I, I can't be following people around different social down. medias. Be like, hey, pussy, why did you delete your comments? That would be so funny, though. Dude, if I didn't oh. have kids, the time that I would have to do this type of shit. Oh, buddy. You'd be tearing it up oh, on it the internet. Horrible. Oh. I would be horrible. I would be drinking <laughs> so much. I would just be sloshed and going through our comments. <laughs> Oh, that would be, I mean, we can hire a guy. We, we can find somebody. <laughs> to get drunk and comment to people. We'll just pay him in booze. Yes. <laughs> we'll like, all right, man, so here's the deal. I'm going to give you a bottle every week, and you're just going to you're just gonna light up the comments. Yeah. Go for it. We need a troll in chief. Let's go. Well, that's how you know that we're right, because he yep. ran away. Yep. All right, what do you got here? This is Tack Down.
Uh, yeah, I mean, we could show it real quick before we yeah, pull out. Um, the Tacoma Police, they, uh, the community has officially turned in 128 firearms. But do they have a buckets back of ammunition? Yep, a buyback. And 50 gun lock boxes were handed out during our gun give back event on Sunday. Thank you to everyone who participated. So 128 firearms that people no longer own. Why would you not sell them? Why would you not make money? Because look at all like the handguns. A bunch of those are like, are like snub nose revolvers. Like yeah. it looks like there's like, dude, there's looks like some sweet pieces in there. Yeah, it does. So the handguns at the very least. And if you have a wood stocked long rifle, sell it because what it's worth doing, money. Man? Even if it's in shit shape, someone can take it and reshape the stock in a more yep. ergonomic fashion, sand it down and sell it for even more money. Why? Don't Why, do this to yourself. The reason they're doing it is because they have fallen prey to the same ideological mind virus that says guns are bad and I shouldn't have guns and neither should you. So I'm going to give them back to the state because I can't. I believe there's like a there's like an MSRP refund check you can get. Right. We had talked about there's a there's a program now state level that like local PDs and stuff can do buyback programs pretty much at any time they want. Okay. And you get some form of compensation back for it Dude. but they're these the reason they're not turning around and doing something smart like selling them to a gun shop and getting their some form of you know recompense back for that the initial purchase it's because they are ideologically swayed to the point they don't think anybody should have this gun either fools so they're just going to give it back to the state which will do what the fuck ever with them but 128 on one Sunday last week, there was a guy in one of these states. I don't remember what it was that bought a bunch of PLA for his three D printer and three D printed like fucking ninety of these lowers, Woo. and then went and sold them to the police. Oh. Yeah, they, oh. they had a buyback oh. and like made a shitload of money and yes. profit off of it. I'm here for it. Yeah, it's like wait a minute. Well, at this point now, don't be doing that because there. Where's the serial number? Well, there's not one. I made it. I'm like, well, you're go right to jail. Well, they can't prove when you made it though. So That's as true. long as it's not warm when you hand it in, yeah. you know, <laughs> then there's like, Fresh there's off the no printer. one can prove it. I mean, you'd be like, I've literally had them sitting around for years, and I just didn't know what to do. And then yep. I saw that you were having this thing. So I'm, I woke up mine. last night and realized that guns are bad. Yes. And so I was going to attack something, and now I don't want to. I'm, I'm wanna... a convertee. You have fixed me. Yeah. yeah. Here you go. Give me my checks, please. <laughs> yes. I'm going to go buy 10 times more <laughs> fucking resin now. Let's go. Go, go get paid. Do go it. get paid. Go get paid. Love it. Yeah, a bunch of those are like long rifles, like both actions, because they don't look like AR stocks. No. They're like... None of those guns seem to be ones... I mean, all... Come on, guys. I'm firmly a believer that any gun is worth keeping. You're losing money. Come on. You're losing money here. But, hey, that's Tacoma. Those those people are going to be... They're making the streets of Tacoma a safe place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, much safer now that civilians don't have those guns. Exactly. It's, and the government will definitely be responsible with them. Should have just thrown it over a bridge. That's yeah. exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Thank God. Hopefully they just don't turn them over the ATF because they lose thousands of guns every every year i think the police department chops them up that's can you that, that's worse than like a factory farming video yeah. for me yeah, i don't want to see that shit that up. is heartbreaking just use a fucking Come poor man over here give me some guns chops <laughs> out with a thick ass blade on it. <laughs> which is should uh, be a, should be a crime no, i'm talking about punishable that, that should be a crime that hurts me emotionally yeah 
You got anything else for our one? That's what I got, baby. All right, guys. Well, with that, we will go ahead and take our first break. And we'll be back in just a few minutes for part two of episode. Oh, come on. <laughs> Don't get in my personal space. Episode 147, Salt of the Streets. My name is Donovan. I'm Colin. We have been happy to have you guys here. I am at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at Alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram. And Colin is at Big Bird Afi on both those things. You can find all of this at saltofthestreets.com, including our YouTube and our Patreon.com slash Salt of the Streets. Go there, subscribe, help us make more, better content just like this. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Thank you, guys. Bye. And we're back. Thank you very much for joining us, everybody. This is Salt of the Streets, episode 147, part two. My name is Donovan. I'm Colin. We're happy to have you here. Uh, you can find all of our social medias over at our website, saltofthestreets.com, including our own personal social media. I'm at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at Alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram. And Colin is at Big Bird Afi on both of those things. Go to the Patreon. Sign up. Patreon.com slash Salt of the Streets. Help us make more, better content just like this. Okay. Part Mr. two. Mr. Hand. Delicious. Have you got our beers going? It's part two. Mm-hmm. Have a uh, Lucha, Lucha Libre. This is the Mexican lager. Came out yesterday from uh, Rainy Days. Rainy Days. So, it's pretty good. Came out on Cinco de Mayo because that's just what we do these days. It's called cultural appropriation, and I'm here for it. Let me tell you, the lefties were out in full regalia yesterday. Yeah, of like, it's not even Mexican Independence Day, and everybody is, is different. And just because I'm Hispanic and speak Spanish doesn't mean that I'm Mexican. And... It's not an excuse for white people to get dressed up and go get drunk and <laughs> shut up. Shut, shut up. up. Shut I'm up. Mexican. Shut up. It doesn't <laughs> no one cares. Shut up. Shut up. We've we've done it with everything else. It's too mm-hmm. late now. Yep. Shut up. It Can't doesn't do it. matter. Can't do it. I've so you're we're, just being we're... an unpleasant asshole. That's all you're doing is just making people not want to talk to you. Yep. Just stop. I'm trying to like if you're white, don't talk about it. If you're white, don't tell anybody else what they should do with another person's holiday. It's not yours. Shut up. You don't get to choose. You don't get to decide how other people celebrate another culture's holidays. You oh, don't tell me. Oh, it's not yours, right? Oh, then God, shut up. Then you're just being so hyper-individualist right now. Yeah, okay? if you're you not didn't, thinking you know, about the collective consciousness of all these oppressed minority communities out here who are disaffected by our systemic racist and systemic... Fuck, I lost it. You Damn know what it. you can do? I can only go so long. You know what you can do? <laughs> Too many buzzwords. You can tell words. people how to celebrate Mother's Day. Do you know why? Because Richard Nixon made Mother's Day. So you can tell someone how, how to celebrate Mother's Day. A white person made that holiday. That's what you can do. You can tell someone how they should celebrate Mother's Day. You don't get to tell me how I should celebrate fucking Cinco de Mayo. It doesn't work that way. It's not yours. You didn't make it up. You don't get to choose for me. It doesn't... No, no. You can even talk about Thanksgiving. You can be wrong about that and do something different. That's fine because you're white also and we were involved in that. I'm still not going to do what you want because you're wrong. But you can I'll, you can have a say in that. That's fine. We made that one. If you didn't make it, shut up. It's so irritating. Can we do okay, the, now? It's the, 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 what is, what is the awfuls, right? The affluent white. Oh, yes. Like, Shut up. You're the ones that are being unpleasant. You are the ones that are choosing, trying to choose how other people can celebrate a different cultural holiday. Why College are you offended? White women. <laughs> Why are you offended for me? Why? Everybody's favorite voting block. Yeah, stop. Stop. <laughs> I don't want to hear it anymore. And this one's mine. I actually own this one. And I don't want it. I don't want you to talk about it. 
That's what I want. That's how I want to celebrate Cinco de Mayo is by you shutting the fuck up about Cinco de Mayo. Don't well, even tell me happy Cinco de Mayo. Don't want to hear it. <laughs> Just don't talk about it. Don't talk about it again. And if I want to drink fucking Coronas and put on a culturally offensive costume, I'm going to do that. And that's my right as a Mexican person. You fucking assholes. <laughs> it's so annoying. It's so annoying. It's not even yours. Okay, now do St. Patty's Day for me. Dude, that one's fine, too. If you're white, <laughs> go for it. That's what, fine. What? But that one's about getting fucked up. I don't care. That one's inherent in the culture. I don't care even what that's about. That's inherent in the culture. You get fucked up that day. Your Irish people are just regular white folks yeah. now. So that, I'm not going to hear matter. it. I'm Irish, too. I'm telling you. I'm, all, I don't want to hear it. All their oppression counts for shit anymore. You're just one of the club. Sorry, yeah. guys. You're don't want to hear it. You're in the oppressor's class now. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm just... So out of so we're I'm slowly creating a list right of all these super offensive things out there issues that I am for these days yeah like I think we've covered it pretty well on the show like I'm I'm for child labor do we figure out what the deal is with the ten year olds in the McDonald's no we because I know the crystal ball talked about it on That's breaking right. points I didn't watch it but you know what? I'm gonna just do a cursory Google glance because when we talked about it, like I said it's, yeah. it's got to be people I don't. How do you hire a 10-year-old and don't pay them? Like, that's what I don't understand. That's why I feel like so someone brought the their kid in and got up. them to do fucking work, right? Let's read an article. Let's talk let's, about let's it. Let's go to Axios. Yes. They're always fair right. and balanced, right? So 10-year-olds found... Oh, fuck you, Axios. You're not getting any money. Found working at McDonald's on, at, until 2 a.m. Okay, so more than 300 minors, including two 10-year-olds, were found working at McDonald's later and longer than laws permit and the Department of Labor investigate found the big picture child labor is on the rise in the US and federal government announced a crackdown earlier this year after tracking a 69% increase in illegally employed kids since 2018 fuckers dude I knew it <laughs> go ahead Bauer Food LLC said in a statement that the two 10-year-olds are children of a night manager and were not approved by franchise organization management to be in that part of the restaurant. The Boom. fuck did I say? Boom. What the fuck did I say? I read the headline. It said, this sounds to me like someone brought their kids into work and made them do shit. Okay, McDonald's did not employ 10-year-olds. That's, nope. that's not what happened. That is not what happened. They, they but this looks entire like... article is about... Yep child labor being on the rise yes and the, you run that as your headline because that's clickbait 10 that gets year olds found working at mcdonald's until 2 a.m certainly seems that's to not it, right it seems to imply that they were employed by mcdonald's yeah. they were not that's not and i'm dude when we talked about it, i'm not even gonna justify it you understand you get it that's not what happened that's a intentionally misleading headline and i didn't even have to read the fucking article to <laughs> know that that's it. what happened it's like someone oh, brought their kids in Dude, done. The whole article I, is nonsense now. I done told you. I <sighs> told you. That was about the fastest we've ever done one of those. That's yeah, healthy. I don't, you know, if you're overworking children, that's whatever. That's another thing. It's a I big don't, deal. That's a different thing. Are the children, ex are they taking those shifts? Are they telling you they don't want them and you're saying if you don't take it, you're fired? That's a different, totally separate issue than giving a person who's not 18 years old more than they're legally allowed hours because they're asking for it. The fuck out of my face. If you want to make money, make money. I don't... The government shouldn't be telling you this. And that's precisely what this is. The government is living labor, labor relations. Board. This is this is horrible. This is fucking terrible. Well, let's do a... Uh... Are you being abused? Are you being abused or was this your choice? Yes. Are you being coerced into this? Is this unfair? Did you choose this? Then fuck off. Well, let me do crystal ball now. Right? 
because I didn't watch this clip. No, me and neither. I, I think it'd be really funny if you can if you find the clip it maybe find it real quick see how yeah. long it is if you it's really Googled short it, it came right up okay i'll pull it up yeah but i would so i'm gonna do crystal's take and then depending on how long it is we should watch it and find out because oh, i want to okay. see how right i am um her take on this essentially would be if she indeed knows that these kids were not actually working at the mcdonald's they were there with their parent yeah right um I would assume that the argument then is this person who was on the night shift is not getting paid a living wage and has no access to childcare at that time of night yes. and is then forced by circumstance to bring their kids with them to work yes. at 2 a.m. And how this is a fucking crime and it's really McDonald's's fault because they need more. Hey, hey, buddy, I'm trying to make a point here. Quit barking. I thought one of the dogs at the door. Oh, she psyched you out, bro. Yeah, sorry. Um, but yeah, I, I guarantee you that's her thing. It's, it's really, it's McDonald's. It's, a, it's corporate greed. It's They're not giving living, rate, living wages, all that good shit. That's the crystal take on that one. It's still going to come down to... Boom, found it at seven minutes. I'm, I'm thinking we need to. Yes. I'm thinking we need to. Let's just do it. Okay, let me pull it up here. Luckily, we oh, follow them on there, don't we? Maybe we don't. Okay, breaking points. No, you unfollowed them from our Salt of the right, page. I did, didn't I? He is, uh, and then I had to turn around and refollow yeah, them on mine, too. If you just scroll too. down a little bit, it's one of their, like, one of the top ones. Yep, right there. Oh, McDonald's kids. All right, let's oh, hear it. Oh, God, I'm so excited. No free ads. I am so tired of running into Joe Biden ads. Well, we, we're going to talk about that because he's, he's running again. So that's the yep. portion of the ad. There is a new... Okay, okay. All right. Okay. Let's hear it, Crystal. This is off the cuff. We have not watched this before. This no. is breaking down breaking points totally off. Do we have a thing for that? Do we have a drop for breaking points? We don't. Oh, I but I we think did. we need to because it's a yeah. regular occurrence. All right. Let's hear it. Okay. First of all, we may or may not share her. We don't know. Yeah, exactly. We, we don't know. She might have a base take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm just I'm loving this whole Sauger five o'clock shadow type look he's got going on. He started fucking with it lately, and I'm. I'm here for it, buddy. You look good. All right, let's do this. Oh, hang on. Hang on. We fucked up. We got to turn that back on. There we go. There is a new shocking report out of Louisville, Kentucky. So apparently the Department of Labor found that two 10-year-olds were working unpaid shifts at a McDonald's restaurant. That's not false. That's not false. what happened. That's false. not what happened. The cursory glance <laughs> of the overview of the Axios article disproves that. That's not what happened. <laughs> They weren't what? working unpaid shifts, you fucking asshole. She didn't even get through her first sentence, and no, she's already lying. Already wrong. All right. Uh, carry on, Crystal. <laughs> this is just as horrifying as it sounds, according to CBS News. It's not, though. Official That's said the thing, is that it's not because she lied. She'll, she'll explain why yeah. she's right. Yep. The children were not paid, yet sometimes worked as late as 2 a.m., and they, quote, prepared and distributed food orders, cleaned the store, worked at the drive through window, and operated a register. Nice. Investigators learned that one of the two children was allowed to operate a deep fryer. That is a prohibited task for workers under the age of 16. Okay, pause now, that. Sounds like these kids are getting some, some really sweet, like, life skills from here. Also notice that she doesn't mention they're the children of the night manager. Not that they were hired by fucking McDonald's, because, again, the the... 
the line that she's spinning now is a world in which two individual 10-year-old children, because at this mm -hmm. point, there's no reason to believe they're connected, right? Nope. It's just two 10-year-olds, two individual 10-year-old children were able to turn an application to an adult who managed a McDonald's, who accepted it, interviewed them, and hired them. Yes. That's not what happened. And that then put isn't... them on night shift and put them on work in the fryer. And said work the fryer. Yep. That's not what happened. That isn't the reality. She's intentionally misleading you. Now, there's a good reason kids under 16 are barred from working the deep fryer. It's really dangerous. They're too short. Just a year ago. Oh That's why. They're too short. They're too short. This woman has never worked a deep fryer in her life, by the way. So a 15-year-old right in Tennessee suffered hot oil burns while working the deep fryer at a different McDonald's. Now, Guarantee the owner of this fryer anywhere, you're going to get burned. Yeah, it's called, Guarantee it. It's called working in a kitchen, bro. That's, I, that's what happens. Dude, I men's warehouse it. If you work <laughs> at a fryer, you are going to get burned. I men's fucking warehouse it. It's ridiculous. Add that to the list of Don-isms. Don there we go. A men's warehouse. Yeah. God. Defending McDonald's, Bauer LLC claimed no awareness of the fact that 10-year-olds were working the register, manning the drive-thru, and operating the deep fryer. Because they didn't get hired there. Owner Sean That's Bauer because they told... weren't actually employees. You idiot. That's because they didn't actually work there. Because their parent brought them there and had them do shit. She's the spinning the line now that's like, that it's so the big. The company Bauer Foods is so large, they don't even have a track when 10-year-olds get hired there. They don't even know. They're not even tapped in because it's just too big to even manage. This corporation is out of control. Industry, industry scheme, nothing sacred. <laughs> it's, it's, it's scary. They didn't hire 10-year-olds. You're being an asshole. And that they were there at the direction of and in the presence of their parents. But this Finally. is far from the first child labor law violation from Mr. Bauer's company. They were hit with a $40,000. Right. <laughs> okay. Yep. It's the same thing because they didn't hire 10 year olds. How can, how can this company in this individual circumstance, how can this be a violation of the labor rights if they didn't fucking hire them? They didn't do it, bro. How could the company, is this, is this poor parenting? Probably. If you have a 10 year old, probably shouldn't be up at 2 a.m. Probably not. Probably not. You shit you need to do the next day. Even if it's your homeschool, there's, you need more sleep at 10 years old because you're a child. You're growing. You're developing. Probably shouldn't have them up at 2 a.m. If they're up at 2 a.m., they definitely shouldn't be working a fryer, right? Is this the fault of Bauer Foods? No. Are we here defending <laughs> corporatist fucking shill terrible people? No. Come on, man. This is intentionally, I mean. We're only a minute in. Oh, God, Crystal. <laughs> All right, let's go assessment after the Department of Labor found they had 24 kids under 16 working longer than approved hours. Nor is this a problem confined to this one McDonald's franchisees. There are three McDonald's franchisees, which combined operate 62 McDonald's that were found to have worked 305 children longer than the allowable hours. Okay, now, same question rises. Did they ask for these shifts? Did they decline them, say they didn't want them? Were they forced to work these shifts? Were they coerced into it? If not, then I don't fucking care, and the government shouldn't have anything to say about it. If you're 15 and you want to take an extra shift, do it. You deserve that money. That's your right to use your labor, your power to get money from that. That's your right. You have that ability as a human being. This mm. woman, the government, some nameless, faceless fucking figure who works the Department of Labor shouldn't tell you what you should or shouldn't do. This is a decision between you and your parents if they love you and they care about you. This is... This is not good. People shouldn't be controlled like this. It is up to you to choose. It should be up to you to choose. That's There's, freedom. Choice. I don't like this. Uh, on top of that. Yes. She've, she's already established that 
there is at least a percentage of these kids that are quote unquote working, as she would say, yep. that are not actually hired there. They're not, they might be doing jobs to help their parents or whatever, right. but they're not working no. at that place. That's not how you've already screwed up your entire point at this point. You're going to drop another number, <clears throat> 300 other kids or whatever are found to have been working here. You've already established that they probably aren't actually hired or if they are hired, they they have gone over the legally prescribed allowable hours, which and then which case is like you don't know the individual circumstance, so you're not making the point you think you are, and you've already disproven, you've already removed credence from your initial argument because you've already stated right off the top that at least some percentage of these kids are not actually hired there, which is a totally different conversation. It has nothing really to do with McDonald's. No, or Bauer Foods. Yeah. This is part of a larger trend, which, through new laws and violations of existing laws, is working to roll back a century's worth of child labor protections. According to the Economic Good. Policy Institute, the number of child labor law violations has skyrocketed over 200 percent since 2015, and we have seen a 37 percent increase just year over year. A recent investigation found... You should probably talk to your Democratic leadership for destroying the economy so bad that kids are actually wanting to go out and get jobs. <laughs> that, On kids that age two, 13... two-parent homes or single-parent homes can't support yeah. their own families like they should, yeah. right? That's not the discussion. It isn't, it isn't the fact that we live in a world where if someone has a job, they should be able to support themselves or a family, right? It's not about that. It's just about these labor violations. These fucking corporations oh. are horrific, right? It's not about the ways that you're being destroyed in taxes. It's not about the things that you're forced to pay into or the things that you can or can't do in your everyday life that no. limit you. Nope. It's about this corporation. It's about yep. this Bauer Foods. They're fascists. They're terrible because they're stealing money from you and they're forcing you into work. And it's too much. It's I, terrible. The 17 employed by a meatpacking sanitation company. These kids were already. forced to clean back saws, brisket saws, and head splitters at meatpacking plants owned by some of the top names in big food in this country. Forced. New York Times recently published yeah. a heartbreaking report on the way undocumented kids are being funneled into a nationwide network of effectively indentured servitude, <laughs> exploited Biden. for low wages, backbreaking labor, and horrifying conditions, all because their youth and immigration status make them easy prey. No, well, we'll save that for border talk. It's the fault because, of the corporations. It's yeah, your it's fault. It's 100%. Yep. Just as disturbing is the successful industry lobbying effort to make some of these harmful practices perfectly legal. This so, year alone. So is the argument, right? Because they're already here. They're the kids, the, the, the people are here, the immigrants are here regardless, right? Yeah. So is the argument that we did, no one should get paid then, right? If you're here, fuck you then if you're illegal you don't get to make any money that's the, that's your argument that's your argument now yep, you're breaking labor that's a laws pretty bold fucking claim that you're here and you sh you shouldn't be employing illegal immigrants what the fuck yep okay oh that's but a these, very interesting but these people turn. need jobs and they need to be able to work and we need them or else we can't sustain our economy because that's the argument that's that's the consistent yeah. line for like the quote-unquote opening up the borders is that we need these people to work jobs that we don't want to work well in then go work at mcdonald's bitch Go yep. work the fucking fryer then, because that's what these guys are working. That's what you're bitching about then. Go yep. work the fucking fryer then. Well, Send the... your kids to go and work there instead of doing their fucking, their homeschool, their private school, and then not having a job. Send your kids to go work at McDonald's then. It, in the words of Nancy Pelosi, well, who's going who's gonna to pick our fruit? Yeah, who's going to clean Donald Trump's toilet, right? How's he going to feel when who's, who's cleaning his toilet? Yep. It's great. That's a beautiful fucking view. Yeah. It's absolutely awesome. You can't take this one line, this one like avenue of no. narrative without addressing any of its 
issues from coming in. Any of the externalities that are going to totally dev devastate your narrative line. You can't can't do that. It's too easy. Eight bills have been pushed in six different states to roll back child labor restrictions. You know how easy it would Arkansas be for us to never headline. talk about people who died on in an unsavory way because of gun violence? You know how fucking easy that would be? be there are easy. multiple times more defensive use of firearms in the United States than aggressive ones every year. On a yearly basis, that's CDC statistics. Yes. Do you know how fucking easy it would be to never talk about a school shooting? You know how simple it would be? Very, very simple. You know, it's very difficult. And I'm not patting myself on the back, right? This is part of the show. This is part of what we're doing here. It's very difficult with two young children to come on a show, put it on the internet, and tell somebody, I understand how hard it is to lose your... I don't. I, I fear for the reality that that could happen to me. I still think you should be able to own an automatic weapon. It's a real difficult point to make. It's very hard. We do it all the time. It's, it's You're not doing yourself a service or the people who are watching you by not addressing the difficult points of your argument. It removes your credibility, like you said. Yes. It takes away all credence from your argument mm -hmm. because you're not willing to address the inconsistencies, right? It's very difficult. It's very, very hard. It's not fun. It's very uncomfortable. This is the reality of this. You're being a shit-ass host by doing this. Yes. Well, you know, you're talking to your... Echo chamber. Yep. You're talking to your fans who only care about your opinion because Sanders they always agree with it. I mean, I'm not going to argue with it, but I love the fact that they, they chose the meme picture from this because all the adults are super jazzed about this new child labor law. And these three kids are sitting there like, I fucking hate my life. Yes. I have to, I have because they're being <laughs> used as pawns for this fucking yes, political picture. So not bad. because they're scared they're going to work too many no. hours. Because they're not. They're definitely not going to be. They're going to private school because they're, they're, their parents all work in fucking government. This young boy on the far right is saying, <laughs> my friends are playing football right now. And you drag me yeah, here. My dog's You're an out asshole. on the field and I'm dressed up in a goddamn tie <laughs> when I should be at school. I should be in PE right now, and I'm in a tie instead. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> the one day I'd rather fucking be at yeah. school. <laughs> it's field day, Mom. What the hell? When Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders signed a law repealing restrictions on 14- and 15-year-olds as a group of children appearing rather bereft looked on. We covered. I don't think any of those kids are 14. Because you know that one picture shows the span of an hour, yeah. right? It, it, it doesn't collect one singular moment. There isn't a thing as like a candid photo or a bad picture, right? <laughs> that doesn't exist. This is obviously exactly how these kids felt. Yeah. They didn't feel any other emotions, right? It's not the fact there's a fucking camera in their face. That has nothing to do with it. That they're fucking 8, 9, 10 years old, however yeah. they are. That has nothing to do with it. It's all about that they're scared that they're going to have to work more hours because this woman <laughs> removed restrictions, arbitrary restrictions on the amount of hours that they could work when yeah. they become of age, right? Oh the, again, arbitrarily set age that's why they're scared you're an asshole heard recently how iowa has gone even further a newly signed law brings us straight back to dickens with young teens working on assembly lines in meat coolers in construction and in industrial laundries and to circle back here and the worst to part about it no unions and there's no protective equipment they did nothing <laughs> at all it's straight straight back to dickens straight back to the f come on dog Come on, dog. We're going back to old school. This is the coal miner shit. This is industrial revolution. We are intentionally introducing them to cancerous things. That's right. Because we can. <laughs> Shut up. Because of corporate greed, obviously. Illegally employing literal 10-year-olds, one of the nope. main drivers. That's a lie.
That mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. a lie. She even already contradicted that. Point, yes, she that did. They weren't employed there. They are not illegally employing ten year olds. Two there is, minutes ago, there is a sh- <laughs> yes because I've been fucking going at this woman. <laughs> there there is a shitty parent who manages that McDonald's who made or asked or however their child worked there. Mm-hmm. They were not illegally employed by Bauer Foods. You're lying. You're mm. intentionally lying. You know uh, that this is not true, and you're still saying You it. just said the opposite two minutes ago. Come on, Crystal. First, behind these Even changes is you. the powerful National Restaurant Association, a giant lobby for big food interests, other including big McDonald's. Lobby. More Perfect Union basically got one of their lobbyists to admit that they wrote the draconian Iowa bill. The timing of this push to get kids into meat lockers and handling deep fryers, by the way, is no accident. For my entire life, employers had the upper hand. So it's draconian. It's a it's a draconian law, which do me a favor, Google draconian, right yes, because I'd like to know this because it just gets tossed around all the exceedingly time. harsh and very severe. It seems like it's subjective adjective, correct? Uh, absolutely, so because again, word. this is removing arbitrarily set restrictions for people who happen to be underneath the age of eighteen. Yes, and then so and the, so this draconian set of laws being the same repealed people that she, I'm sorry, is is pushing kids into the meat locker. Yep. Okay. The same people that she thinks, because she's she's argued for before, should be able to make decisions about their own sexual futures, right? <laughs> you can't aren't, make the decision they to work. Aren't old enough to choose whether or not how how many hours they can work. For fuck's sake! You're mature enough to choose whether or not you want to undergo so-called gender-affirming care, but you're not old enough to choose if you want to work more hours and make more money. No. You don't have that choice. You don't have that right. To choose and, and use your labor the way that you want. You only have the way, the right to choose what you do with your genitals. That's nice. <laughs> That's very consistent. That's super good, right? That's what I want to teach my kid. You have very limited things that you can choose, and your labor is not one of them. Mm-mm. Your actual physical output, what your body and you choose to do with, you have a certain amount of say over. You have say over your health care. That's how they and get with around workers it. in every single way. They could treat them as disposable. They could crush any fledgling union attempts. They could steal their wages, and they could pay them very little. Well, a lot of this is still going on, but now workers are starting to get a modicum of power back. They could pay them very little. Okay, so the same <laughs> the minimum wage. This dude, the same <laughs> the same federal group that's regulating the same thing you're bitching about also sets how much they get paid. <laughs> so no, I mean it's... if. A, <laughs> They can. I, this it's was more wild. than I bargained for. I, I couldn't. I couldn't write something this this inconsistent and feel comfortable coming out and reading it to you. No. I couldn't. I wouldn't do You'd it. You'd stop. Be like, wait a minute. I just, I just contradicted myself like three sentences ago. It's low. Labor market is tight. That gives individual workers more power on their own since they can leave an abusive, low-paying, or exploitative jobs with a higher level of confidence that they will be able to find something else. In fact, even as inflation continues to bite, there are some decently encouraging things happening for the lowest-wage workers. A working paper from the National Bureau of Economic Research finds that wages are rising quickest for the lowest-paid workers, and this trend has actually reduced inequality. That's a phrase I have not heard in my entire life. And it's happening. It's happening because they're able to choose what they want to do with their labor the same point that you just made they know they can go to another job there is no dearth of of employment right now i understand the unemployment rate is low we again we've talked about this long time ago right but there's a difference between the beyond people that are working which is called the labor force participation rate sure and the people who are collecting unemployment which is what the unemployment rate is right yep. and if we take a look at the last 
four years, right? Because COVID played a huge role in this. There were people that were able to be on unemployment for an exceedingly long time. Mm -hmm. Even after the the uh, increases and stuff like that went away, they still stayed on unemployment. So again, you can only be on it for so long that that percentage point has to go down eventually. It has to. Mm -hmm. That's the only way that it could go because we limit how much unemployment you can collect, yes. right? That number is going to go down. The labor force participation rate, participation rate is still fucking low. Yep. There isn't a dearth of jobs. There are jobs everywhere. And the reason people in low-wage positions are getting more money is because there are more jobs. And that's why you're starting $16, $17, $18 an hour at McDonald's. Because they don't have the bodies. That's why when you're 15 years old, you're 16 years old, and you're being paid $17 an hour to work at a McDonald's, it behooves you to work a few more hours. You're making a lot of money for 15 years old, for 16 years old. Mm -hmm. If you're 18, if you're making $18 an hour, that's a goddamn good wage for 16 years old. Yeah. I wonder if they... it, there's no question why they want to work more hours. They're making good money. They're, I, I started my first job at 1050. If I started at $16 an hour, I would have worked way more. I would have signed up for overtime way more. Oh, yeah. That's hey, a lot me. more money. Dude, you're being silly. You're, you're, I, I can't even think of like a, a metaphor for the type of argument that it's being made. It's just inconsistent. It's wrong. You're just pointing out different things and saying that they're all connected, but not talking about the underlying issues that support all of these things. Mm -hmm. It's, and I, I would venture a guess it's because she, it's sad and confusing to watch. It's because this is somebody in the white collar laptop class that has lost complete connection with any kind of blue collar work at just, all. It's, it's just been numbers. out the game for so long. Yeah, it's just numbers and it's just politics. That's all. That's all she's into. This trend has also shrunk the college wage premium. Retailers like Target and Walmart have been forced to hike wages in order to retain or attract the workers that they need to staff their stores. And obviously, they're not doing all of this out of the goodness of their hearts. But no, and they're also closing down stores at a record level, which is then, in turn, laying all those people off. Because people are stealing shit. Yeah, yeah. Rather than have to raise wages, big business would rather maintain their record-breaking profit margins and just find cheaper and more vulnerable labor. And that, of course, is where the kids come in. Record-breaking profit margins because things, the cost and price of things have gone up so high because of inflation. They're making more money than ever. Well, and let's, let's make sure to understand that any corporation out there that doesn't lose money that year made a record profit. Yes. That's that's how they do this thing. That's why, like every time, anytime anybody says, "Well, they're making record profits," you go, "Okay, so it's a successful corporation that's constantly in the black, right?" Which means they are always goes up every making, year because they <laughs> consistently invest in their own company and expand. That's that is what a corporation does. Period. Full stop. Every single time, they're always looking to be in the black at at the end of every quarter. That's. Those are record-breaking wages or uh, profits every single time, which is why she's never wrong, but she's in completely disingenuous right. because she's talking about something that is happening to essentially all businesses at all time. Yes. If you have a quarter where you are in the red, you have lost money and you will no longer be in business if that keeps up for much longer. Right. You have to make profit. Otherwise, you don't get to continue your business, which is something somebody like her in this 
little fucking echo chamber of the the white collar laptop class has no connection to. They have no idea. They just see the numbers. They those are bad people. You're stealing money from people. And you're not making the point you think you are when you say record breaking profits. That's because in in her world, like you said, none of these businesses would be making those profits, which mm-hmm. would lead to them force the federal government being forced to subsidize them because all these product companies that make things that we use every day, Mm -hmm. we need those items, right? We can't all of a sudden go without fucking toothbrushes or whatever the fuck, right? Any any random thing that is made by one enormous conglomerate company. Anything that's made by Honeywell because Honeywell makes goddamn everything, Everything. right? If Honeywell goes under, we we are, are the... Choices that we have in the market have now shrunk by ten percent because like, a whole company that, 3M? that precisely right. If these companies go under, because there's a ton of companies that are like that that just make all of all the, the products things. right. They it's go like the under base layer things that other companies yes. use to build other products. If right? they start to lose money, they will have to be subsidized by the federal government, which will grow them, which is precisely what she wants. Yep. So. Mm. You that's know. that's why that's the argument is because yeah. we want you to lose money so that you will be forced to request money and subsidization from the federal government. Yeah. And you in know, reality, the the Walmarts in Portland area, the reason they're closing their doors and shutting their closing the businesses down altogether, those locations are because they're not making money there. Right. They're losing money, which call that's cutting into their corporate profits. And so the reality is when they when you come after their corporate profit they go away to go if they're not making money there no more jobs no more jobs employers love child labor for the same reason today as they did 100 years ago kids are cheap they can be more easily manipulated and crucially they're less likely to form a union in fact it was the labor movement which successfully pushed the first federal child labor protections all the way back in the 1930s Photographer Lewis Hine traveled the country, <laughs> documenting kids in dangerous and horrible. She's not telling you this is actually a picture of the ten-year-olds working at McDonald's. <laughs> exactly. Horrible she's trying to make conditions. that point. This yeah, shocked these ones too. Horrified yeah. these, these America. These definitely aren't this... children who worked in fucking coal mines. Yes. Right. That's not what it is. Same these time, activists that, made the case the country that child labor was bad for everyone except big business. Direct correlation between. The horrific circumstances that brought on the child labor movements that she is promoting, mm-hmm. which I also support, right? Saying that these are the exact same thing. These are not the same thing. When the federal government has fucked your life over to where you have to work and it incentivizes you to work for a higher wage is not the same thing as no one can make any money at all because there is no regulation on business and we are literally being forced to buy and sell everything in this store owned by the same company who gives us money. Yep. That's not the same thing. Those are, <laughs> they couldn't be farther from the same thing. I like, uh, Bill said the children want to go back to the mines. Dude. I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now, you take those kids, you pluck them out of the fucking 1940s or 30s or whenever this was, and you... You're like, hey, man, would you rather, like, operate a cash register at this fast food joint? They'll be like, word. Do you know how much a coal miner makes? <laughs> like, a lot of money. They make if a lot of money. If you gave a 16-year-old the choice, do you want to work in McDonald's or do you want to work That's in a true. coal mine? For twice the amount of money, he'd probably, hey, I'll work in the coal mine. Mm-hmm. It sucks. My grandpa did it. My dad does it. But I'll do it. Oh, yeah. 
Same time, activists made the case to the country that child labor was bad for everyone except big business because it also depressed wages for adult workers. That was a compelling argument at the time as the nation was struggling through the Great Depression. Just Organi don't bring up illegal immigrant workers at that point. Don't bring that in nope. because that'll that'll work too well with the point you're trying God to make. This labor dude. made the success this of this multi-pronged effort possible. Now, in our current moment, unions have been beaten back. Union density is at historic lows. However, employers, especially those in the service you know sector, why? feel... You know why? It's because the unions steal money from you and yep. then turn their backs on you when you actually need something that yep. they tell you that they provide. That's a consistent story that I've heard from people who are part of unions. It is anecdotal. I will give you that. I will grant that. It totally... Mm -hmm. But there's, it's not just because business is bad that unions are going away. No. They're, they also exist to coerce the... Uh, the free market into raising prices yeah. for the consumer. Do you remember how long children didn't go to school for during COVID? That was because of a union. Yeah. That was because of the teachers union. We'll talk about that. This is nonsense. These are, this I got, is nonsense. I got some Randy Weingartner when, topics when today. When people who work with adults with disabilities are brought into the machinist union, eventually they don't stay there. Yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. So I think maybe the unions overgrew a little bit, you know, when they're like, we're the teamster. Like you said, we're just, we're a teamster. <laughs> we're teamster. Anybody can be a teamster. Yeah, bro. It's just a job. You got just a job. You're part of a crew, us. right? You don't employ yourself. Yep. You're part of a team. You're a teamster, Let's dog. Let's get it. Come on. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not against sweat. unions. I'm, I'm fucking, I am pro people collectively deciding what is best for them so long as they actually have a choice. So long as you're not coerced by that union to vote in favor of what they want which so so commonly happens now so long as you have a choice and you're all making that choice together i'm fucking fine with that this is good this is good i'm hitting two of my points today i got i'm pro child labor and i'm anti-union crushing it dude you know and then bring up uh i'm also pro cultural appropriation from what you were discussing earlier today i mean the list is good it's solid. <laughs> of potential unionization like they haven't in decades successful union drives at starbucks rei chipotle and elsewhere they have made fast food and retail a More real expensive. target the desire to avoid a union is another often overlooked reason and they that worked. big business prefers they worked right we talked about that those mm -hmm. places the unions are real they exist now mm -hmm. so uh, oh but they had to fight hard okay oh, oh no oh oh no you mean you had to fight for something that you wanted and you got it? I'm shocked by that. Shocked. I'm shocked. That shocked. That, I'm, I'm shocked that the corporation for that you worked for didn't willingly take money out of their own pocket and throw it at you. I can't fucking believe that. Yeah, money and the ability to control their own business. Right. I'm shocked. <laughs> no, I'm shocked by that. You took or away even their apparently autonomy. And, yep, I'm here for yep. it. I get it. In favor. Of, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Yep. In favor of yours. I understand. I okay. Year olds. All right. Now, if there's one thing I've realized in the past few years, it's that bad old ideas, they're never really dead. They're just dormant, waiting for a moment of opportunity to rear their ugly heads again. Like Whether communism. it's the post-Dobbs yeah. whores, women being forced to bleed out in a parking lot until they're near death before doctors will actually treat them, or do effort to trap spouses in unhappy or abusive marriages by rolling back no-fault divorce laws, or kids being sent to clean head splitters in meatpacking plants when they should be, they you know, doing term. homework and getting ready for school or just being kids. It? It's a term, bro. Like it's that's a what tool. It's, for, right? it's, it's a tool. That's what the whole thing is for. The right tool for the right job. Yeah. What's the call? A hacksaw, right? Should we not? That's a scary name. It's, it's, right? it's for hacking shit. Right. Butchers <laughs> use a hacksaw yeah. like all the time, right? Shouldn't be using that. And that's a scary thing. You yep. shouldn't be forced to hack animals apart in the back of a butcher shop. Like a savage. That's why we call it veal. 
because nobody likes torture Dude, baby cow. Come on, man. You know? <laughs> like you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. What's like they call it a, like a meat saw. It's just a hacksaw. That's all. It's the same thing. It's the same shit. Probably it's just, just a tool. A, yeah, maybe a, a slightly different blade. Yeah, know, a butcher's blade. Yeah, or something maybe. Like maybe that, yeah, you know? exactly. Almost guarantee a company has a, a market. I could still cut PVC pipe with it. <laughs> you could use a metal shit. saw blade and still cut through a bone with it. You could sure do can. that. <laughs> I don't like it. We must apparently remain ever vigilant to make sure that rights remain intact and that our fast food is not being served up by happy meal age Dog, children. She's actively, <laughs> I want to let her finish, she doing it. but she's actively trying to remove your rights as a family, as a cohesive unit to choose what is best for you. She's advocating for more government intervention to remove your guys' ability to control the amount of money and labor flow, right, the mm -hmm. transaction that happens in your household. That's what she just finished advocating for. And the and point she's talking she's... about how the federal government is trying to remove your rights. That's not true. She just made the counter argument in the last six minutes, 16 seconds. Yes. And she is consistently using the same argument that she destroyed herself in the first two minutes to she's continuing to hit on these happy meal age kids working at mcdonald's serving you food when she already said they weren't hired there they're not getting paid to do that they're there with their parents you got a problem with that you take it out with their parents these days nothing is sacred this story um, has sparked a national outcry just because of the tender age of just these they're youth. so young. Yeah. Hey guys, ready? I'm surprised. I really thought you were on. Me like too. I thought that she I was, was going to. I was very disappointed because that's the only legitimate point. Yeah. I think that's the would be the only consistent argument is that like and it's she so didn't fucked. Even do it. It's so fucked that we're in a state. The country is so bad that this parent has to take their child to work. <laughs> yep. <laughs> didn't mention it didn't even mention didn't just mention glossed it. over it because that i mean yeah. that's the central that is the core of her narrative she dismissed it so she lied about it right off the bat and about two minutes in she said well that's not real but then here's all these other things that are going to rely solely on the point that i just negated right right off the bat that's that's got uh, Fuck, dude. that's got Kyle Kalinsky written all over it. That was bad. That was, that was real super bad. bad. That was... And you guys, that was off the cuff. <laughs> that was off the cuff. That was unprepared. That was bad. <laughs> Neither of us saw that at no. all. <laughs> well, we got another clip for this week. <laughs> we do. God damn. Oh, that's a good one. That was breaking Ooh. down breaking points. Jesus Christ. Good Lord. What do you got here? Um, that's for later. You don't oh, okay. get to see that yet. The, you know the. Football club Wexham, Wrexham, W R E X. No, okay. There's a always sunny in Philadelphia crossover in this, and we're gonna get a few Is layers this the one deep that in they that. Own? Yes, because one of them, Rob and like no, 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 no. no more talking Don't about worry. it. We'll talk about it later. But I'm right about that, yes. right? Okay, you're on point. And right. there's just there's layers to this that okay, I think cool. are perfect for the grab bag. I um, love that show. It's always sunny. I oftentimes it's, I can't believe it's still going. I forget. Yeah, like when I'm I, not. I haven't watched it for so long. I'm like, there's still more shit coming out. Yeah, it's I all know. on Hulu. It's I'm always tempted, in my recommended. I'm tempted sometimes to ask you for your passwords, but I know that I would. There's like 17 seasons or whatever. Like that's it's a rabbit a hole. Lot. I don't know that I can even jump down again. It would ruin your life. But if, for those of you who are relatively <laughs> new to the show, the first like, 
I don't know, 90 episodes or something like that, we ended the show with a random line yes. from It's Always Sunny, and it took that long for someone to find out what the show, like, what the line was <laughs> from. years. And that was the deal. It was like, whoever finds out what this is from, I'll give you a free t-shirt. And it was yeah. our friend Haley who was on the show. Yeah. Like, like, a few episodes later, she was listening. She's like, is that from Always Sunny? I was like, God damn it. Yes. What the fuck? But she was right. Yeah. And that was getting tough. Sometimes I would forget. And yeah, I'd have man. to text Jordan and be like, yo, I don't have a line. You have to watch It's Always Sunny and give me one. And she would. She sent me two or three. And I'd be like, yeah, okay, that one's good. Perfect, that one's good. Perfect. But go oh, back God. to the OGs and go to the very end. Very um, end. There's some pretty golden endings there. Mm -hmm. So if I recall correctly, one of our listener requests today was about uh, border stuff, right? Yes. So let's shout out Bronson. Yes, shout out Bronson who likes action. Yes. Uh, so let's do border stuff. Okay. Title forty two is coming to an end. That's the that's, correct. That's like the lead on this yeah. one. Who in like five days, huh? So yeah, title forty two eleventh, I believe, is a COVID era policy that had to do or had to do with COVID. That because of the public health emergency, we weren't accepting any immigrants the way that we were before. We were turning people away, and that coincided, I believe, with like the weight in Mexico policy. Yes, right? because it was specifically asylum seekers. Yes. Um, so in this NPR article, because I figured they'd give the, the, the most charitable interpretation of what yes. Title 42 is now, because even though it's a Trump-era policy, the Biden administration has adopted it wholeheartedly yeah. because it's been their, their only fallback. Even though they both called it like fascist or authoritarian. I'm sure or, Draconian you know, was in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I know for sure that Kamala Harris did. And then she mm -hmm. went to the border and was like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, this is what we're doing. I got near the border. Joe Biden, We've same been to the thing. Border. Yeah, this okay. is a human rights abuse. That's yes, what it was. Yes. This is a human rights abuse. This is a tragedy. They can't yep. be doing this, right? And it's worth mentioning that... It, we mentioned the asylum seekers because that seems to be like quote that's like the problem area right as far as immigration goes there's the legal immigration side of it people just coming over through the border through not in a checkpoint and then there are the mm -hmm. people and this is like republicans always talk about this conservatives talk about this a lot people that come here are able to apply for asylum go to maybe their first court date they're given like a cell phone and some money and some other shit. And mm -hmm. then they're told the, the lines are so long for, you know, the roles for the courts are so long that it can take months for them to come back for their second court date. And they're told, do what or, you do. Or we'll over, see you over a year. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Do what you do. We'll see you at your next court date. And then don't mm -hmm. show up. Well, they gave us a contact number. Yeah. That was definitely provided by a cartel member. Yes. Because this is not human trafficking at all. And most of the, like the illegal immigration that crosses not at a checkpoint or doesn't do anything like that, they'll cross over and then try to claim asylum. Yes. And then there were, a, there were essentially at that point, various avenues of asylum that you could use at that point to get in. But, and, and then again, it's the same thing. It's like, okay, well, phone number, we'll, yeah. we'll see ya, it's you. It's rarer know? for people to sneak in and then just stay completely under the radar the yeah. whole time. Yeah. Um, they will, like you're saying, they'll, they'll cross. And then the first person they see, they'll say, I'm apply. I need asylum. Like I yeah. need asylum. And that just starts the process. That's all they have to do yeah. to begin the process. Yes. And in and NPR's case, words, title 42, which allows the U S to reject asylum seekers without a hearing is set to end May 11th. So that was the big thing about title 42. It was just, Nah, go back, wait over there. We'll we'll talk about you when we get to you, yeah. right? So President Biden is sending troops to the border in anticipation of an increase in asylum seekers there. Which certainly because leads you to believe there's going to be like troops on the border with guns, you know? And that's, that's not... That's not what's happening. No, they're going to be paper pushing. Uh -huh. 
At least that's what they're saying. Supposedly. Um, no apprehensions, no law, no like uh, not in a law enforcement capacity. That's not why they're supposedly not why they're being sent there. Yeah. So Biden admin to send 1500 troops to southern border for support roles ahead of expected migrant surge. Yeah. So they're already assuming that as soon as dropping Title 42, there will be another influx. Again, there'll be another wave of migration that comes across and they need some backup as far as pushing papers through, which I think is asinine because you already, that's not the choke point at the funnel. Right. That's, I mean, you're creating a new choke choke point by allowing all those extra people to just come in and, and claim their asylum seekers, whether yes. they are or they aren't, you never, you know, they know the cartel trains people exactly what to say, the right way to say it, how to do it, all this good stuff. So they have the best case to come in. Because there's no real fucking investigation. You can't do that. You're going to go down to Guatemala or El Salvador and investigate this person's case to see if they're a real fucking, you know, right. under threat back home. There's no fucking way you're going to be able to figure any of that. That's no, all no. nonsense. Especially it's 100% nonsense. You're going to do a background check on right. somebody from a foreign fucking country. Right. With not a real address, you know. A house it, with yeah. no number. Exactly. I know. That we essentially installed most of the governments down there, yeah. but we're not on good we're not on good relations anymore. Yeah, when um, there's a general like when people are dying all the time there because of gang violence, it's yeah. like well, it's hard to argue that you're not in direct threat because people mm -hmm. just get fucking randomly shot on your street all the time. You know, that's true. But but yeah, what the same you... goes for people on Rainier Ave. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> it sure does. We care about some gun violence and not others. Yep. Uh, let's see here. So the Biden administration making plans to send an additional 1,500 active duty troops to the U.S.-Mexico border in anticipation of influx of migrants. When National two, Guard, right? Yes, National Guard. Um, Title 42, Public Health Authority expires next week, blah, blah, blah. The U.S. military has long provided support to the Department of Homeland Security on the border, and a surge of personnel to the area is not unprecedented. Currently, there are approximately two thousand five hundred national guard troops Damn, on the bro. border already so we're going up to four that's we're going up to four grand now. that's because anytime the conservatives say they want to give more money to cbp the democrats are like y'all are fucking authoritarian that's right you're just trying to shove people out the country and they're like no we have stacks of actual literal paperwork in the corners literal stacks like <laughs> actual paper because we have no computers yes we have no they, computers it's too hot they do turn <laughs> they, off they, they do this overheat all the yeah, time bro you use paper <laughs> down there we're, we're basically in mexico okay yeah. let's be realistic i here. literally need someone to run paper from one building to another <laughs> i don't i actually need someone to do that <laughs> we need broadband internet down here okay we can't be <laughs> give us something dude these these sprint air cards that yeah. we're plugging into the usbs are just yeah. not doing it anymore <laughs> and never mind the fact that we get all this paperwork done and we'll send it to the doj or yeah whatever right. the system of judges involved in immigration courts we'll send it all to them and then our stacks will be lower, but their stacks will be higher. And then it's not our fault anymore. Then it's a problem with the judicial system. Because you also don't want more judges. Can't do that. Can't do that. There's too many Republicans in power these days. So they'll get all the judges in. You guys know that we're actually in favor of comprehensive immigration reform. We've talked about this so many times. It's like sad to watch. It's so bad. Yeah, but it's literally the same story every time. Yeah. That they don't actually care about this. Neither side actually cares. No. This one and abortion are like super convenient issues to be used as political like volleyballs you, you know, can't solve the problem no. because then there's no problem to get shit people riled yes. up about this 
this we've talked about a thousand times. The problem stems with the original fucking Flores agreement during the Obama administration and the massive influx of migrants that have come ever since that day. Yeah, because and the the system is fucked up because now we have multiple points of government involved here. You've got a legal case that says you can't do this, but then you've got legislation or you have regulation that says this is how you do it, yeah. and the two collide against each other. And then when everybody sees kids separated from their parents, hanging out in fucking cages down there, everybody gets all upset when you realize it's been this way for over a decade now? Yeah, every president since Flores has done this. Yep. Obama, Trump, and we've seen Biden do it as well. They That's put, right. They put the kids in cages. It's, they've all done it. Yep. They're and then, all doing it. And then without any kind of verification or anything like that, they take the kids with the fucking slavery armbands on and they ship them out to wherever the cartel wants them to go. Yep. And then they, it's indentured servitude all around. Because as Crystal just told us, children are very easy to coerce and scare into doing shit that they don't want to do. Yep. So, The majority of children crossing the southern border are there because they're being trafficked. Yeah. Period. You know, the Mayorkas, there was a video, I think we, I don't know if we showed it or not at one point, but it was Ted Cruz giving Mayorkas the business about the fucking bracelets. And he had no idea what they were. And so, <laughs> and Ted Cruz has more or less just learned about this. Yeah. Um, that's why he's talking about it. He's and that's why he's hot about it. And then he's like, all these colors that they wear are, they have different meanings. The little codes on them, their fucking phone number that's a, that's written on there. Yeah. It's, it, it goes, it's a phone number. It's that phone number for a reason because it belongs to this particular network of cartels. Yes. I mean, it's, the family member that they're saying they have this phone number belongs to is actually yes. a fucking cartel member. It is a thousand percent. Yes. So, because, and this, whatever, but when, when you bow, both of your last names are Flores, what the fuck are you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're going to be like, no, he's not actually my, he's not actually your uncle. And how I'm the like, fuck are you going to verify it? If you're in the cartel, you can definitely get, you know, some fake paperwork that says uh -huh. what your name is. I got like, an ID. Yeah. This is my this is birth certificate. I came Word. here with it, but I lost him on the way. Like, yep. I have his papers. Dude, he's stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. Um, That's how you know these people don't live here. Yeah. Because you talk to someone on the border and they're like, you know, this is actually exactly how it happens. Like, I'm, I live in Texas, and mm -hmm. this is exactly how it's done. Like, I've seen it be done in my yard. Yeah. Yeah, the people were like, this is terrible. <laughs> like, I know, I know. Just whatever you do. Don't get a gun. Don't get in a gunfight with them because mm -hmm. if you kill one of them, you'll go to jail. Yeah, mm, it has happened. Well, that's all right. That's all right because we're sending troops down there. Some more troops down there. We'll get up to four thousand down there to help out Mr. Mayorkas. And uh, when asked about it, these are his comments. This guy's a rat. Let's take it on. And the plans that are in place, obviously, for majority Venezuelan migrants that was expanded to Haitian, Cuban, and Nicaraguan migrants. Why isn't that policy being enforced right now? Many of the migrants I'm meeting along the streets of Brownsville are swimming in between the ports of entry. As you have mentioned, if that happens, they're supposed to be returned. They're not being returned, and they're single adults without family here. Why is that happening? Now, in particular, she's talking about the added countries to essentially the non it's it's like the pre title 42 being repealed thing yes uh, much more like nicaragua and el salvador and all that they they were added back onto this list that they were once removed from for basically an automatic turnaround yeah and they're still here they're in texas right now and they're not attached with the family why are they here this this program you have 
that was implemented a while ago. It's not working because these people are here right now. And they're on the streets in right. Brownsville, Texas. And they're on the streets in El Paso, Texas. Everywhere along the southern border, they are there. That's why she's asking in particular about the individual adults because yes. the, that's what we're talking. That's why we were talking about children because yes. that's kind of that ties that's to like the Flores you, that's, agreement. That's stuff. what gets your foot into the door. Yeah, yeah, that's how you can help make that asylum claim, and mm -hmm. that's why the children are so often used to traffic people is because individual coyotes or different members of whatever organization can bring mm -hmm. a child with them, and that helps their asylum claim. Yep. Yeah, oftentimes. We have to take care of children according to this Florence agreement. No, yes. Yeah. Um, what's that guy's name? He's a Gonzo reporter. Been on Timcast a bunch. Uh, it's like Jorge or Gonzalez. Jorge Gonzalez, maybe? Jorge Ventura? Ventura? Could be. Um, he Drew goes down. Hernandez? Drew Hernandez. That's who I'm thinking of. Jesus Christ. Um, but there's a gang of people down there doing this shit. But him in particular, he did a, tons of great videos on this when he was down there. And he would... He found that oftentimes, so a, a family unit would be coming up, either a mother and father with their kids or one of the parents with their kids or whatever, and they'd be coming up with a uh, coyote from the cartel that would bring them all the way up, and then you get to, you get to the line of scrimmage, and it goes, okay, well, here's how this is going to work. I can guarantee you that your kid will get in because I'm going to take them in. I'm going to say they're mine and I will ensure that they get in. Yes. And then you two just, you make it, you make it across when you can. I've taught you all the skills. You have the training, make it over there and then we'll reunite with their kids. But little do you know, it's not how it works. Cause I'm already right. getting rid of your kid. And then I'm going to bring you guys in. If you want any chance of reunification, you're going to come work for us now until your debt is paid off. And then, then we'll, reunite you with your kid, which talk does about, not happen. Talk about indentured servitude. Yeah. So um, uh, I think uh, you are actually um, mistaken because the parole process for Cubans, Haitians, Nicaraguans, and Venezuelans that we first announced and implemented on January 5th is uh, underway and continues uh, to be underway. And we so it started in January. It's just it's not working. Yes. We continue. Trust your lying eyes. Yeah, the yeah, things yeah. you've seen are actually not real. The policy is there. Yes. And we are turning them around, even if you have seen them in these yeah. towns. Yeah. Don't ask. Don't, don't believe your lying eyes. If I may. If I may. It does. And if I may, we continue uh, to parole individuals of those four nationalities when they qualify under the program uh, that we established and announced. And that requires a sponsor here in the United States to ensure that those individuals have financial stability and they are able to arrive in a safe and orderly way. That in, is indeed underway. And we continue. And we con So in other words, they're working with cartel members to ensure that their trafficking can be completed. That's how the vast majority of this is working. Continue to expel Cubans, Haitians, Nicaraguans, and Venezuelans. The number of Venezuelans that we've been able to expel has actually diminished over the past two weeks. The cause of that is a very complicated one. We've sat down with uh, the Mexican government and those expulsions, and of course, in a post-Title 42 environment, those removals will continue. And that is why the message is so important that people, vulnerable people, are receiving false information they are being lied to that if they come and arrive at our border, that they can stay in the United States. That is not what the law provides. That is not the consequence that we will deliver.
But you are already. Even though that's the reality of the situation. <laughs> it's like, bro, that's, that's what's happening. I hate to tell you this. I know you like to live in this world where, you know, well, we have policy that's in place and, you know, we're doing these things. No, you're not. You might be doing them on a minute scale. But yeah, we turned around some people because they came here. But all the other people that we didn't catch... They're on the streets right now. Yeah. I don't know what you want to do here, man. Well, it's the same deal as like, well, this was a gun-free zone. You know? <laughs> yeah. People people follow the laws. If we if we, if we we make all yeah. these guns illegal, then no one's going to get shot anymore. Yeah. It's, it's the same deal. thing. We have we have the laws in the books. How could someone possibly get a, a new firearm and use it in a crime? Because we have laws against that. Yeah, it's illegal. It's ridiculous. Come on. We it's, banned them. You can't have that here. Don't be stupid. That's, have you, did you see the... Tim Cla- the Tim Cast clip with from the the fiasco episode where um, oh, Tim makes me. the point about like meth in a pregnant woman. Uh, yes, and he'll make a well, meth is illegal anyway, so it's right, like, same shit. You no, know, that yeah, we know you have laws and policies on the books, but they're not working. No, obviously. Also, also the place that they were all wrong, right? Is it's not illegal this is my understanding to use narcotics possession of them is illegal sale of them is illegal to be acting a fool in public is illegal to be high is not illegal if you smoke meth in your house Mm -hmm. and then go sit in the park and you tell a cop i'm high on meth he cannot arrest you you're not doing anything wrong you're not acting a fucking fool. You're not endangering anybody. Yeah. You're high on meth. I'm just here. I'm just chilling. It's not illegal Watching to do pigeons. that drug. It's illegal to be in possession of it, to sell it, to you know, to have the, the paraphernalia. Those yes. things are illegal. It's not illegal to do meth. <laughs> That's not true. Ask all the kids on Adderall. Yeah, it is child endangerment if you do it when you are pregnant. That is true. It's illegal to do it when you're pregnant. Yes. But not you and I could, okay, we couldn't do it on this stream, but we could smoke meth right now and then go and do something. Yeah. That's I'm, not illegal. I'm not trying to do that, though. I'm not, neither am I. <laughs> that sounds like a rough the idea. The point being, that's not illegal. That's not nope. true. That is not true. But every step you took to get high was illegal. There was a, a law that, yes. It's, Schroding, it's, it's Schrodinger's law. Yeah. That's that's the whole thing. You you can't be high because if you did if you are high, right. you got high because you were in possession of it. Yes. You have paraphernalia on it. You bought it from somebody. Yeah. That's, it's Schrodinger's yeah. law. That's yeah. that's what I'm going to call that now. Schrodinger's law. So uh, yeah, border. It's not great. It continues to get worse, as yes. per the usual. It will continue to get worse. And I um, had some articles for the Chinese oh, crossing right. the border. That's my bad, right? Because that's specifically what Bronson asked about. But uh, I remember the numbers that there have been 4,300 or so Chinese nationals that have crossed the, the southern border in the last five months. Let's see here. He's, he's our lovely friend Axios again. We'll just pull something up here. Inside yep. the boom in Chinese migrants at the southern border. God damn it, I'm good. Oh, shiza. It's like three times as many as this period last year. God damn. Why it matters, Donovan. Tell me yes. why it matters while I go pee. It, it matters for <laughs> a, some of a lot of the same reasons. Some of a lot of. Some of a lot. Yeah, of. some of the same reasons that we were discussing with the immigrants or the illegal immigrants that are coming from other countries, right? There is, in my personal opinion, an increased concern with Chinese nationals because of how 
prominent the CCP is and how much control they have over people's lives. And many, if not most, of these immigrants coming from China are doing so or saying they're doing so to flee the Chinese government. They're fleeing retribution for having doing something. They're fleeing just overall subjugation by the Chinese government. They are uh, fleeing the CCP because it's a horrific regime to live underneath. But my increased concern would be we have, and we've talked about on the show many times, there are Chinese spies, spies from the CCP operating within this country on a day-to-day basis. They have worked themselves all the way up to the bedrooms of federal representatives. We have also seen them the in, of rep- in <laughs> maybe the hotel rooms of, you know, of federal representatives. Um, we're talking about swallow. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, we've also shown conclusive evidence multiple times of Chinese nationals, Chinese spies working their way into the university systems to implant Marxist ideology in a direct attempt to destroy our government and the people, the citizens that live here. And steal research properties, too. 100%. So there's a lot of concerns, especially as tensions arise with the CCP. A lot of extra concerns with Chinese nationals coming here in particular, and this number specifically. Yeah, some of them. It's a lot of goddamn people. It's a lot of goddamn people. It's a huge increase, really, is, I think, the biggest. That's the biggest concern, yeah, Yeah. is, like, where, why is this all happening now? And, I mean, if you look at the, the, I don't know how you want to put that, but, like, the, like, the come down on the illegal Chinese CCP police stations. Yeah, around the country. I mean, big ass cities. I would highly doubt that the increase does not. It's not unrelated. I would assume it's not completely unrelated to that. We can't have them in uniform. We'll just send them in plain clothes. Yeah. Or. Is it maybe that the CCP is getting so authoritarian that people are trying to flee? Yeah. I don't know. It's probably both. It's probably both. Yeah, it's because probably both. It's, it's getting rough there. Like there, by all accounts, it's getting rough to live in China. The yeah. prosperity is starting to run out. Yeah, um, and yeah, I would sure. imagine that starts at the bottom. You know, in many cases, the fish rots from the head down. But I think in this type of backwards economic system they live in, the people who are at the bottom are going to get fucked way before the people oh, at the top. Yeah. So if that's who you are, if you're kind of an everyday citizen that is maybe a lower party member or not a party member at all. Your life is going to get shitty really fast. Oh, yeah. Really, really fast. Generationally shitty. Yeah. Yeah, and if you got kids, you know, it's the same deal as coming from any other country in the South or South America. That's Yeah. I got a kid. Why would I want to raise my child in a place that I'm scared to die in? Yeah. They will continue to be scared to die if they live here. Yeah. Man, that's a... And you think about all the other places you could go to if you were like a Chinese national that wanted to escape somewhere yes like I, I i don't know if this would be the spot i would go to first you know what i mean it seems like the United states yeah i don't know because when you look in the vicinity if of i was China, chinese i would try and go to europe i would try and make yeah. my way to the eu yeah you know by way of like turkey or something like yeah. that. yeah i don't know what type of rules and regulations they have on chinese nationals in particular but that seems like what I would do is try and. But it would also be very difficult. You get across the desert, but it would also be really difficult to get there because the CCP's Belt Road Initiative is so expansive throughout the entirety of the Middle East, Northern Africa, Central Europe. I mean, 
Yeah, it might be easier just to come over here, to be honest, <laughs> get away from the CCP spread. I mean, even like Laos and, and Vietnam and stuff like that, they're, they're all pretty tight with the CCP, too. I mean, they put out the bulletin and say, hey, these people are on the run, and we think they're in your country. You're right. getting nabbed up, and right. you ain't going to like the end. Hey. So why does Axios say it's important? It's another example of people from well beyond the Americas seeking refuge refuge in the U.S. through the southern southwestern border and reflects an ongoing backlash to Chinese President Xi Jinping's harsh domestic policies. Hey, there you go. Um, quote, so in the word, so the word is out, right? Rep. Vincent Gonzalez, a Texas border Democrat, told Axios, if, quote, if you can get to the southern border, you have a pretty good shot at getting in. And it has changed the demographics. So it's just so much easier now, according to this representative. It's just so much easier now that it's just a wider target. You're getting a wider demographic of people that know how much easier it will be than it was. So let's just try it now, if that makes sense. Right. Um, let's see this one. When they made the same argument when Donald Trump was in office before Title 42, um, I don't remember what the regulation was, but it was when the fucking when there was like the caravan that was coming. You know, they're mm -hmm. like they're coming now because of. Uh, I wish I could remember what the circumstance was, but it was the same. There's yeah. always a reason. Yeah, there's like, always now a reason the time. now. Uh, but here's another angle. Actually, I didn't really think about this, but when you think about the amount of fentanyl that is coming over the southern border, right? Yes, it all originates from China. Yep, you're making business relations with the cartels. It would not surprise me if you're going to be sending Chinese nationals over here that are involved with that trade Ooh, to okay. work, work closer, get hired on, contracted maybe with the cartels, yeah. all this kind of stuff. That could definitely be a, an aspect of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it certainly could. They're going to get in bed with that those criminal organizations Chinese that they're doing business yeah, with. Yeah, Chinese government's slinging a hell of drugs. Bro. Mad drugs. Same thing Just in North Korea. Just don't have them on you in the country, yeah. otherwise we'll shoot you. Same thing as in North Korea. Um, oh, yeah. That's, I used to know some people that did some... It was some blow? Some black market Valium that... Or Xanax. It was Xanax. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it came in a liquid form. It wasn't a bar. It was in a Whoa. liquid form. I and just recently realized that Xanax comes in like bars. Yeah. I had so no idea. yeah, you're supposed to like you're supposed to break them, you yeah. know. Um, and so this the story of this particular concoction that they were taking that now we're all pretty sure was fucking Rufinol, um, <laughs> because yeah. they would. I never did it because um, that was like. I think right around the time that we were getting ready to have kids, and I was like, I can't be doing this shit, I'm you not know. Doing but, this. but I had many I'm friends. Fucking with my sperm count. I had many friends that did it, and they lost entire days. Like oh. they would do it in the morning and then lose the whole day, and then wake up the next day and be like, I literally don't remember anything I did the next day. That's not good. And the story of it was that this was like a runoff from the production of it in China. And oh, it, it came over in you know cases. <laughs> And that's like how you're getting seed oils annex is what you're yeah, getting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. Yes. People so, will do anything to get fucked so up. So that bro. shit happens all the time, you know. That's not. Yeah, bro. they were doing bars, but Xanax is expensive. You know, yeah. I never bought it, so I don't know exactly how much. But Xanax is expensive, especially if you're buying whole bars. So. Yeah. It's expensive, and it's probably one of the most commonly used drugs in America. Yeah. Everybody be on Xanax, bro. Yes. Like a lot. People love it. At, and it's fucking terrible for you. It's an SSRI. Right. The, not good to be just 
you know, like recreationally or passively popping Xenex all fucking day. Because you know what's going to happen is one day you're not going to be able to get off of it. Yeah. That's how that shit works. Ask fucking JBB how well that went. I've taken not tons, great. tons of pills, but I've never taken Xanax before. And fuck, man. I'd never be taking a pill ever, in the, especially Dude. these days. Especially these days. I'm, I, I do not exaggerate when I say this. When we, me and my friends, look back on the combination of things that we did. Surprise, you're alive. I am shocked that we are alive. Yeah. The amount of times that we took like two or three oxys and then split a fifth of fucking something oh i mean i couldn't count them on my fingers and toes i mean dozens of times and the fact that we all woke up the next day every single time is shocking i mean it's truly surprising that none of us had a time where we even like overdosed or like nothing yeah nothing we all just this just what we were doing i mean uh, yeah there was a time in high school I dated one girl for a super long time. A super long time. It was like a year and a half or whatever. But it's a super long time in for, high school, for yeah, that age, yeah. yeah. And then when we broke up, I Multiple just went grades? on. Shit. I just went on a tear. You know, there was probably a month. I knew the count at one point, but it was like Whoa. over a month of of days that I drank every single day in a row. And in that time, I also was doing. I mean, any pills that I could get my hands on. I had a couple friends that were, like, tapping into the system and just getting anything they could mm-hmm. get from their doctors. Mm-hmm. And so they were selling everything. I mean, from wild shit, gabapentin and Dilaudid, like, a heavy, heavy, heavy muscle relaxers, antipsychotics, crazy things that were just taken. I'm buying from someone and just throwing down the goal like it wasn't anything. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy, yeah. And I don't like. Obviously, I don't fuck with that shit anymore. You yeah. know, I don't do because and it's just. It's. I was saying, if you were doing that five years ago, you would be dead. Yeah, because that's well, a couple of years ago, really. Whenever the fentanyl thing really hit, yeah, I was high school, so that's that would, yeah. When we were like, we were doing it so much that we were only buying. Not that it's any better, but we were only buying pills from people that had prescriptions. You mm-hmm. know, we didn't have like pill dealers outside of people that we knew that were getting them. Yeah, but, you just had friends that had a hookup. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, that had prescriptions, but they didn't actually need them. You know, they mm-hmm. got they had gotten it for whatever reason. And I had one friend that I mean. He had probably 10 prescriptions for different antipsychotics and stuff because he just had convinced different doctors that these things were happening. Yeah. And then was with us and was like, that's totally fine. Yep. Like and he's not paying anything for them pills because the parents are. And then I'm just well, making cash on money. state insurance. Oh, yeah, that's all those people that I knew that sold them like that were on state insurance. And so they so the no one paid it. for them anyway. You hmm. know, yeah. Well, we paid for I didn't pay for them. I was also a child. But well, I, did, I paid dollars. Yeah. So actually, I did pay. You for did them. Pay Someone did yeah. pay for <laughs> those right. bills. And it was me, me and my mom. <laughs> she didn't know it. But it's true. She was a paying portion, and that's so right. were you. That's right. <laughs> that's really funny. That's the underground economy at work. Yeah, on different levels, too. Oh, yeah. I like it. Yeah, no, it's a crazy thing, um, and that proliferation of that stuff really scares me because I know from experience like how easy it is to get. Oh yeah, know? and it was only, easy in my day too. And I only know from growing up how easy it is to fucking die from doing that. Yeah, you know, and like I say it truly shocks me that none of us ever had any type of incident. Yep. You know, it's it's crazy. It's really, really insane. And I don't know if it just speaks to how much other drugs we were doing at the time that we were like, we were, you know, had some horrible baseline of 
yeah. of toxicity. This is where we're existed, at. Right? <laughs> we're like, it's fine. You Just know? keep a baseline, bro. But, it's fine. Yeah, no. This we is were... all about tolerances. <laughs> I remember taking it, but I don't remember what I took, but sitting in someone else's car after I took pills and where I was like, uh, our friend Emily's car, so it was a Honda. It was like a, like a Honda Civic. And sitting in the back seat in between other people, and I was super fucked up, and they're drinking beers. And I wasn't drinking just because I was so fucked up on these pills. And I was like, I want to go home. I want to go home. I want to go home. Over and over and over and over and over. And just wore them down. Just irritated them to the point they were like, oh, my God, we will take you home. Just you shut the fuck up. You can't fucking hang. Yes. Get out of here. I was just so fucked up on pills. Yeah. So that's that's the border. That's the border. That's the border, dude. That's the border. And that's where we're at. <laughs> <laughs> now we'll break your brain with some a trip down memory lane. The Walensky piece. Let's, huh? let's do it. Our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that, that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick, um, and, and that it's not just in the clinical trials, but it's also in real-world data. Well, the no. woman who brought you that is officially out She's at the out. CDC. Baby, Rochelle Walensky, courtesy of TimCast.com. Published by none other than the great and powerful Hannah Claire Bremelow. Do you by think the way. that she goes to the board of a pharmaceutical <laughs> company now that she's done being the CDC Say, director? Which one? Right. That's that'll be the question. I wonder how long she's supposed to wait because I'm sure there's some type of legal period where like you can't immediately go and work for the pharmaceutical. Maybe there isn't. I don't know. I'm don't sure. Know. Like I have some type of faith because there's some government. kind of thing about like elected representatives. I right. don't know about you know appoint you know cabinet level appointees like this but um i will tell you let's say for example let's just say benefit the doubt you can't she can't go work for maybe a five-year period in america right she'll go work for astrazeneca she can be a consultant yeah 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 that's exactly what she's gonna do i'm a consultant yeah so i'm an outside i have my own consulting firm walensky and co (sighs) it'll be W strategies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to have some type of you know name that doesn't sound like it's for her. Yeah, but... W. Yeah, we'll call it the Wall Strategies. Right. Or the Sky Strategies. Yeah. We'll do that. That'll be R- the RW Foundation. <laughs> some fucking shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The Institute for. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's... Yes. Oh, oh okay. my god, that's the real bed. What type of in like a uh, like. Uh, corporation or whatever is she going to set yes. up? You know, just what type of group? Yeah, okay, everybody gonna... fucking right. Hawkeyes on Walensky now because an institute this or, is going to go oh, fucking so somewhere. Good. That's so good. All right, so I don't want to do Hannah Claire. I don't want to do her bad, so I'm going to read some of her article at least instead of just talk about her headline. All right, because I'm sure Tim probably made sure the headline was what it was he wanted it to be. But um, so yeah, Rachel Walensky resigns as CDC director. The national COVID-19 public health emergency expires next week. This was, uh, yeah, cause that'll expire on the 11th along with title 42. I'm out. Um, so the center for disease control and prevention announced director Rochelle Walensky will step down at the end of June. Walensky joined the agency officially as its 19th director in January, 20th, 2021 at the time the United States was, excuse me, Almost a year into the COVID-19 pandemic, quote, Dr. Walensky has saved lives with her steadfast and unwavering focus on the health of every American, said President Joe Biden uh, in a May 5th press release. As a press release should be confirmed is very different than a press conference. This yes. is something from the White House press office that just comes out as a statement. 
Um, as director of the CDC, she led a complex organization on the front lines of a once-in-a-generation pandemic with honesty and integrity. She never lied at all, like we just showed you. Before uh, this, it was Redfield, right? Uh, yes, yes, it was Redfield before he had to... Yeah, you got to go away. Buddy. As soon as Biden came into office, because he would have been sworn in, I think, on like the 21st or something like that. Or it had to be before this. So maybe like the 11th or the 18th of, of 2021, because yeah. the election yes. happens in November yep, of 2020. Yep, yep, yep. He's inaugurated in January of 2021. So yep. immediately when immediately. he gets into office, I'm putting he gets my guy rid in. of Redfield, puts in Walensky. Yep. When I wouldn't be surprised if he resigned. Most Redfield. of them stepped yeah. down at the end of their, you know, their president's term, whatever. But um, let's see, da, 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 to protect all Americans. Yep, yep, yep. In, in addition to responding to the COVID-19 National Health Emergency Declaration, Walensky led the federal agency as it responded to the outbreak of monkeypox. The illness was detected for the first time outside of Africa, in Europe and North America in spring of 2022, largely among communities of gay and bisexual men. Over three years of enacting federal emergency powers in response to the global outbreak of COVID-19, the government terminated its national emergency declaration on April 10th. The action formally recognized the end of the COVID-19 pandemic, although many restrictions in, on travel and person, personnel con personal conduct had already been lifted by individual states. The WHO, World Health Organization, um, trademark CCP followed suit on May 5th, calling COVID-19 an established and ongoing health issue with no longer con that which no longer constitutes a public health emergency of international concern. So that's back on uh, yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yesterday, they said it's over. Um, the federal COVID-19 emergency is set to expire May 11th, which, of course, makes sense because why would it not be on the 5th? Um, the end of COVID-19 public health emergency marks a tremendous transition for our country for public health. And in my tenure at CDC, Walensky wrote in a letter to the president, according to CBS News, neither Walensky nor the CDC has revealed what she will do after parting ways with the agency. We Good just, for you for asking that. You. Yeah, we know. We know what you're doing. You or the CDC hasn't said what you're doing. Uh, prior to joining the CDC, Walensky was the chief of the Division of Infectious Disease of Massachusetts General Hospital from 2017-2020. Um, she also taught at Harvard Medical School. That's also another thing. She could go back to hospitals, yep. like in the ad administration-level hospital stuff, or, teach. or go into the university system again. Uh, so, yeah, the Wicked Witch is dead, and she's going out. We love it. Good. And we'll see who replaces her because I'm sure it'll be so much better. And this is always the tenuous, the tenuous time, right? Because you have a potentially uh, not quite a lame duck, but you have a president that may that's going to be running for re-election and may not win. So they're going to appoint a new CDC director. I would imagine at this point her deputy director will probably just act as the cdc director yeah because uh, they won't be able to get confirmed until after the election anyways we all know 2024 is you know alive and whatever crystal ball says <laughs> so you know they they ch they changed the because we just watched that one it was the same 
I noticed uh, this week that there was a new introduction. Okay. Um, and it was it was not alive and well, or it's fully upon us. There it, you it, go. It was not fully, fully upon, upon us. us. It was like it was like fully here or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, word, that's that's nice. We changed the verbiage a little bit. Uh, but yeah, your initial thoughts on uh, is this going to change fundamentally how the CDC is run? No. No, federal government controls that shit. That's right. But, hey, it's news, baby. She's and the gone. teachers' union. Teachers' union also controls the CDC. That's correct. We found that That's out. correct. Um, I should have had some combined clips of her. And uh, who was the – what was her name? The head of the – like the biggest school, uh, the oh, teachers' union. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. She's got a rough name, too. Because I, I always got them mixed up. It was Walensky and – like Wallachit or something. something I don't like fucking that. know. Yeah, she's got a. She's she's equally, if not worse, than Rochelle Walensky. Yeah, Randy Weidgardner. There, there you it is. go. Whoo! Don't know how I did that one. These people that occupy was way too much space in my mind. Good pull. Uh, well, this is a plethora of oh, our wonderful all... All right. president. Um, uh, yeah, he's he's in fine order these days. Do you want to talk about? Do you have something else right now that you want to talk about? I mean, not in particular. Do you want to That's do just like, pearly things? Do you want to talk about MGTOW? Do you want to do that now, or do you want to do that next segment? It's a 17-minute long video, so it'll take us a minute to get into it and to review all the stuff. Yeah, but I'm game if you are. Do you have another small one that you want to do for part two, or do you want to just go into part three? Um, uh, like another story? Yeah. Well, let me let me consult the chart here. We could do debt. Let's talk about. Oh shit! Okay. This. Let's talk right. about this. We'll end on this one. This'll I just be started one. hearing about this. Um, and so this actually, this is an article about um, the new Navy drag queen that uh, is an active duty sailor. Okay. That also doubles uh, as a drag queen. And they're paying him for this, and right? And they are. It's confusing to find out. I, okay. We'll, we'll read through this article. Um, this comes from the Publica, or the Publica. As okay. I like to say it. And this is a new media outlet that is just coming out, um, just literally fully launched in the beginning of May. Um, and it's run and operated by Jeremy Hanley and Sydney, Sydney Watson. Watson. Thank you. I, I love her to death, and I always forget her name. But uh, Sydney's the one that – she's the editor-in-chief. Jeremy is the CEO or, or COO, one of the two. But um, – so I want to give one of their articles a shot here. This is written by their staff. They have a, a couple people that are actually staff writers, so it's not written by anybody in particular. Okay. Um, so the U.S. <clears throat> Navy hires active duty drag queen to lead recruitment campaign. Why would we be leading a recruitment campaign right now? Because for the fifth year in a row, all military services are essentially missing their recruitment marks. Need bodies. And it's, it's not by a little. I yeah. mean, we're talking – you know, 20 to 30% in depending on the service in the area. And that's part of the reason we've talked about like the lowering of fitness standards. That's yeah. they start to do those things. That's when they, the last time this happened is when they expanded the age of, uh, people that of enlistees. Yeah. That's they increased the age of enlistees. It used to be much <laughs> lower. I, got, I got, keep getting this fucking ad and it still comes into my Twitter from the DOD, like their sponsored fucking page. Yeah. It said, how can seniors join the military? And I'm like, what the? You can no, enlist at like stop. Damn, at like damn near forty, I think. Because I, because it used to be like thirty two or thirty five was the cutoff age. Yeah, and it was even at this lower point, before that. And that was like without prior service, right? With prior service, bro, I get. 
If I walked down right now, they'd be like, sign in. up, baby, let's really? go. We'll probably give you a bonus, too. Do they Fuck make it. you go back through basic and shit? A altered version of it. Just like a pretty much to PTU, make sure that you're up. It's like a, yeah, it's like a four-week thing, You're especially if you're like a transfer from another service. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's like, it's PT, re-hit the basic qualifications you need, and then Jim Jam, you're back in. You'll probably get... You'll probably lose one rank from last time, or yeah. depending on needs of the service, if, if they need you at that rank, or if you went because to college, because the specific uh, the specific job, yeah, yeah. And or that's if you, if yeah. you went to college, if you were not an officer before, then you went to school and then came back and mm -hmm. reenlisted. Now they're like, hey, you're an officer. officer, cool. What's up? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give you a sweet hat. <laughs> Fucking sweet hat, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Or different, just different pin in a sick hat. Yeah. Or just join the Coast Guard, then you get that sick hat right off the jump. <laughs> e twos be getting that hat, baby. There you go. Let's go. Mm. All right. So the U.S. Navy appointed an active duty drag queen as a digital ambassador in an effort to increase recruitment and attract a diverse workforce. So this is why I'm that's not what sure. we're lacking, right? <sighs> We need yeah. more diversity. More di that, it'll do it. And I'm not saying diversity this is, is a bad thing. Obviously, it's a it's fine. But but if it's diversity trademark, right? If it's trademark diversity, then we're not talking about the same thing. Yeah, this is the same fucking poison pill that Anheuser Busch has been dealing with for the last month. At this well, three weeks I think at this point. If Asians don't count, same it's not shit. real diversity. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's Asian, right. Asian should count. Hashtag Asian should count. Yeah. How do but, you like that? People are going to hate that one. Hashtag stop Asian hate. What's up? It makes it sound like they should be counting things, but really it means they, they count. Their they opinions count. count. You make yourself look doubly dumb when you come with that one. <laughs> it's like you're going to either come out as a racist. That's right. Or <laughs> Boom. Roasted. Gotcha Done. already. <laughs> Don't even need a segment. Boom. Roasted. That's a trap. That is a <laughs> trap right there. Oh, uh, so Yeoman Second Class Joshua Kelly, whose stage name is Harpy Daniels, That's funny. introduces or identifies as non-binary. He was selected as one of the five Navy digital ambassadors. So there's five digital ambassadors. In what the are Navy the other ones are? And also, I'll say, anybody that's been in the military and knows what a yeoman is, the desk job. You, you right? go, of course, the yeoman's also a drag queen. Yeah, it's a Come desk on. job, right? Yeah, hundred percent. They're paper pushers they're yeah. professional bureaucrats that's what they do they push paperwork around and oftentimes don't do that great a job at it <clears throat> u.s navy spokesperson said the recruitment um initiative was an attempt to quote explore the digital environment to reach a wide range of potential candidates end of quote that's 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 the beauty all-star right there i wonder uh, how many drag queens want to join the military i wonder how many drag queens are already in the military yeah because this one's already in. So I'm, I'm very curious this about this. This one's already in there. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> what kind of numbers are we talking about with here? Uh, the spokesperson added that the program had finished in April and the ambassador did not receive compensation for their work. So there you go. It's like an unofficial title. They just come to you and want to work with you and you get special treatment. And besides, you're already working at an office, giant-ass base anyways. Right. You're just going to become one of the special people. Just dress different tomorrow when you come in. Um... <laughs> We are now evaluating the program and how it will exist in the future. The spokesperson said, according to Kelly's TikTok and Instagram, he became an advocate for people who were opp oppressed for years in the service. <sighs> Kelly wrote on Instagram in February. That's an interesting way to phrase that because it makes it sound like the armed services were directly oppressive. And I can see 
military is boys club so i can definitely see a world in which it's not a friendly place for your fellow servicemen to find out that you're a drag queen but i don't think there's anything that would directly indicate that you can't be a drag queen and be in the military at the the same time the only other drag queens i know of i knew of at the time during my time which was a totally different world than these yeah. people today, right? That I do not recognize the service from when I was in. But the only people that you could call drag queens were um, recently advanced E7s that were becoming chiefs. And then <laughs> as part of their non-existent hazing programs yeah, yeah. at the chief's mess, they would have to dress up in drag right. and do specific things and That's all awesome. that. And that was, that was where it was. Yeah, You know what I mean? There were certain ceremonies involved. And different things where, like, you you would don ladies' attire and then do a, a thing as, you know, some kind of a t- tradition. You cross this specific, like, latitudinal line right. or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Um, I remember listening to my brother-in-law talk about his initiation versus my father-in-law's. Like, just how vastly, very different. Yeah, how vastly different it was. Yeah, they'd be um, throwing in people in jail for shit yeah. your father-in-law used yeah, to do they were they were pretty shocked at like because they knew you <laughs> know like, wow, that, that it was gonna, tame they well they knew that it was going to be toned down especially like oh yeah my father-in-law was active or was in the reserves less than five years ago so he still like knows what's up um but he still was like that's some real bitch shit like, yeah, that's, that's right. some real pussy shit that yeah. like, that's all they could do and yep. he was there actually um because this is the kind of guy that he is. When my brother-in-law was going through that, my father-in-law was present. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. Because he's a was he's a chief, and he's especially actually, if you're related, you've yeah, got to be there. Born because, officer, yeah. So yeah. he's like, "Oh, I can do whatever I want. Let's go." Almost all these people are lower rank than me, That's so right. I can just show up if I want to. Yep. I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah, there's so many little traditions and stuff like that don't exist anymore that yeah. used to exist even when I was in. Like we had a uh, called a crow pinning ceremony. Yeah. Um, have you heard of that? Where you get a new rank, right? You become a petty officer for the first time. So yeah. you're actually sporting some bars on your collars. Okay. And so when you get pinned, you get these little metal pins and right. they stick them in your thing. And yeah, my congratulations, right? Pinning, yeah. And then afterwards, you go out back with your, essentially your supervisor, your mentor, whoever helped get you to this area. And they'll take the little pieces off the back and then fucking punch them in. Earn your colors. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they don't do that anymore unless no. unless you got a homeboy that's been around for a minute and can give you the proper rite of passage. Yeah, no, they didn't do that. At least I didn't see that happen at this pinning. Well, if you saw it, they'd have to kill you. Yeah, they stayed in the <laughs> they stayed in the room the whole time, from what I remember. It, not a lot of it happens anymore. Put yeah. it that way. Even when I did mine, it was I had to go to the saltiest motherfucker on the boat to hook me up a little bit. Yeah, and there was a small group of people that were down in the. I don't know how much of this I should prescribe, but we went down into the cargo hold after hours one day. In the depths of the boat. Indeed. And, you know, they said some some words that had been passed down from the senior chief's time. And then we made it happen, and it was good to go. It was all scabbed up by the morning, and everything was fine. So you're a real one. I mean, I was a sailor. I like being a sailor. (laughs) It's a good deal. Yeah, you you do. Yeah, it's a good time. But, uh, okay, where were we? Uh, from, yeah, Keller wrote on Instagram from, because they were talking, he's talking about advocating for people oppressing the services for years, right? So right. we're talking like, because um, we got sidetracked, the, we're talking about like don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, yeah. That kind of era of not repression where you not could not be open and out about your gender, sexual identity at the time. 
because, I mean, you couldn't be gay for a while in the military. That was, sorry, you get medicaled out. Yeah. No dishonorable, no nothing. You just can't be here. Uh, so from joining in 2016 and being able to share my drag experience. We only like with straight my... dudes fucking other dudes in this place. I mean, it is the Navy. <laughs> That's the nice thing about being in the Coast Guard. Yeah, we can't have anybody here who likes it. No. Nah. It's not right. No, not even. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and this is the other thing. You joined in 2016, okay? Very different. Right. I was out by 15, I think. And being able to share my drag experience on my off time with my fellow sailors has been a blessing. Thank you to the Navy for giving me the opportunity. I don't speak for the Navy, but simply sharing my experience in the Navy. hua and let's go slay. Slay, queen. <sighs> Kelly has over 1,300,000 likes on TikTok. Well, that's that's weird. Yeah. Who cares about the likes, bro? How many followers you got on TikTok, B? What are we doing here? Um, despite the many campaigns and drives to bolster military numbers, it seems young people don't view the institution favorably. It is possible the Navy exploring new recruitment methods due to the to a survey conducted by the uh, Ronald Reagan Institute. The survey found that there were mere 13% of people aged 18 to 29 were highly willing to join the military. Additionally, 25% are somewhat willing to join the armed forces and 26% are not willing to. So only 13% are gung-ho about willing to join the military. 25 are like, well, I somewhat. And then the other ones are like, hard fucking no. So Senator Rubio of Florida expressed his frustration with the military's current initiatives. He said in a statement to Fox News Digital that Biden was turning the U.S. military into a woke social experiment. Well, you know. That is kind of what it is. Yeah, he so added, he's not wrong to a certain extent, but also General Milley was the head of the armed forces when Donald Trump was in office. Yes. So this is this white rage Milley. This is a deeper ideological thing that leans towards the ideology of Joe Biden, but has taken root in the federal government way before Joe Biden got yes. into office. Because we all got to understand the president doesn't run the military, the unelected bureaucratic state underneath of him does people in the dod or at the pentagon or chief of staff mark milley white rage mark milley that's the people him. that actually hand out the money yeah yeah they're the ones that are actually in charge the money the half of it we can't account for yep those are the people that actually control the military yeah he added it was a stupid way to protect the nation we need to spend more time thinking about how to counter threats like china russia and north korea and less time thinking about pronouns he said on the other hand representative sarah michaels democrat from california you can't get any more diametrically opposed republican senator from florida and democrat from california anyone willing and able to serve our country should be able to serve authentically. The debate about gender identity rages across the United States as more people focus on, in on what is and isn't acceptable in the workplace and in advertisements. Time will only tell how it pans out. I like how you, that's how, like how I end all my pieces for the website. Yeah. It's like, we'll see how this turns out because <laughs> we don't know. So, uh, drag queen spokesman for military uh, recruitment. You feel pretty solid about this where where, where are you at is I mean, it gonna work there's not i don't think it's gonna work no i there's not obviously an inherent issue with it but i don't 
I don't know. You want the military to be scary, right? Like, isn't that the whole point? You want them to. You want other people to be afraid of. It helps. Yeah. You I mean, want... when you watch the Russian military ads or the Chinese military propaganda, I mean, they look beastly. You they want look badass us to think it's cool, and other people to think it's scary. That's the whole idea. Mm-hmm. That's why mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. make fucking cool movies, you know, yeah. about whatever stories of people who won the medal of honor and that's why you make up other stories and you turn them into just dope action movies and stuff like that do you ever watch Uh, family the you ever a big family guy guy yeah yeah i watched family guy for a time do you remember there was an older episode where brian and stewie joined the military because they saw some badass fucking commercial and it was like dudes drinking beers tearing around the humvees in the desert and hanging out with chicks in bikinis like let's fucking go yes that's what it used to be and then they got shipped to the desert Exactly. And shot they them, shot themselves in the yes. foot so they can get out. They're like, yes. wait, this was not what was advertised. But that's what it used to be. It was the, the fucking old school Marines commercials. Right. Remember those? Those were great. Or even, you know, be all you can be for the Army. That old, you know, there was a bunch of old school shit. They were trying to come off as like badasses. You want to come? You join us. We'll give you the training you need to be a fucking badass. And you'll set yourself up for life. With and all the skills and training you're going to learn here. And the, we'll pay you. The special forces vets that are active on social media now will kind of facetiously call what they did like cool guy stuff. You know, like mm-hmm. you really, really need the type of thing you're really doing like cool guy stuff. You yeah. Know? And that's like, it's a joke because they don't belittle what they did. But that's true to the extent that that's what attracts young men with strength and high testosterone and high amounts of perseverance to that type of job is to think that they are doing something that's super fucking cool and they're doing it for a legitimate reason yeah but nothing that we could point to i mean the the people that you want are people that are like four years younger than me you know maybe Mm -hmm. eight years younger than me that are going in and those are the people you want for like special forces do the shit that's going to be really cool yeah people that are eight years younger than me have only lived in a world other than the last two years where where we were in afghanistan and then we watched then they watched the government pull out and leave people in a horrific horrific fashion yeah you could argue all day it was going to be like that whatever that's what they watched. They just watched that happen, right? I told you I know a gal who yeah, was who yeah. was at Abbey Gate during the explosion. Jesus. We watched that happen. Yeah. You're not going to convince me that what we're doing is just. I just watched a girl who believes in that have to respond to a bombing that we knew was going to happen, that yeah. we hindered other soldiers from preventing. Why would anybody have faith in what we're doing? So yeah. even the people who would want to do that, the somewhat willing, they're unconvinced by looking at the track record of the United States military and seeing how how greatly unjust and immoral those actions have been. Yeah. And not the actions of individual soldiers, right? I'm not no. talking about as the military Tim as Kennedy a whole. Or, no, I'm not talking about Tim Kennedy or any of these fucking guys, right? I'm saying these guys are pieces of shit. No. Thank those Crenshaw. people did what they thought was right at the time. I don't fault mm-hmm. anybody who went over there and did that. Mm-hmm. You, you did what you thought was right at the time. Yep. And even if you don't question it now or anything, I don't blame you for that. That's There's nothing wrong with that. No. I would, right? You blame the higher-ups at that point for essentially... The people who lied to you. When you get out and you're asking yourself, was it worth losing my friends or yes. losing my legs or whatever it is for yes. all the mental trauma I had, and you, you say no. Yes. That it, it's their fault. It's Millie's fault. It's the people at the Pentagon. It's it's the fucking the the 
senators and the, the president that decides that this is worth continuing to do. Yes. You're there on the ground for your buddies to do the mission to try to keep everybody alive. And ideally, you're there to try to help in a big picture somehow, right? But yes. at the end of the day, you're more concerned about you and your buddies taking out bad guys and protecting each other. Done. And then you have all the other shit that goes along yeah, with it why, that fucks it all up. Why would anybody want to enlist? Why would you want to Don't be a part me. of that structure? Don't ask know? me, bro. I, you know, <laughs> I had this, I entertained the thought, um, actually, yesterday. I was like, you know, well, you know, if, if things were to change in my life, I was like, would I, it's real easy to go back to the military. It's real simple. It's a simple life. It's more or less paved for you. You know, right. it's a real easy way to like navigate life because there's so many, you know, the, the road is laid out for you pretty well. You just don't get in trouble, do what you're supposed to do, and it's fine. Your you're paycheck is the exact same every two weeks. Yep, exactly. But the other day the same thing it's like every time i think about like well you know there's the, all these people that go to the shipyard and all this i'm like i've worked for the federal government before yeah not doing it again bro i don't know why anybody would want to and i, I think I, i've told you i think the same thing about the cops if there is yeah. there is not infrequent that i'm like maybe i should still do it i'm yeah. like no yeah this is a structure that i can't morally take part in anymore you know like i can't do that yeah. it's not it's not gonna work can you be an anti-establishment fascist because I feel like that's probably as close as you can get. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm vehemently anti-establishment yeah. to the point. No, I will not even entertain working for these fucking scumbags. Right. You like, can't. Because no. <laughs> there's only, you can only be so fucking based, you know. Exactly. Just like that story with with your brother, the dude's email. Oh, yeah. like, you can only be so based when you're willing to to do behaviors that you're also going to arrest other people for. Yeah. That know? is unbased behavior. And that doesn't mean that people who are shithouse drunk should be let to drive, right? That's not what that means. No. That's not at all what that means. Not at all. But don't be doing fuck, that. Fuck dude, if you're gonna be doing it, you definitely shouldn't be arresting people for doing it the next day. Oh, you know? That's man. that's morally wrong. And, and I'm and not people are doing it. Yeah, and I'm not gonna take a part in a structure where I don't can't have that type of discretion you know yeah. like i can't enforce this because i also do this it's a common through line yeah it's a common through line well i think with that we can wrap up and then we'll jump back in with some pearly things yeah absolutely yes right. this has been part two of episode 147 of salt of the streets my name Yee. is donovan i'm colin you can find us at our social medias i am at salt of the street on twitter and at alpaca underscore donovan on instagram and colin is at big bird Alfie on both those things you can find all of this at salt of the streets.com including our patreon patreon.com slash salt of the streets go there subscribe help us make more better content just like this we'll be back and i think we'll talk about ukraine then yep. we'll hit just pearly things okay. and that will bring us nicely into the grab bag i am here for it all right we'll be back in just a little bit for part three thank you very much and we're back thank you very much for joining us everybody this is episode 147 of salt of the streets part three my name is donovan i'm colin and we are happy to have you here you can find us at our social media i am at salt of the street on twitter and at alpaca underscore donovan on instagram and colin is at big bird off on both those things you can find all that saltofthestreets.com including our own personal social ooh, including our patreon <laughs> patreon.com slash salt of the streets you know after a thousand times of saying that it was there was bound to be a time where you're like oh wait i already said that yeah, it eventually. <laughs> good catch though good catch thank you very much mm. so now oh shit i just spilled beer god damn it fat hands 
I, uh, so we're going to talk about uh, Russia, Ukraine for a moment, and then we're going to uh, get into another video review. This time, uh, taking up a listener request, viewer request, whatever we call ourselves these days. The teams, the teams have requested, and so we're going to do that. I think this one goes out to Josh Keaton. We're going to be talking about. MGTOW. MGTOW. Which, don't get it confused, is not a college fraternity. It is. Although there's probably lots of frat boys in it. I bet. <laughs> or prior frat boys. And I'm like, I don't get it, bro. I don't get it. All these girls fucking love me. I don't understand. But we'll get into that. It'll be fun. Uh, but of course, we need to um, bring on the crushing morosity beforehand. As we have been doing for the last year and a half now something like that this is the way yeah this is our episode or our you know bi-weekly ukraine update indeed um so there's a couple of things that have been happening here obviously the fighting continues on in ukraine mm-hmm. um earlier in the week there were two drones that were shot down or exploded over top of the kremlin yes and immediately obviously putin said they're trying to kill me <laughs> They'd be, they'd be getting after me. So Ukrainians, they come after me. Yes. And Even though they made it all the way to the Kremlin. Which right? is, like, highly questionable, correct? Yeah, and there's also questions about weird. the distance. Like, uh, supposedly the drones that the Ukrainians have can't travel the distance that is required to go from no. Ukraine to the Kremlin. No. So for the Ukrainians to have done it, then some form of special forces would have had to go behind enemy lines, like, over 100 miles, mm-hmm. and then launch these drones. Uh, or, you know, like anti-Putin sympathizers or something like that. Um, it, it, I mean, it's very, it's also very likely that this was some form of Ukrainian action carried out by people who were not necessarily under the control of the government. Yes. Um, we talked about that a little bit with the leaks, uh, the leaked documents, and so much spying is being done on the Ukrainians. Partly because they're not fully in control of their own armed forces. They're not fully in control of every action that goes on over there. And a lot of times Zelensky is having to be playing catch up or pretend like he knew this was all going on and kind of smooth things over by like, you know, accidentally dropping a bomb on another NATO country or shooting down your own drone, which was I I saw some more pictures of this video, some zoomed in ones, and it was 100 percent a Ukrainian drone that Ukrainians shot down. Above Kiev, which was yeah really fucking hilarious. But it also is kind of par for the course. The last year plus that we've been watching this unfold, everything we've seen should lead one to come to that conclusion because that would be more to the norm of what has been happening. But, but yeah, I do not believe for a second that these drones that got so close to the Kremlin and then conveniently blew up right above the Kremlin in a very, you know, I mean, you could see the explosion. That's as big as it got. I mean, we're talking, that's not a huge explosion. They're small drones. So that's like, I don't know if you're trying to assassinate the head of state of Russia at the Kremlin. I have a feeling you're, you know, you need a bigger bomb than that. It seems weird. Same deals. If you're going to show up in the comments, if you're going to come for the king, you got to hit him. And that's not what they're doing here. No, they're not. But they're going to get the smoke. They are going to get the smoke. They're going to get sure. the smoke. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. 
Yeah, there's also a question, obviously, <sighs> this is a Russian false flag operation, yes. so they can just point to further increases in the intensity of the, viol of the violence and the fighting. We want more escalation! Yeah, of course, the super uh doomsdayers are like they're doing this so they can launch a nuke i still don't find that to be a realistic outcome of this uh but i'm kind of out the nuke game these days we'll see I'm kind of out the nuke game these days it really doesn't jive in my mind anymore not a lot of it makes sense the minute a nuclear device is used i don't know though i don't know if i even believe that no the minute a nuclear device is used on the battlefield by russia I don't think the West would do. I don't think they would retaliate. No, they're not they're, They would not no, be doing that. They're not launching too. So it's, I, it just seems I, like I don't even factor that in anymore. Really, it's more about the getting just further down a world conflict level. That's that's the more concerning. You know, getting China amped up and getting kind of more economic alliances going that ultimately leads to the downfall of the West. That's yeah. more my concern these days than nuclear stuff. But if the, I'm kind of on board with the idea this is essentially still like a false flag from Russia to bolster support, it's easy at that point to take your state propagandist networks and just crank them up to 11. Yeah. And say, we need to fucking push more. We need to get more people involved, blah, 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 blah. I just add more fuel to the fire, which is seemingly what Russia is could use at this point. Some more domestic fire to continue to push for more and more escalation something like that why the fuck is russia losing a war in this to ukraine i you know we gotta we gotta make that sit right with people somehow and how right. about an attack on our dear leader you know even though he wasn't there <laughs> so bad intel from the jump um yeah See, Moscow on Thursday accused the U.S. of masterminding a drone attack on the Kremlin. A charge denied by Washington and said Ukrainian sabotage on Russian territory had, uh, had reached unprecedented moments uh, or momentum. So their Washington stance is that this is essentially Ukrainian sabotage in Russian territory. Yeah. Which, Backed by the U.S. Yeah. Which, generally speaking, every time the U.S., you know, gets kind of like fingered as somebody that might have blown up a pipeline. They go, well, you know, Ukrainian groups, they're always trying to fight Russians. Right. Because, you know, we tried to sell you on the line that Russia did this to themselves, but that didn't make sense because they have nothing to gain in that realm. This one's a little bit more gray. It's not exactly a, a massive hurt on the Kremlin if they explode a drone above the Kremlin and that doesn't really do any damage to it. The fucking flag was still flying. In the background after the flames went away. I mean, That's it, awesome. It's, it's, you know what I mean? What are we talking yeah. about here? Um, but so obviously, the explosion is small, and it doesn't even look like there's, like, an actual munition on it. Like, that's just the explosion from the drone itself yes. with whatever fuel is left in the tanks. Yeah, whatever fuel's at is in the tank or whatever projectile or explosive was used to take it down. Yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> it's like, that's not a, that's not a bomb-laden fucking... Maybe it was like one of those little buzz drones that had a grenade on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of like what what's on the battle the battlefield drone, if you will. I don't know. I'm not into it. It seems like uh, I feel like this is it's it's pretty easy to put this one on the Russians as just a way to bolster more sport because they didn't really lose anything. 
makes it look like they're under attack. Do you think they're hoping for international support based on this? Like if it looks like if they can try and make it look like Washington is leading these attacks on the Kremlin that like the Chinese or someone will step up? Uh, no, I'd say I would get the feeling it's probably mostly domestic. Just trying to get more domestic support. Okay. Been in over a year now. You know, there's arrests happening on the streets all the time to anybody that's willing to like try to protest against things, you know. Right. Probably just trying to get some more domestic support, I would say. Concrete some things. If there's any, if there was anybody that was like a generally a Putin supporter or a, a Russian supporter within their border, but like kind of was wavering. This might have bolstered their patriotism a little bit, bring them back over to the other side. And at the end of the day, Russia didn't lose anything from this. Yeah. You know, what do they, what do they have to lose at this point? A drone? Two drones, I guess, that was technically. Okay, that's fine. Some surface damage to the outside of the building. Yeah. <laughs> We're creating jobs, bro. We're making get up there and repair the roof. Let's go. Paint it. Let's go. Paint it red. So yeah, I don't know. I just I out of all the things between Russia and Ukraine, I was like, well, this is dumb. It would have been, if there was like an actual attack and somebody caved in the fucking roof of the Kremlin, we'd have something to talk about here. Yeah. But this just seems like, I, I don't even want to call it a false flag. It was like a, it's like a, like a self-subterfuge prop, piece of propaganda. Like I wouldn't even call it a false flag because, you know, everything that happens in Russia now, the West did it. The yeah. West did it. We're, we're at war with NATO. We're like, victims of the West. Yeah, I mean. This just adds to that same narrative. That's all. I don't see much more than that, to be perfectly honest. Um, but yeah, that's. I mean, that's really all I got to say about the actual drone attack. Unless you had something else no. in particular for that one. Um, the real interesting story that's going on is uh, for one. Let me show you this video I came across. Been having a hard time like pinning it down to how real it is or when it took place. The video is supposedly of um, Bakhmut, where, like, the Wagner group is, right? Right. Um, and this is supposedly some kind of incendiary attack uh, that took place in Bakhmut and observed on with drone data. And all down. those dots are... Fires. Yeah. They're like white phosphorus that are helping to burn this essentially burn the entire city down but yeah and so there's some debate on whether it's just incendiary or actual white phosphorus that i'm seeing and i don't know mm -hmm. enough to like actually tell the difference yeah. you know it's even there they're time stamping at 2022 so this this footage could if be actually old. authenticated yeah would would could be from the initial you know initial invasion more or less yeah so pretty pretty dark shit when you look at it but the Wagner group, like we were talking about, is now saying that they're receiving such little support from the actual Russian government that they're threatening to leave Bakhmut, which is the town that they, the city that they took back. Yeah. So they're threatening to leave the leader, whatever his name is. Um, whoa. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> um, he, Hang on, so we got to put this into Google Translate and see if we can get the computer to announce it. There you go. Um, yeah, he is the one that he made a big video initially, well, two videos, one of them standing in front of a shitload of dead bodies mm -hmm. saying that that's the result of the lack of support from the Russian government. And then a larger video with a bunch of his dogs behind him, um, saying, you know, we're, we're going to go like, we're not going to stay here if we don't, we're, we're out. Yeah. Um, here, let me put this so we can actually share it with the class. 
There we go. This is how we say his name according to Google Translate. Евгений Пригожин. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Go. I'm not going to do that. That's his name. There's a, there's a few languages I just can't cross. No. Just can't do it. It's that's that's deep. <laughs> yeah. And so, I the leader heard, of the Wagner group. I haven't heard any anything from the Russian government since then uh, because mm -hmm. he's not you and I were talking about this earlier. Like he's not part of the Russian government. He, no. He's the head of the Wagner group. He is the head of a Blackwater. Mil, yeah, a military contracting company yeah. that is paid by the Russian government. And so I don't know. Yeah, I haven't heard any. I haven't heard anything from the Russian government yet. What their response is to this? And I would imagine that that's going to come out twisted all to hell. Whenever there is some kind of update about it it'll yeah. be all twisted and and propagandized all to hell and we won't have any idea what was actually done and it'll be well past the time when it was done so who knows i mean if if bakhmut falls over the next week back into ukrainian hands essentially you'll know like the Wagner group just they just they dipped out right like you're gonna have to see essentially as much as we possibly could through the fog of propaganda and war if ukraine starts bolstering you know boasting about taking down Bakhmut we know the Wagner group pulled out yeah that'll probably be how we hear it um Russia's pretty tight-knit with their the releases that Putin lets hit the internet it'll just be so, the results yeah yeah be something like that but that's that's an interesting sign though in the overall like strategic makeup of the war if the Wagner group who has done like the main stay fighting? I mean, how many people? They had like fifty people, and they took over the entire city. Right. They occupied the whole city with that many people. Like that's that's a big deal. I don't care if I don't care if the city was empty to be able to hold the city with fifty dudes. That's that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of hardcore shit going on there. So there's obviously some kind of rift happening between them and the actual government of russia if they if they're not getting the support they say they're needing i i would that just be a logistical issue would that be some kind of grand strategy thing like we're saving all you know we're saving up all our fucking arms for the big war to come or you know why why are they not getting this is just their job they're supposed to be there to do it and if you can't do it we'll go fuck yourself you're not real russians there's endless possibilities of why this could be happening it's but it is interesting that there does appear to be some kind of, I don't want to say fracture, but friction between the two groups. You know what I mean? A schism, as a the schism article says. A schism might be forming. Yeah. A schism between Kremlin and mercenary chief boils over. So we'll see. We'll see about that one. That's another one of those. Yeah, well, I guess we'll just see what happens. You know, we were talking the other day. I'm like, man, why have we haven't seen like videos of like the Spetsnaz out there doing their shit? Yeah. That's... That's a weird thing. It's a weird thing that we're not seeing the actual Russian special forces going on here. It's all been PMCs, which is weird. Or conscripts. Again, weird. Right, right, right. Mm. You know, the Navy has gotten involved very, very little. The Air Force is not being utilized very much. Um, you know, they're losing a lot of air assets when they send them up, but it doesn't appear like there's an overwhelming force of so, fucking so you, helicopters and so you think that they're restricting themselves so that the u.s can't they're doing it know. anyway but yeah like 
I don't know, to try and combat the global narrative that Russia is escalating? Because if they go all out, if they put the Navy out there and they just start lobbing shells, like, yeah. there's no doubt that they're, you know. Mm. You know, there's part of me goes, well, I mean, they had the flagship out there in the Black Sea and the U.S. helped sink it with the fucking Trident missiles or whatever. They just don't like, lose anymore. So maybe it's like a, you know, how much of this do we really want to push? We we fucking twenty years wars it. I mean, this is the right. way superpowers have been doing war for the last twenty years. It's never been all out full scale war. Trickle it. And I just I have, I just can't shake this feeling that like, of course Russia hasn't put their entire military force in action on this thing. We, for one, that I mean, there's a lot of possibilities. If you're full blown, uh, what's the right word? You're fully activated like all your forces or whatever however you want to put it um if you're out with the full front of your military that would probably change the way the west west reacted would probably add more whereas if you do a policing action or a military exercise or whatever it is that they were calling it some kind of special operation i don't think that either side of this is prepared for an all-out war like we aren't prepared for that. Russia's no. not prepared for that. I don't think anybody else really is. No, because um, the world hasn't done that since the fucking forties. So the only way for us to continue on these military actions and have it be sustainable is for it to trickle out, mm-hmm. so that we all still have the time to rebuild things and to make more munitions. Yep. Because we're already tapped out. We talked about that months ago. Yeah, we, you know, we tapped that, out as far. That our own military officials are like, we're getting close. Like this, mm-hmm. we're in a bad spot. And yep. They, Russia has got to be in a similar situation than we are mm-hmm. because they're the only ones supplying themselves other than maybe North Korea, whatever. They got some other, yeah. you know, backdoor some suppliers, backdoor shit, but, but nothing big, you know? Yeah. Like China hasn't come out and been providing lethal aid yes. to Russia yet. If they do go At out least yeah, openly, if they do go all out, then they could be opening themselves up to, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, they're, and they're keeping their cards as close to their vests as they can because they have other interests at play. Right. They don't give a shit about Ukraine. No. They care about their their neighbor to the north and their most probably, you know, their fervent ally, fervent ally of Russia. They want to make sure they don't get fucking checkmated by the West and get to become like a Potemkin village, more or less, and because then they're only ally. Then they're outnumbered and outgunned. And they may Nobody not even that. trust. I don't know what. I don't. And now I'm totally speculating. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the level of trust is between, like, even Russia and China. You know, if Russia feels like, or Putin is paranoid enough to feel like Xi Jinping might turn on him if he doesn't, if China doesn't believe that Russia can win a war, then they'll side economically with the United States. You yeah. know, not totally sign a partnership. They would never do that, but no. just side economically but they, with yeah, them to pre- economic bets to preserve themselves. Yeah. Um, I wonder what the level of concern with that is in Russia. Yeah. Well, we know that if they don't think we can win, yeah. then they'll just leave. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just, I can't, I have a feeling that this is not, we haven't even come close to like a full scale war, uh, on either side. Nobody's, Nowhere nobody's, nobody's pushing that way. Nowhere near For one, it. nobody wants to do it because nobody's done it in decades and decades. All the people that had done those things are well retired or dead at this point yeah so this is just the way we do war now for right now we'll see if it escalates any further 
So that's that's where we at in Ukraine. It's been fucking the last two weeks for some reason has been have been very slow as far as like substantive like liberty related news. We'll put it that way. Like other than a couple little laws coming into place that are cutting down on people's liberties and freedoms, nothing major is happening over in Ukraine and Russia. Everybody's kind of like getting ready for the the spring offensive and you know, we had the the, the drone thing was one the the schism between the Wagner group. I mean, we're talking about the insider politics of what's happening on the Russian front right now. Right. Because that's the biggest thing happening over there. Zelensky is meeting with Finland for some reason this, you know, this week, but nothing comes from that's what he does these days. He's a smoozer. He there's a video of him meeting with the Black Rock Black Rock um like C suite folks, mm-hmm. which we've already talked about, we already knew. And it's just been a weird couple of weeks where it just seems like it's mostly culture war shit. Yeah. Mostly culture war shit, which leads me to ask you a question that I've been saving before we make the transition. Unless you have anything else nope. for this? Nope. So let's do. With that, let me ask you this. I've been saving it. Uh, my first question to you is very simple, but I'm very curious about this. What, how do you find a PSYOP? How do you define what a PSYOP is? What is a PSYOP, Donovan? Ooh, it is, oh, let's see. It's almost like, I don't want to metaphor it, but um, like federally funded gaslighting, you know, that it's something, it's it's something done by a government to trick you into believing something else. Okay. So that being said, is the generalized culture war taking place within the bounds of American society. Do you perceive that as majorly or mostly controlled in a PSYOP fashion? Or is this like a battle of our own making? Ooh. Is the culture culture war a PSYOP? Or how much of it is? These are the De- big definitely in part. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely in part. I would have to think a lot about that to give you like a full answer on w- yes or no. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely in part because of the things that we discussed earlier, those kind of three or four real mainstay issues that no one wants to solve. And not like, I don't want to be the one to do it. They don't actually want those issues to be dealt with. Yeah. Need, so, to, need to be able to fight yes, over them. A certain part of that is manufactured because it behooves them the powers that be to not have so 1984 right if 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 the if the proletariat only knew that if they like if they could come together then they could overthrow the party Mm -hmm. you know and it's the same deal here if we came together on issues that actually mattered real legitimate issues that dealt with our our rights and our freedoms and liberties we came together on that even not in a cohesive answer other than we should be able to choose Mm -hmm. That cuts against everything. Yeah. So <clears throat> it doesn't even take full cooperation of the proletariat. It just takes an understanding and cooperation to a certain level of we're willing to compromise and work together so mm-hmm. we can make our own choices. What's the general – there's like a, a percentage of population that needs to get involved for something to actually get carried out, like on a grand scale. I think it's like 5% of the population. Yeah. If 5% of the population all stood up at once and said we're pushing back against this. Right. You've got yourself the making of a movement that 
like I'm pretty sure was about the percentage that the Revolutionary War was started off with. Yes, it's you know estimated I mean? that there 3% of the population fought in the Revolutionary War at that time. Those are people who physically fought in the war. That's and that's fucking nothing. I mean, do we count the French at that point? Was that included? American population. <laughs> yeah. Cuz yeah, we always we always kind of try not to remember the French in the Revolution, but we wouldn't have a country without them. And those are just the fighters, but if you're talking about everyone involved, it's yeah. probably less than 10% still. Oh, you yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, the makeup of all the, the politicians or what passed for a politician back then was a exponentially low fraction of what we conceive yeah. of today. When I just mean, like, the spies and stuff, the people who oh, are yeah. willing to pass yeah, yeah, messages yeah. and involve themselves in it but mm -hmm. not fight, you yeah. know, that's probably still less than 10% of the overall population that had a role in the war. Yeah. In some capacity. I wonder what the percentage of people that, like, didn't even really feel that it was happening. And just one day were like, oh, I, I guess I live in a country now. Right. That's weird. You know they existed. There was a lot of people, Certainly. I would imagine. <laughs> because <laughs> like, most Wait, 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 wait. Right. Are you telling me you bunch of fucking 20-year-olds got together and decided right. we were just going to do our own thing? Why didn't nobody tell me? Because <laughs> the, the bulk of the fighting happened in the north and on the east coast, yeah. like along there. So if you live where the colonies and shit yeah. were, but. And then where people had to land. You yeah. had to come from the <laughs> yes. sea to go there. So they either came down yeah. from Canada or across from the east yeah. coast. So most of the people who lived on the far western side of America probably were like, what is going on over there? <laughs> These guys are fucking going nuts. This fucking knuckleheads, dude. Yeah, motherfuckers pissed off the king? Yeah. What? You guys know that I'm what? free as hell over here, right? <laughs> Young yeah. motherfuckers need to go west. <laughs> Joke's on you. Now I don't. Right. <laughs> I was free until you gave me a country. Now I, now I belong to you, assholes. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, I bet there was a ton of them. Oh, well, that's interesting. That's went, to interesting. Trade, went to trade in town somebody. Like, did you hear? <laughs> we, they signed a thing. You're like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, the declaration, dude. Like, uh, they declared it. Everybody. It's like, bro, I just, I just wrote my brother in Boston six months ago, and yeah. I didn't hear shit about this. Yes. <laughs> that guy said, I do declare I don't give a shit. How about that? It's just, like, we joke about it, but, I mean, at the time, like, it's so hard for us to, like, really, truly comprehend what it would have been like back then. There's no communication. There was, there was no postal service set up. There was none of that shit. I mean, there were mail carriers and letter right. carriers, whatever. But like, we can't even conceive of what life would have been like back then. No. At all. Like, we might have some makeup of what governmental structures were or, like, some of the buildings in place and some of the actors in place. But, I mean, we're talking about tens of thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people, I would assume. Yeah. That were spread out all along this fucking giant-ass wilderness. With zero, zero government involvement, essentially. You may or may not even know who your delegate is to the Continental Congress. You may not even know the Continental Congress right. fucking exists. Right. <laughs> so one day you wake up, oh, I guess we're a country. <laughs> I hope the king doesn't know. Someone tells you this person you was actually we speaking. We fought a war over this? Yeah. Someone tells you this person was actually speaking in your favor at the Continental Congress. Like, who does, I fucking hate that yeah. guy. Who is that? No, no, you guys <laughs> voted for him. You picked him. It's fine. It's okay. Your neighbor did it for you. I just bought my first piece of property last year. Okay, yeah. I didn't sign up for this shit. Just happened to be the farthest one west. <laughs> there's a fucking, like a, there's a sitcom in there somewhere. That would be fucking, I could watch that. 
I'd be down with that shit. <laughs> at the very least, a Gillian Keefe skit. Yes, know, yes. Of the last person to find Somebody out about the Revolutionary War. Somebody call Shane Gillis. Like, what do you, what? He'd be the only dude I would trust, like, to do it right because yeah. he cares so much about U.S. history. Yes. He'd, he'd be like, no, 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 no. We're not doing it like that. This is how we're going to do this. This is how it really was. Okay. So, speaking of culture war topics, hence my question. We're going to uh, take on another listener-requested topic. Uh, Josh. Josh Keaton. Keep doing this to us. MGTOW, baby. Keep making us watch just pearly things. You know, and it's... You know what's funny is we watched just pearly things last episode because Creatrix was... We were talking about that. Yeah. And then now, funny enough, we're back to the well. Yeah. From someone else. Because Josh had asked about the Manosphere a few episodes ago. The yeah. last time we did the listener request, we talked about the Manosphere in general. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, the Tate brothers are out, bro. It's all full They're circle. back out. We're they back are out. Yeah, they're out you and know. free. You know, I heard a, I saw a interview, like a supposedly his first appearance back, Andrew Tate. And I watched about 10 minutes of it. I think it was like half hour or whatever. And I just want to punch him in the face so much. It's it was much. just so thick. Yeah. It was so, and he's sitting there shirtless with a fucking cigar and his hair, you know, the little bit of hair that he has left. Yes. And he's just pissed at the Matrix. Just going off about the Matrix. And I'm like, but he can't stop me because I'm top G. Like, bud, bud, what are we doing here? Come on. So, anyways, that led us down this path. Thanks to uh, Josh Keaton once again. So, we're going to watch this Just Pearly Things video and we're going to react to her reactions. Exactly. Of whatever. That's I don't know. Reaction Inception. You haven't seen this. No. Oh, I have man. not. This is the full Inception of YouTube. Yeah. Let's go. Hey, no free ads. This no free ads. game. Although, this is probably the greatest MMO game ever created. It's called Eve Online, but we're not talking about that. Welcome to the Just Pearly Things YouTube channel and there welcome we to my reaction series. Before I start, don't camera. forget to subscribe to the channel oh, yeah, and ring that notification whole, like bell that we are going to nice. be notified of my daily videos like the video on your way in let's get started so today um i am reacting to a video that is the introduction to migtow and it was a a channel that i haven't i might have watched it like a long time ago but i don't really remember i think it's called sandman is that it i think it's sandman so uh let's i think someone recommended this to me on instagram which you should um dm me if you want me to react uh, just probably things one. Hi everyone. Sand. Okay, so the introduction's been made. Is that Donald Trump? Um, uh, you know, maybe. Yeah, we'll go with that. And it, it looks like it could be like a Picasso West right? dogish. You know, there's. Mm. Some, I mean, the hair. I can't stop looking at the hair. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Anyway. But anyways, it's a something. The thing that really pisses me off about this video, right? Is, <laughs> and I can't stand people that do this. Yeah. And like I, I, I get it, but. Don't be a bitch. Put yourself on camera. Just put yourself on fucking oh. camera. Don't be showing us clip art oh, while you narrate. It. Okay. She's behind it. And I started to notice, because I thought it was like the back of her laptop or something like that. Yeah. And they were like changing the art. No, this is his video. This is the video. Okay. Yeah, it's just him talking for 11 minutes with fucking pictures in front oh. of it. Which, yeah, that's weird. Quit being a bitch. That's all I got to say. Oh, and for those of you that don't know, MGTOW is men going their own way. So basically, they don't deal with women um, until the laws change, as far as I understand. What? I'm getting a number of people asking me until to do the an laws introduction. Change? Bro, we're going to get super into it. But remember when I was telling you there's levels to this shit? Yeah. He's going to describe four different levels of MGTOW. Okay. 
And you got to remember, this essentially is a group of men who have decided they've had enough with the fair sex, and I'm going my own way. I don't Go need chicks no right. more. Go to the Philippines. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but even then, that's that's like a pretty early level MGTOW. If you get deep into the MGTOW, Ooh. you don't fuck with women okay. at all. Until the laws change. And she's talked a lot about like divorce laws and stuff like that. So And there's only a there's only a small group of these MGTOW people that believe that. Um because she's been super into like divorce court and yeah. stuff like that and men's rights and you know that type of shit do men generally get screwed on the legal end in standard divorces depending on what state you live in yeah they generally do yeah but that is not the overarching issue at at play here with most MGTOW folks they've just usually been wronged by women been scorned by the dating world or something like that said fuck it i don't need them anyways they're all just a bunch of bitches i, I like being top g all right video for MGTOW. <clears throat> so here it is i'm going to cover 25 of the most important video topics that Whoa. i've covered since i've started my channel it's and the first thing face. to remember about MGTOW is that a man that has taken the metaphorical red pill is a man that has learned the ugly truth about female nature women already i hate this this cross crossing over the two worlds they've adopted their own version of red pilling right and because red pilling is more or less like you take the red pill you you are able to step away from the matrix and see the real world yes. you, can, you can look at the establishment the corporate press realize they're all lying to you and they hate you and they want you to die but in this specific case it's just men seeing women for what they really are a bunch of backstabbing he'll he'll explain women are made out to be harmless beautiful creatures but the truth is many women beautiful creature here and that has taken the metaphorical red pill is a man that has learned the ugly truth about female nature women are made out to be harmless beautiful creatures but the truth is many women today will rip out your heart and testicles through your wallet Whoa. and move on to their next victim that's true though I, the more the more i learn about so what okay. your take on his statement first of all men who have had their heart and testicles ripped out be, because of that's just the way women are that's their nature they use you up and move on i know maybe i just don't have an accurate perception of what's really happening in my marriage i don't feel like that like so either what i'm living under but <laughs> of all the ask, relationships that i know yeah or have known i'll have to ask jordan if that's what her true intent is <laughs> hit her up on the dm let's yeah. go but the court system, I can't even, I can't even fall to. With absolutely no second thoughts. And they often have. So fat. God damn it, Harley <sighs> Things. You're a piece of Brendan, shit. Brendan, you're not. I know it's not your fault, but don't monetize your videos. Well, is making yourself aware of. I can't even fall to. With absolutely no second thoughts. And they often have no guilt or remorse in the process. So taking the red pill is making yourself aware of how women operate and you stop being naive about it. With regards to becoming a MGTOW, there are four or five different levels to MGTOW. The first level is the purple pill man. This is the man that's aware that women use the government, the courts, and men's desires to reproduce, to take advantage of men. But the purple pill man believes that the risks of a relationship and marriage are often worth the potential punishment. A level two MGTOW believes- Okay, so level one MGTOW. Somebody that generally believes that women only are interested in relationships 
for the purposes of reproduction and a guy can be he can understand that fact and be okay with it because he wants to have a family and a relationship so he's willing to deal with the subversion and the possible use of the court systems to come after him so that he can have a family and get the things that he wants out of this 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 deal that's very sad super fucking sad um I don't... Super, especially you. You put this in front of like an incel, somebody yeah. that has been just hanging out, pulling away from the world, especially after like COVID and shit. Somebody who is not in a good place mentally, and you feed them this fucking message, and they haven't been getting action on fucking Tinder or Bumble or whatever Ooh. the dating apps are, and you start feeding him this fucking message. Where's he gonna go? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not a woman, so I don't know what women want. You know, like I don't. I don't know. Um, yeah, this makes a lot of presumptions I, about and generalizations about all women, first of all, and yeah. their intentions in relationships. I think one of the things men generally want is respect. Like, that's a thing that drives a lot of what we seek in our lives is respect. And there are a mm -hmm. lot of other things that go into that. I can't speak for what women want. I'm not a woman, so I don't have a lady's brain. I, I don't is know. A woman? <laughs> there are obvious biological incentives for both sexes to do those things. Mm -hmm. I think it's very reductionist to say that women will use the laws to take advantage of you anybody who can get in control of the laws will use it to take advantage of you oh yeah that's called government that's not women that's, <laughs> yeah. that's called government that's called anybody government. who is given power over you will use it to abuse you that is how that is mm -hmm. if you choose a woman who is not good then she'll do those things uh -huh. but if you pick a woman who is good who has more value than just what she looks like. Because if she doesn't have any value other than that, then she feasibly, theoretically, under this idea, right, has no choice but to take everything from you because all she has is her looks. Yeah. And if she's been robbed of that from you for the last 10 years, then she's no longer high quality by the way that you're rating her. She no. has no other recourse to sustain herself but to steal from you by your own definition. So this all... <clears throat> we used to have a term for women like this. They were called gold diggers. Yeah. And that's what it was. They were in it for clout. They were in it for celebrity. They were in it for money. Yeah. And those people still exist. But that's, like you said before, it's completely reductionist to assume and assign that, that methodology and that kind of nature to just women in general. There's not that many ladies in the government. No, but I mean, government aside, yeah, it's like if you knew a gal who knows how to utilize the governmental system to take advantage of men, yeah, again, gold diggers. There are people that they will knowingly and they will seduce somebody, they'll get into that their situation, whatever, and then like refuse to sign prenups and stuff like that. But oh, I love you so much, daddy, and you're fucking 75, 85 years old, but you're super rich, and, I'm yeah, gonna, and I'll be okay with half. To me, the systemic thing drives from a much larger place of people trying to destroy family and community, not women trying to take advantage of men. I mean, that might be the way that it is manifesting itself under these current laws, but the people who put those things there weren't just trying to let women take advantage of men. They were trying to destroy yeah. the family, yes. the, the idea of the family. And there's something we'll get into later on when we get to level four, because he said there's four or five levels, but really he gets to level four, and that's kind of where he ends it. All right. Um, which I think there are some, there's some good draws there that I think you'll actually be like, well, okay, I can fuck with this yeah. aspect of it, but I wouldn't have put it at a level four MGTOW level, right. but hey. So, so we've got the purple-pilled man as level one MGTOW. Okay. okay. Somebody who's down to get married, 
but just because of the utilitarian purposes of it, and he wants to have those things. Got it. But still understands the nature of women to be, you're always going to be checking yourself and watching out because she will come after you at some point. That's, you know dudes broke over dudes too, right? Oh, yeah. That's oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like but a lot. This is what's so depressing about this whole thing. Yeah. I'm really glad he's breaking this down for me. This is very helpful. Okay, so purple pill is... Because I've heard purple pill, and I really didn't understand what it meant. So it basically means they're aware of how women are, but I'm still going to deal with these because I want a family. Dating and short-term relationships, but not marriage, long-term relationships, or cohabitation with women. Okay, so level... Yeah, Two is I'll date the girls, I'll screw them, but that's it. No marriage, no kids. To him, these often seem very dangerous. A level three MGTOW doesn't believe in dating women at all and limits his interactions with women as much as possible. A level four MGTOW tries to limit his interactions with the state and everyone else as much as possible, too. Three limits his reactions. And the I fuck understand what to do with anything. I know, right? I know. What the fuck? <laughs> so we took a few steps there. Yeah, what? Right? So level two MGTOW, in this guy's definition, is um, somebody who is willing to date and fornicate, but not commit to any kind of long-term situations, right? Okay, cool. And then third place is somebody so, that won't even do that. Is it safe to assume at level two you also won't have children? Yeah. So you ain't a real dog then? Mm. Now that you've already turned in your card, yeah. Because if you don't want to spread your seed, you ain't a real dog. I'm going my own way, bro. Yeah. I'm going if you my don't own even way. have that biological urge, you ain't a real dog. Then you already turned. You can't be top G if you don't want to spread your seed. If I do believe he addresses that later, because right. we just hit all four. We're two minutes and fifty seconds into this. Are we got so much more. It's, it's so wild. This is like I, I, I worry about how many people might be adhering to this message and, and really taking it at heart and acting upon it. Like that, there's two sides to the coins. Like, you know, we'll save the overall MGTOW take till afterwards. We'll do okay. that. Why um, level three would limit their interactions with women? Because they also could get um, Me too. like a false allegation. Like that's, I think, their primary concern. And the fourth one, they don't want to talk to anyone at all. He is what is referred to as a guy that's ghosting or trying to stay invisible to women and the state. All of this is explained. Okay, so to women, the women state. and the greater. state. That's so weird. Yeah. That's so So weird. you only care about the state once you hit level four MGTOW level. You know, once you've gotten to the point where, like, I'm, I'm not dealing with women at all because... I don't want them coming after me in some kind of paternity thing. I don't want them to accidentally me to me. I don't want to get canceled for anything that I might say to a woman. I'm just going to not deal with them at all, altogether. And then level four is like all those things, but also I'm going to limit my interactions with the state as well. And I'm like, one of these things is not like the other. I could be not a level one MGTOW and still distance myself from the state as much as possible. Like that's... Those two things, they're not—they're not required for each other to be taken up. You can take up an individual stance That's about so walking away weird. from women, and That's then so like—and the dude likes the smell of his own farts. Obviously, I mean, you can—you know it because the way he's speaking. He wants to be Benjamin Boyce so bad. <sighs> but well, you know what Benjamin Boyce does? He nuts up and puts his fucking face on camera. Yeah, he does. I got a serious problem with that. 
apparently. I didn't realize how much I despise this. on camera. I d- if you're going to sit there and give me one of these charismatic fucking speeches about why you should be doing this thing, or it happens a lot in the conspiracy world, like, I'm going to convince you to be on my tilt about why the fucking ice wall is hiding the giants, and I'm not going to show you who I am. I'm just going to put up a bunch of pictures and right. stills. I'm going to show this fucking article from a 1825 newspaper. And, <laughs> and then I'm going to sit here and I'm going to talk like a very educated individual who is going to talk monotone and explain to you very calmly how this is the right thing. Obviously, this proves the existence. <sighs> so I can't stand these pieces of shit. Yeah. If you want me to take you seriously, put yourself on fucking camera. Yeah, and the Me Too thing, I think, kind of started to store, sort itself out pretty quickly, you know, <laughs> when men took a total step back and the women were like, we can't find any men that will advance on us anymore. We're like, well, this you is know. what you get. And when yeah. you fucking start reporting motherfuckers for touching you, this is what happens. No yeah. one touches you anymore. Fucking, what's the comedian? Aziz Ansari? Yeah. The, the whole bad date thing? Right. And he got Me Too'd for a bad date experience and yes. later on regret. I feel like, yeah, we kind of we we move past such things i thought and for the most part you know me too has peaked and has since plateaued the only people getting me too now are like you know pretty legitimate like hey you raped this person yeah you shouldn't have done that yeah that was bad now we're gonna lock you in a cage right like you should be locked in a cage interesting interesting okay (laughs) i mean even cosby he's got cosby back out on the streets bro yeah he's still doing his thing detail in a video marked number one below in the description called MGTOW dating. So once you know where you stand with regards to the spectrum, then you either have a choice to stay away from women entirely or take varying relationship risks. Then That's you basically awesome. can start to gain tr- We think some of the details that make Thursday Boots most special are the ones that you can't see. Hey everyone, I'm Connor, one of the co-founders at Thursday True situational awareness. This is where you start to identify different types of female behavior and begin to understand what motivates women to act in such ways. One very important thing to remember is that many more women today in their 20s than in past generations are riding the cock carousel. This means they are having... What? Okay. This means they're loose? He'll explain. No strings attached sex with, in some cases, dozens of men before they decide to settle down with a single guy. Dozens? Jesus Christ. If they decide to settle down at all. I'm linking to my video called The Cock Carousel, which is number two down below. I'm surprised you can say this on YouTube. Are you surprised? (laughs) I'm I'm surprised YouTube hasn't flagged it yet. From now on, each and every topic that I bring up, I will put a link to it below. And at this point, I'm going to stop mentioning it and let you explore these particular topics on your own. What a fucking tool bag. I'll sit and wait. (laughs) That's awesome. I'll wait. The video will be here. Go ahead. That's hilarious. How, I'm like, you did the fucking, you had your computer read a portion of an article and you put it on an Instagram reel, right? Why does this dude insist on sitting down and pre-recording a video in which he talks into the mic very similarly to the way your computer AI reads your fucking writing. Yeah. Just about as much life. <sighs> this is a real person. This is a real is. dude who sat Supposedly. down. And yes, so, yeah, either that or he's got some sweet AI language this software. This is ChatGPT. I've heard ChatGPT, bro. It don't sound like that. <laughs> okay? Maybe that's in a couple waves. <laughs> 
It's 4.0 or whatever. Explore the description on your own as well. Women look to settle down with a beta male provider, a blue pill man with little to no understanding about female nature. If he's ignorant about the way women operate, then he's more easily manipulated. So a man on, aware of how women... If women seek beta males, then what's the point in being an alpha male? Why do all these dudes want to be alpha males if it doesn't actually bring you women? That's a really good question, yeah, Donovan. Riddle I don't, me that. You know, at that point, you've already decided to walk away anyway. So I guess maybe you have to be a, a red-pilled alpha male knowing you're never going to have a woman. Because you've decided to walk away already. The whole context is I'm walking away from women. I'm going away. That doesn't make sense. None of this makes sense. It's fucking crazy. This is, this is a recipe for you dying alone and lonely in your not old age. You just have to be so rich and powerful that even when women take all of your stuff, you still have stuff when you're done? Like what? Yeah, yeah. Or you'll never put yourself in a position once you've reached top G status. You'll never put yourself in a position to lose your wealth. But you'll have all the wealth to get the women if you want them. But you've but already decided to walk them. away. Yeah, but not yeah. have children with them because that also legally ties you to them. I believe we get into adoption talk eventually. That's awesome. Yeah. Function in society and manipulate men in covert ways are harder to guilt and shame into doing the things that she wants. He knows the game, so he's harder to trick into marriage, protection, and resource extraction. Shame is the name of many women's game, and in this case, it doesn't work. After a woman convinces her beta male blue pill man that marriage is a good idea for him, then she has a child or two which, at some point, allow her to leave that relationship and use those children as a way to get child support from her husband. People wonder why men go their own way, and one of the biggest reasons is that they have been burned by women through the divorce courts and are often paying lifetime alimony as well as child support to their ex-wives. In many cases... Okay, so what he's explaining here is that this level of... of... this type of woman, I guess, I guess in his words, would would marry a will convince a blue-pilled beta male to marry them so they can have kids because that puts her in a situation to leave him because then there will be guaranteed alimony checks for the rest or child support and i would assume alimony for the rest of their lives so you get married to somebody and have kids so that you can go back on your own because there's checks involved because you learn because women know how to manipulate the system of the courts hey, to sign yeah, that one doesn't track i mean not that any of it does but that <laughs> one i don't understand you can't tie these things together i don't that's that's the one thing that i love about all of this right it's not coherent none of it's coherent at all it defeats itself a thousand times over like you don't have to find the manipulations or the twists and turns no none of it's all bold-facedly ridiculous right off the bat. It's all yeah. fucking crazy. But there's never a single thought that passes through these people's minds that, like, you might actually, like, love and care about somebody and want to be with them. It's all just transaction. It's 100% transactional. There is... He will never mention that whatsoever. It's all manipulation, coercion and trickery it's all that that's all relationships are to these people apparently because because they've they've taken the red pill and they figured out that relationships and love doesn't exist so you're dead inside seemingly it's cool art though yeah right
Cases the family courts also award the full value of the family home to wives, and the majority of men visiting this YouTube channel are often in their 30s, 40s, and 50s. Men that have been taken to the cleaners, so to speak, and have had their eyes opened a little too late. They are here to become MGTOWs because they are shocked at the way women took advantage of them. As well, they're here to understand how women use their beauty and behavior to trick men. Another No part of their burning was their fault at all. They're just here because they've been scorned by women in the system. They didn't do anything wrong to end their to end their marriages in a fashion that left them right. fucking broke and right. fucking paying out alimony and shit. No, 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 That's no. Weird, dude. Maybe in a couple states, but come on now, come on. Important thing to remember is that women age like milk, while men age like wine. And That's I'm putting awesome. a link to a video called no "Women Mills, in the no. Wall" down below. Many women's looks. Uh, I mean. Me and Joseph had a moment yesterday about Megyn Kelly, but you know, that's rough. That the, the, she's a she's a very particular case. I think there are plenty of women that are in their like forties, fifties that are still hot as shit. Yeah, plenty. Okay. Okay. Good. I mean, I'm not that old, right? Because no, I'm like, because like, I know plenty. how old Megyn Kelly is, and it yeah. starts with the five. No, there's <laughs> women in their fifties that no, even now, like, dude, dime, Word. dime piece. That's Word. yeah, no, there. I mean, even if they're like, it's a ton of movie stars or whatever. I mean, there's a fucking some Hayek and like Angelina Jolie. I mean, there's tons of women that are in their fifties. Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. that are still right up there, right up there. Yeah top tier yeah you probably find a gang of women in their 60s that are still up there just because of the way they can preserve themselves you know what i'm saying <laughs> the yeah i'm not yes, saying yes, yes, yes. i'm not saying that a 60 year old woman is going to stack up against a woman who's 22 like there's ob no. an obvious difference but Indeed. i think there are probably i think there are definitely women in their 60s who are still hot as mm -hmm. shit okay yeah, we'll I, can't name yeah, I can't we'll name to... any i don't know anyone uh, off and the top that's why i'm head, like but i guarantee you there are yeah Guarantee but I'm not yeah. quite getting there. No, oh. I guarantee they're even like just just celebrities, you know. But outside of yeah. that, there's tons of women walking around, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, just women who have been fit their entire lives, and so they're 62, but they have, are there's in a reason, the shape of like a 42 year old. There's a know? reason the term silver fox exists, right? You know right. what I mean? That's a thing. He's not okay. wrong about dudes. Dudes generally do get better looking as they get older. Yeah. But I think that's because you can still make babies when you're fucking 50, 60, 70. You know what I'm saying? So there's, there's got to yeah. have something to still bring the women around. Yeah, essentially, for the most part, physically, like, generally like, speaking, you could be popping kids out t almost till the day you die. Right. Like, generally, there's some, you know, there's some withdrawal of, of, yeah. of sperm count and all that, but. The Just a little is fucking TRT, there. bro, and you're good to go. Joseph, Joseph's back. Just in time for MGTOW. We're talking about MGTOW, baby. Let's go. For those of you that don't know, the wall is like when we hit, I don't know, I've heard different ages for the wall. The Tell earliest me, Dom, stage I've heard is 26. The latest stage I've heard is 30. You know, I have had guys say up to 35, but I think those guys are like capping a little, like we know. It's basically when your uh, looks like fade, no. is the best way to, to say it. I could tell you right now. I have seen, met, chatted with multiple women that are 35 plus. Yeah. Ain't no wall they hitting anytime soon. Right. They, some fucking genetic unicorns maybe, but right. uh, they're not hitting no walls for the next few years. But tell me how it is, Don Lemon. At least she's a woman, so she could say that, I guess. I don't believe her. 
It's like it doesn't mean that Just your looks are gone, but the way that yeah. I understand it, it's like at 18 you look one way, and at 28 you realize you don't look the same way you did at 18, and your options are significantly less. Or you could do 20 and 30 if you think 18 is weird. Ability to attract a wealthy, attractive mate decline rapidly as they hit the age of 30. Men's attractiveness often increases with age because they tend to make more money as they age and often have larger bank accounts. And <laughs> You get hotter when you get older because you have more money. It just, it transmutes itself. It's the same way on like, South Park yeah. that Magic Johnson cured his AIDS with just cash. liquid money. That's right. The moment you're more liquid, oh. it transmutes itself through the property of osmosis that you become more attractive. The beauty of molecules, yes. go, you tran the transitive property of, of beauty molecules. Yeah, yeah, from cash to your face that's it isn't it so, you know, what's what the fuck it's really funny it's like there's so many little telltale things about like you you have to pick it apart over the period of this whole video but you're like you think of attractiveness not in physical beauty unless it's with a woman that's weird when it comes to men's attractiveness all the only things you're saying matter are like experience and wealth and that's it. That's what makes you an attractive and man because you work longer and have more money. Right. So so it, it just kind of solidifies the only value that they're deriving from women is their looks. Yes. Which seems... Seems like not necessarily what you want to do. If, if that's, that's all she has, then why are you marrying her? Maybe I should walk... Maybe I should go my own way because this bitch, she ain't going to be 22 forever. It's It's so incredibly insane. Yet, we're not even I a third of the way there. While generally women's earnings potential withers with their looks, especially if they've had children. The age of 30 is ugly, roughly where male and female money. values intersect. <laughs> if you're ugly, you can't oh make money. This comes at, uh, all women are prostitutes, right? Yeah, it's, it's, everyone is just an OnlyFans model, That's apparently. That's pretty awesome. Isn't it? That's so interesting because, oh, that's so She's true like, yeah, because they say so that men or women out earn men under the age of 30 in major cities. But I guess the idea is that some of that comes from the money they make off of their beauty. I'm guessing anyway. The opposite direction. If a man doesn't Don't get... worry, Pearl. There's no through line to be grabbed there. There, You look confused for reasons because you should be confused because that's fucking crazy. The fuck? I don't think I had that pulled up. Shit. Idea is that some of that comes from the money they make off of their beauty. I'm guessing anyway. The opposite direction. If a man doesn't get married by the age of 35 or 40, then there's only roughly a 12% chance that he's going to get married from that point forward. Wait. Wow. If a guy hasn't got married by the time he's 35 or 40, there's a 12% chance he'll get married. Another reason men should go their own way is because of tests. Women often test men's ability to be providers and tolerate their horrible behavior. The idea is to turn a man into a, an obedient broken shell of his former self that walks around saying, yes dear, all of the time. His spirit has to be broken in many cases so his resources become more easily extracted. We really need to have a conversation with Jordan about this because this seems abusive. I okay. certainly <laughs> some women do that. I certainly some women break the souls of their husbands, but some. those are weak men. Exactly. Also, That's what I don't. I'm <laughs> so fucking crazy. So it's like, bro, you had a bad, shit. you had a bad breakup. Get the where's your homies to tell you? Just buck up, dude. Get back out there. Get on the horse. You'll find somebody that completes you, that makes you happy, that you could build a life with, and everything will be fine. I wonder if this like, where are your friends at? I wonder if this is the prison that he views his parents' relationship through. 
Like, is this that what you is think happened very... between your parents? Do you think that your mom was just trying to extract the wealth from your father? And I'm sure for some I'd of them... I'd love to ask people I'm about sure that. I'm sure for some of them, the answer is yes. But, I know. I, you know... Otherwise, they just become comedians. Some of you have to have healthy upbringings. There has to be at least a few of you yeah. that had good parents and a good house. And, like, a good upbringing, I mean. Hmm. If so... But man, that's like you, your mom, you got to perceive your mother as being an evil, evil woman. And do you not have any friends that are in good relationships with good women? Right. Or or do you just not have any friends? So you, because I don't, I'm confused as to how somebody could make it through to adulthood and not see one version of a relationship that counters this narrative that all women are trying to do this. Well, I don't think it would be that difficult. There are plenty of other crazy ideological narratives that, you know, me and you talk about all the time that you can shatter their, their fucking their facade in three seconds if somebody does. But these people believe it. They go through life believing it. And they will, when confronted with evidence to the contrary, they will religiously push it away because it alters their state of their mind. It's no different in this type of situation. This is just a different, crazy-ass, culty ideology that... Every the minute you become convinced that this is a reality, you your perception of every relationship that you see, this guy's getting fucked. Right. This, she's she's fucking him over. He just she, doesn't know. He's, it. Yeah, he just doesn't know. This poor bastard. If I can only teach in the ways of MGTOW, he'd get away from this That's thing. That's weird. It's fucking dark, is what it is. Because this is whether it's from broken families, perhaps somebody that had a really bad, you know really bad upbringing with their parents or something like that saw some very terrible activity take place in the rat but most of these people that are they're they're like people that are getting out of bad relationships went through a bad relationship or just never got a chance to be in a relationship yeah i mean there's this is it really like societally this is not a message anybody should pick up and run with at all like it's fucking creepy that there are dudes that are proud of this state of mind. And he is more malleable. He becomes silly putty in her hands. A woman asking a man to do something over the top is not her being loving or showing love, but instead she's testing him to see if he can be manipulated. And the ironic- Huh. So if a girl says that I need you to do something over the top, she's trying to see how well that she can control him. You know what? What's over the top? I think it's interesting that this woman is letting another man explain to her how women operate. She's woman, correct? Like, it does not make... I don't understand. Maybe because she is so into the manosphere, she's bought into the narrative so much. She doesn't understand of the, her true, her own true nature? Like, what the fuck? I mean, it's just... At, at Are this you point, exempt from this because... because Like, is she exempt because she's in the club? That she isn't one of these women? Because so you have you a vagina, say. right? So how are you mm-hmm. not grouped in with all women? It's a good question. And if there are some exceptions, she's buying then into there this. There are other exceptions, right? She hasn't pushed back against a single thing he said. The fuck is this? Oh, this is that's interesting. That's that's so real. And I mean, let's okay. So she is buying hook, line, and sinker into all this stuff. Apparently, right? She's not pushing back on any of it. So that's that's a thing. To your point, why? how can you participate in this world? I mean, you are a woman yourself. 
do you feel like you're you have this perception on men do you are you prescribing to men that like you're the only thing that you they exist for is for you to take advantage of i don't know this is so confusing <laughs> it's it's a real deal. I, I don't think I've ever asked for anything over the top, like crazy. I, I think everything over the top that's happened, like that I've been given, like he just gave it to me. Like I never asked. But I'm thinking about it and I'm thinking about those guys that do the rose petals and do like the full like Valentine's Day stuff. And they always are a little bit simpy. Thing is that women want to manipulate men. But when the heaven forbid you occasionally simp on your wife or girlfriend. That just seems... What the fuck, Heaven dude. forbid, bud. Manipulation works. They tend to lose interest. With regards to love, there are often questions as to... So we're always trying to manipulate men. And if it doesn't work, we lose interest. Women are even capable of loving men the way that men love women. Men scale mountains because they love women. They cross seas, invent things, write poetry, and revolutionize the world. It's my own opinion, as well as the so opinion of many other MGTOWs, that women are not hardwired for the same level of love... That did you know that this... My God. You know that they push humans out of their bodies, right? <laughs> it's all just a manipulation tactic, don't they? They don't actually love their children. No. Because they just use their children as pawns to take advantage of the women that the men that they also tricked? Apparently. They're incapable of the level of love that men... That is the dumbest fucking thing I have ever heard. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. And yet, Andrew Tate is one of the most popular people on the internet. They're incapable of the level of love that we have for them. Even though they created a person's life. Joseph, I need your, I need your input on some MGTOW action, buddy. I need, we need you on this one. We can't make heads tails of this nonsense. Except these men are all very mentally ill. And, I mean, this is just a recipe for disaster, bro. Get a bunch of disaffected young men who are pissed off at women. What the fuck? <laughs> men are. This is partially to do with the fact that women need to look after children and need to divert those resources elsewhere. Anyways, MGTOW men want North America and Europe to turn into Japan. We want men refusing to provide love and resources to women on a civilization-wide scale until society crumbles. Women are you selfish. You know they buy <laughs> panties out of vending machines, right? These men are not in control. They're not well-adjusted. They're buying used panties out of a vending machine. <laughs> Is that what you want? It sounds like a fat sack of generalizations. Amen, Joseph. All women are evil. And they're trying to manipulate you and take everything you have. They just need you for... They, they just need you to make babies that they want so they can take them away from you and make you pay for them the rest of your life. And first of all... Okay. And he said that he they, brings up the Japanese culture. He loves right? the children, or they love the children, but they can't love us because they love the children so indeed, much. Indeed, indeed, yeah, you can't cross boundaries there. Your wife doesn't love you; she just loves your kids. She not might as much as I love her. Yeah, exactly. Which is a problem. That means that means you bought and hook, line, and sinker into her lies and her yeah, manipulations. Yeah, because she, <laughs> she would choose the children over me, and that's inherently wrong, right? <laughs> right. The yeah, fuck? no. <sighs> It's so bad, dude. And this guy, he has zero concept of the complexities of what brought the Japanese culture to have such a low birth rate and for the men to be so single and the women to be so single. That's a very complicated topic that goes into deep levels of cultural culture and work and so many different uh, things fuck, that dude. he's just glossing over and say every 
these men, they want it to be like uh, Japan. So then society will crumble. They're still they're still kicking along, bro. Yeah, they okay? also live with their dad still, and their dads tell them what to do. So is that that's what we want? That's I want right. my eight year old dad telling me what to do when I'm fucking forty five. We that's, just need we just need a that's it. we need a full on patriarchal structure where the women are just birthing people. Yeah, because all men are at an advantage in this fucking patriarchy, right? <laughs> this guy. Uh, Man, this guy is an incel and has no idea what he's talking about. Amen. Yeah. But then being boosted by one of the biggest manosphere women, fucking pearly also, things. That just means that he's level three MGTOW, Joseph, and exactly. you don't even get it. <laughs> you did miss the early levels of MGTOW, so you can't be faulted for that. Okay. Is that what's happening in Japan? I know I've seen that, like, single women, That's that's really bad in japan able to man up and take responsibility and we don't want to take responsibility for childlike women that have given up on their own responsibilities but continue to demand that we What's men provide them entitlements because they have a golden vagina when a <laughs> man tries vagina. to live for himself right. women he's got a funny I love that he can say cock carousel but not <laughs> vagina don't say vagina Okay, that's that's a play into their their manipulative narrative don't We're even, not even talk say about it's a curse word oh my god <laughs> What up, TH? Cock carousel, but can't say vagina. The guy is five years old. He is officially five years old. He's a thousand percent an incel who likes to... He doesn't like the term incel, so they, they, he, he attached on to MGTOW. Level three, Doug. <laughs> a midlife crisis and try to shame him back into submission. Yet when a woman goes through menopause, men are supposed to just tolerate her hot flashes as well as mood swings. But a man in a midlife crisis needs therapy, according to women. Oh, that's so true. That's so true. <laughs> we deal with their hot flashes. <laughs> and then when we hit a midlife crisis, we're told to go get therapy. Yeah, no yeah, ladies bro, are in therapy, Yeah, bro, go get some therapy, right? man, no if you ladies, got issues. No ladies are in therapy, right? The, they're, they're definitely not the number one demographic seeking psychological care at all, right? It's nah. definitely not white women. No, nah, they're just going through menopause, and when you have issues with it, they tell you to go to uh, to therapy. Yeah. The, the scary thing about this, right? Or a Corvette, Joseph says. Yes, get yourself a good old-fashioned T-top Corvette. Corvette. That's the standardized. Yes. Something. I thought about getting a motorcycle the other day. Yeah. I mean, I am 30. I'm almost 36. It makes sense. Oh, Jesus. But the scariest thing about this is, again, she's just, yeah, that makes sense. I totally agree with this. True. They never send women in menopause to therapy. That's but they always true. talk about how men That's that are true. in midlife crisis. The guy we MGTOWs There's look up to women the most. Women in menopause seek medical intervention. That's not true. All the like, time. That's not true. Exactly. You have a pussy, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm starting like, to wonder. You have a vagina? Sorry. <coughs> vagina? Like, what is happening? The golden vagina? Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck, dude? I don't understand yeah. this. <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't watch this earlier this week. You're just, <laughs> such an honest like reaction. Is Nikola Tesla a lifelong bachelor that invented oh, many no, you of the technologies? Hear this. This, this is this is, this is Nikola Tesla right. a lifelong bachelor. True. 
They never send women in menopause to therapy, but they always talk about how men that are in midlife crises. The guy we MGTOWs look up to the most is Nikola Tesla, a lifelong bachelor that invented many of the technologies that we use today. He registered hundreds of patents and invented the 20th century by many accounts. Do you think that he could have invented all the things that he did if he had a wife and children to support? Most MGTOWs. Hey, you know what else happened? (laughs) Someone stole all his shit, you dumb fuck. You know what we don't use to power shit? A Tesla coil, you fucking idiot. You see all those power lines that go to your house, you fucking moron? Yeah, he invented mad shit, and then someone stole it, you Somebody fucking idiot. It. He was a mad alpha, that's why someone else took all his fucking shit and made all the money, right? Here, click, click like, the button. What the fuck, dude? I'm not shitting on Tesla, but how is that the guy that you're looking up to when someone jacked all his stuff? Also... Tesla's people that generally love the Tesla conversation are super into all the conspiracies. Remember and that. do we not, dude? I don't. I don't know. All right. All right. Let's also avoid long-term relationships because women have multiple male friends that they use for different functions. Effectively, women have the equivalent of a male harem. One man to sleep. Wait, hold on. With one to bankroll her. Another one to use as an emotional tampon. Okay, one man to sleep with, one to pay for everything, and one to use as an emotional tampon. What else? And other men for all kinds of functions. One man simply can't satisfy the modern woman. And the sooner men real- I wonder how common it is for, and you guys will have to tell me because in my instance, it's not correct that your wives have multiple other male friends that provide them services that you are either unable or unwilling to provide because that's what they're saying is that they have a male harem for one person that they're married to, right? Mm-hmm. Who feasibly would also be paying for all their things. And then a bunch of other dudes yeah, that will give them other things. Because their husband doesn't want to listen to them and doesn't want to pay for their things. So they have to find other... Um, I, there aren't... My wife doesn't have other people that pay for her things or like other dudes that she talks to. So I mean, she talks to I a lot of dudes on our soccer team. Uh, I mean, like, <laughs> you know, I like mean, our like friends. for emotional support, yeah. you know? No. So I don't know. This, it really just paints, like, the saddest picture of somebody's, like, life and relationships. If you've come to this conclusion through experience, it's like you you rolled a one every possible time you could have. And you just got the worst situations going on. You've been through the worst relationships. You've had the worst outcomes. This is this does not sound typical of anything. No, it's no. so generalized, but twisted in a fashion that is purely negative. Because if I heard someone tell me this is their tale, like this is my experience with women, I'd say you got to stop meeting women at the bar. Word. And you got to find a better place to find women. Yeah, because go you're somewhere some else. Real non-classy broads. Yeah, these these are. These are club people you're taking back at fucking 2 a.m. in the morning. Women are just all savages, huh? Just all savages. All right. Realize this, the sooner they can go their own way. A traditional marriage and family is a great... Male friends are really common nowadays. I mean, I don't know girls with straight up like sugar daddies or anything. I, I said, well, well, I should say, well, it's not uncommon. Okay. Okay. For men in this... 
you, but if that's the case, just, I don't just walk away a, from your entire point. That's also a different thing than being married to somebody and having other men provide you with those other services. Yes. Having a sugar daddy is a different thing. That's a mm-hmm. dude who's in a relationship or non-relationship with you that's also paying for your shit. That's not what you just described. Nope. Not even a little bit. But it sounds good, so we just roll with it. This day and age. If a man wants a child of his own, I would suggest that he go to either Mexico or Thailand and have a surrogate mother give birth to his own child. That this was is the old go to the Philippines. He doesn't know what he's talking about because, as we know, if you're a, a YMH fanboy, we all know the only place to go if you're an incel who's been dejected from all women in the United States, you need to go to the Philippines. How... Mexico or Thailand is not the spot. And you wouldn't get a surrogate here just because it's too expensive? Like, I don't understand. Because what makes the women different over there? There are women who sell their wombs all the time here. So why would you not be able to do that here? If that's what you want is just a a child. I mean, if you sign a surrogacy agreement, that woman has no legal rights to the child that she just delivered for you. So Mm -hmm. I believe he explains a little bit more, if I remember right. Way his child can never be taken away by the mother. That's true. That is true. That's the only. That's the one thing. The more I'm learning about the court system, the more I realize when men have kids, those kids aren't theirs anyway. It's the mom's because if she doesn't want him to see it, see the kid, there there ain't really shit he can do about it. Um, and that's why I talked to a girl the other day that was like, oh well, why doesn't he just keep fighting for his kid? And I used to think like that too. Oh my gosh, I, that's I totally true. That's yeah. not true. If you don't, my dad was a piece of trash. Mm-hmm. We still went and visited him. Uh, so that's not that's not, not true, true. It's in, not, in this you state are a respectable person who doesn't have a horrific criminal history or history of being poor to your family oh. you have it, might, it will not be as much time as you as they get with the mother but you they cannot completely remove your child from you with no evidence Yes. To indicate why that should be the case. Even in this state, which yeah. is one of the more hostile towards the father, right? Yes. And that's and – th- let me put that's it this way true. too. If you were to act the way he is insisting you act towards your your, your <laughs> wife yes. and the mother of your children, yes. yeah, guess what happens when you go to court? You're going to lose access to your kids because you're a piece of shit who only sees your relationship purely transactional because you're a fucking psychopath as an extraction of wealth and resources. This is like devoid of all emotion. Yeah. And I mean, that sounds pretty kind of textbooky fucking sociopathic behavior. It's a, it's a remix of the communist manifesto to make (laughs) women the government. Yes. Like that's, they're just extracting your wealth and resources from you. That's all that they're doing. That's why you can't become level four and actually see the state for what it is until you hit level four after you've been through all the other stuff. Once women embody the state, then you you can go ahead and adopt the hatred towards the the state. That's the connection. There it is. Okay. We got to it. It's incoherent, but that's the connection. That's pretty interesting. (laughs) That's fucking wild. Oh. Really did. I was like, why wouldn't you go to court? Like, it didn't make any sense to me. Like, if you're a good dad, you go to court. Until I realized how bad the court system is. I really, it's not really known to people honestly in day-to-day life and so then he looks like a deadbeat but the more honestly the more i learn about the court system the more i think that deadbeat dads are a myth and that and i i don't know this is (laughs) 
Oh, go ahead. I, go ahead. <laughs> Deadbeat dads are a myth, Donovan. That's that's the more she investigates the court system. I'm not even going to rant it. I'm not going <laughs> to rant it because it's so fucking ludicrous. I've talked so many times on this show about what an absolute pile of dog shit my father is. My father has never met either of my children. That's right. Not a single time. He's never asked to meet either of my children. Deadbeat fathers are absolutely a thing. She literally, literally actually doesn't know what she's talking about i'm men's warehousing i know for certain that she doesn't know what she's talking about because i'm living underneath a deadbeat father i mean it that's you're wrong you couldn't be more wrong deadbeat fathers don't exist that's one of the most ridiculous things i've heard her say congratulations you discovered the title of the episode i'm men's warehousing yeah it's just Jesus, Most man. men live lives of quiet desperation. This shit is fucked. Out loud, but I think that deadbeat dads are a myth because I think that it's it's not the men not wanting to be a part of their kids' lives. It's more the women not letting the dads be a part of their lives. Okay, more so, so now than that men. I'm 28 years old, I'm 28. I don't speak with my mother. I haven't in over a year. Mm-hmm. What is it that's hindering my father from reaching out to me and speaking to him? Is it my mom? Nope. Is it is it anything but him? Nope. Hey, look at that. Interesting. Does fatherhood end when the kid is eighteen years old? Joseph, when your kids are eighteen, are you no longer their father? Is it no longer do you no longer have any responsibility in creating or or maintaining a relationship with them? When they turn eighteen, is it totally on them? That's what my dad thinks. Is that now that I'm an adult, it's totally on me to ensure that that relationship happens, Mm -hmm. right? That's not deadbeat behavior at all. Not even a little bit, right? Isn't that interesting? Come on now. They don't exist. It's only the mothers keeping them from the fathers. It's a lifetime. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. It's almost like you have some kind of like... She has daddy issues. You you have uh, instilled a sense of like duty and responsibility... When you reach the level of fatherhood. It's a lifetime, Joseph says. That is precisely yep. correct. Your duties as a father do not ever end. Yep. They do not end until your life is over. Yeah. Once you dead, you've done your deal. Hopefully you've done it well enough that you, you feel good leaving your kids alone in the world. Never ends until you end. Not wanting to. And he often pays thirty to $40,000 to have his own child free and clear that he can raise in any which way he wants. What's also really unfortunate today is that many men get married, and now that they're married, just now do they realize that they've gotten married and have kids and are effectively MGTOWs. They see the benefit to it, but they're stuck in the relationship. This issue of being a closeted MGTOW is one that many of my listeners face. Other men get married because they like to play a game called Captain save They want to rent- <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know. It's awesome. Yeah, we're just gonna let Captain it ride. Sabo. Captain Sabo, baby. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. By paying off their student loans, buying them a nice home, and furnishing it, as well as spoiling them rotten like princesses. Yet many of the women they tend to rescue are used up slow that have been riding the carousel for most of their lives. <laughs> now they start to censor it. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like we need to have a conversation with this dude and be like, hey, bro, you do you do realize, like, you're in a real dark place. Used up with, sluts with been riding the cock carousel. <laughs> That's what he said. That's what he said. That's wild. And what he's describing at this point is sugar daddies. He's talking about a sugar daddy. He's talking about becoming a sugar daddy because you still want to be able to, you know, 
throw some of your wealth around and make this person's life and blah, oh blah, blah. God. But, you know, these people, are they're whatever podcast chicks in another five years. But it's the only thing that exists anymore, apparently. He's kind of funny, isn't he? <laughs> For to date bad Sad. boys and jerks instead of good, loving, supportive, and good-hearted men. Many men can't even get dates or relationships these days because they seem to be unattractive to women. Because you and women them. have no interest in dating them and having sex with them. But it's much harder for unattractive men than it is for unattractive women. And men that are incapable of getting dates and getting into relationships are often called TFLers or true force loneliness type of guys. Many of them are- No one is incapable. That's not true. That's, you're not incapable of getting a date. You're a fucking creepy weirdo and no one wants to be yeah. right. He's not, you're not incapable. You aren't incapable, Maybe that's you, not true. If you didn't hate women so much, you might be able to get some dates. Find an uglier bitch. Are you ugly? <laughs> Find an uglier bitch. If you're ugly, like you just said, it's hard for ugly dudes. You're not gonna date a 10. It's not gonna work out that way. You might, that happens sometimes. That does happen. It does happen. But you shouldn't bet on that. And you should, you should have realistic standards of what is attainable if you're just, if this is what your goal is. If that's your goal is to just get married and wiped up and shit, then you need to be more. I don't even want to tell you not to shoot for the stars because he, <laughs> ugly dudes get hot chicks. Like, yeah, that bro. does happen. So I've, I've been punching away above my weight my entire life. It's, yeah, so I don't understand <laughs> the, like, that's very weird. That's a very weird way to think about that. It's not just women's fault. It's also hot dudes' fault and bad guys, bad, bad boys, because they they – that's why I don't, how did that only come up now? The bad boys are also responsible because they're warping the minds of the women. So then I thought this was women's nature. Yeah. We're not. If they inherently want to find someone that they can be a succubus on, then why would they go for bad boys? That doesn't this cut against your original argument that this is just the true yeah. nature of women? Oh, yeah, baby. None of this makes sense at all. Which is even, again, more terrifying because... You know, the followership is not small. Bitter because they cannot get female attention, and many of them focus on conspiracy theories instead as a hobby. Some men go overseas and look for foreign brides to marry, and this too is a bad idea because female nature is the same everywhere around the world. Bringing a foreign bride back to a Western country ensures that in many cases that she will leave you. Many times foreign women are marrying foreign men just to get a new passport, and once they enter this new country, they find more attractive males. If she left the country of her own origin behind, what makes you think that she won't leave you behind? Is that a There's an epiphany there. There's an epiphany, right? Okay. If if the woman is willing to leave her country behind, what makes you think she won't leave you behind? She just left her country, which apparently is the most important thing here. It has nothing to do with you two and your relationship at all. No, 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 no. You went overseas, you wifed up, you come back. To the West, so you're insinuating you went outside the Western world for this. So you went to Mexico. Well, I don't know if Mexico counts in his you book. He, he did say man. Mexico and Thailand. Yeah, but if he was smart, what he would have gone to the Philippines. <laughs> was that a good point? No, Wait, that was kind of a good point. It's not a good point. <laughs> I mean, Pearl. most of the time, passport bros leave their wives. Dad. No, I've seen a couple that brought him back. If she'll leave her country, but I never thought about it that way. That's kind of a good point. That's kind of a good point. Another Why, possible funny. That yeah. doesn't make it a good point. Exactly. It's, funny. it's like, oh, yeah, that, that's, that's hilarious. Right. It's a good tagline on a bit, so it's a great point. Yeah. Like, that's not that's how it not, works. No. Solution for men looking for love are synthetic lovers. In Japan, people pay for affection, 
conversation, sex, and often each of their needs are met in a service type of setting. But some men are not content doing this and choose to search for Nawalt. Nawalt stands for not all women are like that. And apparently there's a... <laughs> okay, okay. I swear, I swear. I used to... I feel like I probably said that at some point, but it, it's the most annoying complaint to me. Well, not all women, but it, okay. And I was looking at the virginity rates from 100 years ago. Like what percent of women admitted to having premier johnson why are you oh naked my because God. my t-shirt sucks Look at youtube so goddamn much sometimes all right we're back they like i think 15 it was um and it was only like i think 15 it was it was less than 30 percent because i think i said it was 15 percent. let's say women lie right women lie so let's double it let's say we're gonna double it 30 percent. that means Two out of three women, I mean slightly more, were virgins on their wedding night. So you could say, well, not all women are like that. Not all women have OnlyFans. That's true. But but it's like you're taking away from the point, which is to be honest, ladies, we don't really bring a lot to the table nowadays. Just as a group. Like you can you could say, well, I'm the best player on my team, but you're still on the losing team. You're still on the team that's bringing down. That makes all the humans. You're on the team that make all the new people. What the fuck? This is some serious inception level, like, women hater talk, man. It's so fucking dark. Like, I can't imagine meeting a dude that actually felt like this. That's fucking tragic is what it is. It's tragic that there's a group of dudes out there who think that all women are fucking evil and who only exist to ruin your life. Group big enough and to it, name it. And there are women out there who will be like, yeah, word, we fucking suck. I'm probably different, though. Ah, bro. Society. Anyway. ...number of women that are not into marrying men for their money and resources as their primary motivator, but they genuinely care about men. Such a woman is rare and often like a purple squirrel or a unicorn, but sometimes a man that goes after women constantly gets friend zone. The friend zone is a place where a man becomes a utility for a woman, but gains no sexual favors, pleasures, or a relationship in return for the friendship that he provides a woman. And even if he does marry her, she will tire of him almost certainly in her 30s, and she will say things like, like, not tonight, honey, and deny him sexual release and possibly use that as a way to control him. But the truth of the matter is that <laughs> what is happening can't. today has ultimately been caused by men's ingenuity. Without the oil to run our economy, women would not have all of the benefits of cheap food and tons of leisure time. Men have released the oil genie out of the bottle, and some male functions have become obsolete because of it. Women are also using new communications technologies like smartphones and computers to increase their pool of available men. So in turn, they're getting... Yes, smart. Cause so he's this guy's smart, man. Oh, and my phone just died. That's what I get for leaving YouTube on what for fucking fuck? five hours, fifteen minutes. I don't know, Joseph. I don't know if it's a computer-generated voice or not. I don't. There's too much of an accent in it for me. There's too much of an accent in for me. You could tell he's recorded this whole thing and chopped it up yeah. because there's very inconsistent, inconsistent spacing in his words, but. It's it's still like I I totally believe this is the dude that's sitting there working real hard on this recording it yeah. editing it all that good shit because yeah. there's there's like accent Oof. in his voice and all this stuff like this is a real dude and if it's not a real dude if it's not a real dude's voice it's a real dude behind the keys but again I still think it's a real person there's too much of kind of like this accent in there that is like it's too authentic to be a computer.
I don't know. Maybe there's some unca- uncanny valley shit in there that yeah. I just can't get over. But I still think it's a dude. And I mean, he talks about his listeners, blah blah blah. And there's a few like points of inflection and stuff that I'm just like, no, that's that's dude. He's just there's as somebody that's done audio editing and stuff like that. Sometimes it, you just can't make a really smooth transition, and there's an unnatural cut somewhere right. in the audio where there might not be like clicks or pops or anything like that, but like the the standardized spacing and how you how you intonate between words and things like that. Yeah, you just can't fully you know look at the book show. That's there's a couple cuts in there right. that I'm just not proud of, but it is the way it is, and that's the sense I get from this. This dude's sitting down trying real fucking hard to sound real fucking smart. And he's convincing somebody of his bullshit. Basically saying that men created this society and invented all this stuff for women to have a better life. And basically, okay. okay. Here, Joseph's types right. of men that they date. Modern technology means that women can keep searching for a better man, even when they have one at home. It's just good enough for now. And I want to close this video by but talking about the truth. it doesn't mean that men can always search for a better woman, right? Mm-mm. That doesn't work the same way. No, you just get wronged and have to bolt. Apparently, you got to become MGTOW. You're just a victim to your wife the whole time. Yeah, or your girlfriend, or this is why you can't have more. Right, because they're know, all going to do you dirty. You know that we know more than one person who doesn't share money with their wife. Like, yeah, more than one. More than one. So and they have. <laughs> so it's not. That's not an untenable way to proceed, you know? It's all dependent on your, like, you don't have to be like, here's all the credit cards and the debit card. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot. Every. If you want to control your wife like that, you can dole her out cash, you know, spending money that she has for the week if that's what you want. Like, if that's how things work. I don't think that's, I don't think that's a healthy way to roll. But if that's like, I don't know. There are women that do that. There are people oh, yeah. with relationships like that. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Especially if you really feel like the only value that she's bringing is her looks. So she's got nothing else. Why wouldn't you do that? Or maybe you would just buy one car. Yeah. To I, make sure that they can't drive anywhere. I respect you. my wife more than that. So she has a copy of, of she, we share a bank account and she yeah. has a copy of all of the credit cards. Like so she, that, so yeah. if you, if she needs to handle something for the family while you're out working, she right. can go do that. She manages my house. Exactly. She manages my house. So I know it's like almost as if there's like a collaborative effort to ensure that there's a stable family unit happening between two parties it's very weird and it's a it, it, it's a nice give and take thing between two people that really care about each other wow what a fucking concept I don't know. it's difficult from well and everybody's situation is going to be different every couple works different everybody finds ways right. that work for them and it's it, this i again i just can't help but come back to like i feel real bad for this dude i want to i want to know more about him because I don't, I'm only assuming that you only come to this place by getting fucked over in a really rough relationship at some point. Or, again, because even like it's, you could be an incel and like never have had a girl, but I don't, that like there's too much hatred involved for you have not to been scorned at least once hard in your life. Especially because all of these things that he's talked about can, are issues that, can and probably should be dealt with in an open discussion about expectations before you marry somebody like even the frequency in which you have sex 
that's it might be an uncomfortable or weird discussion for you to bring up but if there's and it shouldn't certain, be like, at that point of your no, relationship no but if you have the expectation of like I, I i expect that we will have sex three times a week like then you should state that because yes. then you could find yourself in a situation in which you feel mm -hmm. like you're being it's being withheld or whatever but i don't it, well and it's encompassed on both parties that at that point like i don't know I'm going to ask you a very personal question now. Yeah. Feel free not to answer it. Have you ever been in a position to, like, pass on sex with your wife? Yes. Okay. And you made that choice. Yes. And did your relationship fall apart afterwards? No. No. Every People are in different spots all the time, man. Like, if, if wifey's not in the mood for whatever reason, maybe you want to find out if you have anything to do with that. Maybe you have a conversation about, you know... It, just to like boil right. it down to the point, right. am I doing something that's making me less attractive to you? Am I am am I am I getting too fat? Am I am I being a dick? Am I being short with you? Am I being an asshole? What's what's going on right. here? Because we used to fuck all the time. What is happening right now? Is this if if this is different? I should know about it so I can adjust and I can make. If this is something that I can control and I don't like in my own behavior and maybe I'm just not recognizing it. Yeah, I would hope that my partner would tell me about it so that I can adjust those things and we can get back to fucking. But yeah, and it goes both ways. You know, women are very different. We think very different, all that good shit. But, like, men are pretty straightforward, man. If if you got an issue, we should solve that issue. We, sh we should figure out what's going on so we can get down to brass tacks and figure out how to fucking fix it. Yeah. It may not be that direct path with a woman. It might be. It might not be. I, I'm just saying I don't know. I'm just leaving room for there to, to be wiggle room and be That's different. so weird. <sighs> no, and I agree. I don't. Men invented the dishwasher and washing machine so women could spend more time bent over that. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Just kidding. <laughs> don't get your no. panties in a bunch. Yeah, no, and I, I completely agree with you. <sighs> I'm on like a three day tilt. If we're on day three and there's not even been like discussion, like, what's up? Like, what's up with, you know, because what's something else going is going on, on here, to distract you, you know? at least. Oh, or whatever. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, if something, if there hasn't been some type of. Of even like a, yo, I want to fuck you, you know, like whatever. Thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. What's up with this? Yeah. What's going on here? And it could be that you've you know? just been in a bad mood all week and you've been a dick or something, right? Yeah. It could be on your end. But You're not the fucking godsend. I'm the man. What I say goes. I expect sex three nights a week. No, but on but at that point, I will inquire red flags. what is up with that. Exactly. If you that's know? your standard. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then you would enter into a conversation with somebody that you care about gr deeply that you don't assume is just using you for your resources. Right. This is so fucked up, man. This is, oh, it's so fucked up. And again, this is only one, actually, I don't think I should say again, because I don't think I brought it up, but this is only one dude's perspective on the, the MGTOW thing, but it is being amplified and agreed That's to so by somebody, this pearly, Pearly things, Just gal. Pearly things. Pearl Davis. Pearl Davis, who is huge in the manosphere space. Yeah. Which is why this video matters. It's so weird. Because even if he's totally off base and totally wrong to the MGTOW thing, she's agreeing with it wholeheartedly. She hasn't pushed back at all. She's she's agreed with this guy and acquiesced to his statements of fact. So oh, well that's interesting. I didn't I didn't really think about that. that that's a good point. Bro, if you 
if you've got any issues with this, you should be pushing back against it. He's, he doesn't even have a fucking face to show you. So you should have zero fear in calling his stupidity out. Yeah, this is Like so I'm doing weird. right now. Whoever this fucking idiot is, I would love to have a conversation with him and really, really dig down into like the true depths of like who fucking hurt you, bro? Who fucking yes, hurt you? There's something at the root of this. This is fucked. Is it your parents? You don't I, just naturally arrive at this conclusion. No, man. No, you cannot look at the landscape of of every every relationship that exists in your life. Anything around you in the vicinity, you're going to assume that every single one of them is being manipulated by that woman. That so seems mentally ill. Seems mentally ill nature of women. Women cower and hide under their beds in a real emergency. And last Christmas, the power in my city went out for a few days due to a giant ice storm. And most of the women hey, were you know inside why I of their wife to use a gun because I trust that if I'm not at home, she'll shoot somebody with that gun. Yes, I trust that. And I also, do, uh, you this... know why? Because she loves those children more than she could ever love me. Amen. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I trust that she will shoot somebody with that gun. Uh... She got what she wanted from you already, bro. Yeah. Done. I don't even know she why. don't need me anymore. <laughs> she doesn't need those babies. Oh, we fucked up. We fucked up. We should have done a segment on this with with Jordan in the room. <laughs> oh, my God. Because she'd be having a fucking field day. I can just imagine. Next Pearl Davis one, we'll oh, save it. We'll bro. have Jordan in here. Yep. We'll get her parents be... to watch the kids in the room. Yeah, because yes. I think it would be. she would be great. To, once so once I get the studio set up, I can do one with Exactly. Her. Like we can just watch her just yes. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so expect that. My wife has, a, we talked about it a little bit when Creature was here. It's like, she's got a whole theory. We, we've talked about it many times. Her and I have the theory like the resurgence of the divine feminine so i love sharing <laughs> yes. this stuff with her because she just yeah i should i i listened to that trigonometry episode with pearl davis with her oh yeah and yeah, she yeah. had some pretty good shit to say oh i bet it was pretty interesting i yeah. bet homes or at the shopping mall while the men were out in the cold working to restore power without oh, and also he's talking about losing power during an ice storm bitch lived in texas awesome he either lives in texas or he lives over in like fucking sweden somewhere which right. i highly doubt <laughs> this dude's got texas written all over him men civilization would collapse yet somehow women think that they no longer need with, men okay and he said men without are obsolete. men civilization would collapse how do you make a baby with no woman just go down to mexico or with thailand no, with no woman <laughs> with no women at all how it's do you make not a baby? in this country yeah isn't that interesting <laughs> this is a we we only do dudes here. Yeah, that's our shit. Is we only have dudes. Only up here. butt babies. That's, that's the only type of baby we have here <laughs> is butt babies. It. We figured out a way. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a really I'm hilarious thing to say. He's not making a case for gay marriage at this point. Going, I mean, we're all bros. Right. We're all bros. It's more Why fun. bring women into it? Yeah. Just marry your best bro. Hang out with and your, then with your dog all the time. You guys both go down to mexico thailand or the philippines that's awesome. you you surrogate some kids you bring them back and then you you raise them up as a family unit that's so awesome. oh wait shit we're gay now i i i didn't realize we crossed the threshold now <laughs> that we're living like a gay lifestyle done done next, that's what you're describing the next level of migtow is you don't have to fuck your best friend to be married to him <laughs> that's, you can that's marry level him. Five. yeah you don't have to, fuck to be yeah you don't have to fuck to be gay oh married oh my god that's awesome uh, only no no, no it, it won't be that's it's, the next step it's no 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 this is it this is the net this is it this, <laughs> this is, is it? it this is it level five migtow let's go it's not gay to consummate your marriage with your best friend word if you keep fucking him then it's gay 
But if you just do it the one time to make it legal, then it's not gay. That's the next level. That's the next level of MGTOW. Is it isn't gay if you only fucking one time. <laughs> I mean, that's the logical path he's on. Yeah. Do you have to consummate? So it's not gay to consummate. That's but, it. But we've already reached level four. We don't need to bring the state into it anyways. Hashtag not gay to consummate. So this is purely that's this awesome. is purely a spiritual connection that we need to right. do. <laughs> this is so awesome. That is true. That that is so true. When I hate women's empowerment. I hate it. It's the stupid if you want to go, okay, let's let's talk real women's empowerment. Go be an electrician. That's that's empowering. Oh no, I don't want to do that. I just want my boss. My uh my brother in law. Who is yeah. an electrician? Yep, is engaged to another electrician. It's awesome. I'm just saying, like she's boss making the wrong CEO point. position because she's I've watched all these movies and these girls have these boss babe, and it's just so Diana. But but that's true. Tons of Men have built up society for women to or shit on them as a thank Romeos. you in a way. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Well, especially around yeah. here. The spirits <laughs> of the boat shoes, the Romeos. Tons of ladies wearing Romeos in the yard. Romeos and plaid. Yeah, tons of. <laughs> well, that does it for my introduction to MGTOW. I've added about 25 videos in the description about... below. That's so. He, also he was kind of making points, wasn't he? Bit. the passport bros thing if she'll leave so that is the introduction to MGTOW by god fucking damn. sloppy dude god damn you Josh Keaton god damn you you teaching ass motherfucker alright Jesus oh. Christ so we did it you did it you, how was your first MGTOW lesson dude what do you think about these fucks that guy don't need to be with anybody. Pussy ass bitches that yeah. don't deserve. Stay at home, dude. Yeah. Just stay home. Just go back to your old incel title. Yeah. Live in the basement where you belong. I don't want you procreating anyway. That's and you know what I gotta say about all this? That's fine. I think the MGTOW army should grow because more women for us. Yeah. Grow it, dude. Go. It's it's gonna get so big we're gonna have to bring back polygamy just because there's gonna be too many ladies out there. Yeah, but you, but yeah, exactly. Yes, there's gonna be too many ladies. <laughs> it's like a tweak to the Elon Musk status, you know what I mean? I've truly been blessed. All I can say is find the right one. I've never been told no three times a day or more if I want. Sorry, incels. You're just not trying hard enough. Probably just quitters. That's, that's, what, I, right. that's what I said. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. No one is incapable Joseph. of getting laid. No one is incapable no. of getting laid. Prostitution is the oldest profession in known history. Word. No one is incapable of getting laid. This is true. And if, all, if women, if their only value is found in their looks, then pay them for what their value is. Yeah. Pay a whore. That's that's what that is. I that's mean, that's, what that's the end for. result. That goes along with level five. Yeah, it's, it's not getting consummate <laughs> as long as you continue to pay a prostitute afterwards. It's fine because I mean, really you've you already, like to fuck women. You've already set yourself up as a a, a highly attractive male yeah. by becoming wealthy. Yes, which is the only thing apparently that really controls your attractiveness. Um, so go to town. What are we doing here? I was listening to Matt and Shane's yesterday. I How was this a Joss Keaton topic? We he's. He's in a very nice relationship. How are you getting exposed to this MGTOW stuff, bro? Is right. it just the Andrew Tate stuff? That's that's what I'd be curious yeah, about. How did you find out about this, what, Josh? what is this? I didn't even... like I, Because you had told me the comment earlier this week, right? And I was like thinking MGTOW, MGTOW. I was like, oh, that's the men going their own way thing. Yeah. Did not know the depths of which I would be reaching when I started to look into it. But Jeez, Josh. Shout out Josh Keaton, buddy. Okay. Yeah, we well, love you. Yeah, with that, I think we can end our third I segment. So. We'll take our last break. We'll be back in just a few minutes for yep. part four, the official grab bag of the grab bag show. Woo! 
Salt of the Streets, episode 147. My name is Donovan. I'm Colin. I am at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at Alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram. And Colin's at Big Bird Afi on both those things. You can find all this at saltofthestreets.com, including our Patreon, patreon.com slash saltofthestreets for the articles and for uh, all kinds of back episodes and all, all the stuff. All so, the stuff. And if you choose to subscribe at a higher tier, we will fulfill those rewards. So yeah, yeah. that is that. And we will see you on the flip side. Thank you very much. And we're back. Thank you very much for joining us, everybody. This is part four of episode 147 of Salt of the Streets. My name is Donovan. I'm Colin. We are thrilled that you are still with us. You can find us on all of our social medias. I'm at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at Alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram. And Colin is a big bird offy on both of those things. You can find all of this at saltofthestreets.com, including our Patreon, patreon.com slash saltofthestreets. The more beers that I have, the more difficult that becomes every time. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Every time. Joseph is out there working on some poor man's burn ends. We talked about this before. Ooh, Delicious. It's about time to get the smoker cracking again. It is indeed. It's about that time. Just about that season. So, yeah. Very well, excited. we're fucking working on studio next weekend, so maybe I'll see about some ribs or something like that. Fucking you know? A, man. That would not suck. Yeah, it won't be rainy and pissy, I don't think, so it should be easier to cook them. It took me a long-ass time last time because it was yeah. raining. Yeah, that's right. For Dax's birthday. But most of them were pretty damn good, those ribs. So uh, No. No, they weren't pretty damn good. They were, <laughs> you know, what's above that? Just go there. Yeah. I remember, because, yeah, I brought a whole fucking extra plate of them back home that night. Yes. And did they last more than two hours once I got home? They did not. Well, and at Costco, they, like, that pack, it was always three racks, you know? So, because yeah. um, I was thinking of inviting Cody out, too. So that would be worth it if it's going to be us, because mm -hmm. Cody would probably bring Mike and the kid. Fuck yeah. At that point, three racks will just be worth it. Yeah. You know? Have little buddies running around. Mm -hmm. That'd be fucking dope. That'd be dope. And I'm excited to get the other studio up and running. It's going to be sweet. Yes. I'm ready to start making the commute, baby. I'm ready to start. It's going to be sweet. <laughs> this is the grab bag of the grab bag. This whole show obviously yep. has been uh, listener request and grab bag type topics. But this is, of course, the part of the show where Colin tries to break my brain like he did a few weeks ago. But that was with... <laughs> Monetary talk. That yeah. Different. Now we're going to have so. fun this time. Um, we've talked a lot about the, the, we'll say the show has a great long storied history with always sunny in Philadelphia. Yes. Um, and I mean, if there was one character or actor that you truly love on always sunny, would Charlie day not fit that? Probably that role. Yeah, you know, I, I like Rob McElhenney, but um, I think uh, Mick what? McElhenney. Yeah, McElhenney. Okay, I don't oh, know. It's McElhenney, yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's McElhenney. That's I, what, yes. It's like if because if you don't know how yes. to pronounce it, yeah, we'll it, get there. It is McElhenney. I've heard him break down why it is that way before. I don't remember what it is, but that's why his name is Mac on the show. Is mm -hmm. because his last name is McElhenney. And Charlie is Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. Right. Yes. So this is a clip from the fucking whatever one of the stupid canceled shows thanks to the writer strike which is how you can tell it's a bullshit show because mm. this so-called comedian doesn't even write his own fucking jokes so it now they can't do the show down and immediately oh, yeah. shut down game over all of the late night shows yes all um, of them and i think snl is finishing only because they already have their shit written yeah they're gonna run out like these guys they come off tuesday yeah because that's done but we get we'll get into the strike actually a little later um but this uh, this is a show from Jimmy Kimmel. 
This is a clip from Jimmy Kimmel. So we're going to watch this and then dive into the complex nature of men's relationships. And we're going to get real personal and we're going to have some discussion okay. about this. I saw your buddy Rob Malcolmetti yesterday. Uh -huh. No, yesterday, on Saturday. Him and his new best Damn it. I did it again. Got to turn the fucking desktop audio on. I saw your buddy Rob McElhenney yesterday. Uh -huh. No, yeah, yesterday on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Him and nope. his new best friend Ryan Reynolds. Mm -hmm. Indeed. It's How new does best that? <laughs> new best friend. He's very upset What's about that. What's going on there? Is that yeah. cause you any? Um, I don't know. Heartache? Jealousy and yeah, bad feelings yeah. a little bit. Yeah, he's trying to trade up on me. You know. I mean, he comes up with this idea <laughs> to buy this soccer team or football team, as they call yeah, it now yeah. that they're he Welsh. He calls it. Yeah, he calls it football. But yeah, he's learning soccer. to speak Welsh also. You know this. Because no. uh, Rob and Ryan Reynolds have purchased the Wexham town, you know, um, I forget what they it is. Too, a, they have too much money is yeah, what you're saying. There's two seasons of a documentary out right. about them doing this. Yeah. And it's, I watched the fucking, the trailer for it finally, by the way, and I'm like, I want to watch this fucking I'm show. I'm sure it's hilarious. It looks great. I mean, and it, it's a documentary about it. It's not like some sat satirical thing, but you right. put those two dudes together and you could see why Charlie Day is upset about losing his best yeah. friend. Yeah. He's trying. Yeah, I mean, that's all fine and I'm proud of him, but it's the fact that he's got the super handsome movie star best friend who just keeps being yeah. like, you know what? I, I made another billion dollars today. I sold, yeah. I, I sold, <laughs> sold a phone company. You know? It's time for this guy to stop, right? You need that. That's what you need. You need one of these guys like that. <laughs> I need right, a guy. Charlie. Who would be your guy that you could buy like a team with or something? I'm talking to you, DiCaprio. You here? Let's start hanging out, man. I have judgment on that one. I feel like if I'm going <laughs> to find a dude, which we will discuss about, so think about this, okay. who you trade me in for. but um, A famous person uh, or a regular person? Well, obviously, you need to find somebody rich and famous. Okay. Because okay. you need to trade up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. obviously, I'm There's not no rich. regular person who's, who could trade up. Exactly. Okay. You can't it. trade up for me in right. the regular world. You know how, You know where you're at. Yes. Let's <laughs> start hanging out. Let's buy, uh, let's buy the Mets or something. <laughs> Mets not for sale. They were just purchased. But you yeah. can go. I think shoot a little bit lower. You know what would be good though is Hugh Jackman because he and Ryan. I'd like to see you right. steal one of Ryan's friends from him. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. You know, Ryan did a thing too where he he had this like high production birthday song for Rob. Yes, they do birthday videos. Did you see that? Because no. you're about to. <laughs> we got to the important part. You need rich. You need to trade up to a rich friend. This is the kind of this is. This is Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer level gift giving that's awesome this is ryan reynolds gift to his friend to rob mcelhenny sure he's got a pretty face that people know they know they think they recognize him from his big time tv show but despite the accolades despite the load of fame one thing that they do not know is how to say his name <laughs> Pronouncing all those N's and E's and H's can perplex them. So here's a little birthday gift from all your mates in Wrexham. It's McElhenney, McElhenney. What ways to massacre and mispronounce it? There are many. McElhenney. It's McElhenney. 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 If there was doubt, now there won't be any. It's McElhenney. That's right. And notice who's conspicuously absent, by the way. First it's 
smackle like a tackle you when the we take the crew to the ground. Then Henry like the penny yeah, that he's that in for good. with the pound. You see Charlie Day? You see Charlie Day? <laughs> he's not here. And I will tell you right now, because we're not going to watch the entire thing, but because it's just a song about how to pronounce his buddy's name. Yeah. Um, an incredibly high production at Patty's Pub to include D. D does her part. That's awesome. But Charlie Day is explicitly absent <laughs> from this. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> so, That's really, really funny. So the real question of the day, the true. With that, let me ask you this. Who are you trading up for in our relationship? <laughs> it's Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> it's Jake Gyllenhaal, of course. <laughs> Who else would it be? I guess at that point I have to go with Toby Maguire to make Gyllenhaal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I forgot they're the same person. Yeah. Um, no, but... I watched The Hot Ones with Jake Gyllenhaal a couple weeks ago, and I was like, this guy's actually very funny. Yeah, it is, it is really funny. i got to try to figure out where I can watch, where I can actually watch this show at because it looks like it was on fx yeah which means that it's on hulu okay perfect fx all fx shit goes to hulu. goes to hulu yeah because it looks i watched the trailer earlier today i'm not going to play it because we're already rolling the fucking dice with those high yeah. production things but it looks really good like their relationship with trying to like become you know friendly with the town and you know you got these two fucking rich ass americans coming in buying this fucking right. you know your sacred soccer team of your town i'm sure some it's people a huge deal pleased. yeah and because i think this is like welsh too this is like wales england so shit gets wild down they have a whole nother language bro they speak welsh which is crazy an ugly language yeah you know you know everybody's got their own so that's good you're training me in for jake general at least his uh expiration date comes before mine yeah <laughs> So I, I can, think he's I in his early back, 40s. You know? Bitch, he in his 50s? No. All that gray hair. Google it right now. <laughs> Let's There's go. no way. Placing all bets. No, I'm so putting, what are we at, I'm putting him at 43. How old is Jake Gyllenhaal in the chat, everybody? Yeah, I'm calling him at 43. Is it a G or a J? G. G-Y. Oh, yeah, that's right. He spells it all fucking Gyllenhaal-y. He is Let's fucking go. 42 years I said 43. old. Let's go. When's, hey, it, what's his birthday? It's in December. He's coming up. He's going to be 43 this year. Price is right rules, bro. Close without going over. Dude, his, birthday over. Is, his birthday's only five days you went over. Mine. You guys are just two fucking peas in a pod now, that aren't you? Be, <laughs> that means we'd be kicking it. That's why I think he's so funny. Fine, fine. No, it's fine. That's fine. Says he's only six foot. That means he's probably shorter than that. Usually they I mark him up. I wonder how they... Usually they mark yeah. him up a little bit. He didn't seem like a really tall guy. But never really no. crossed me as, like, super short or anything. No, I would say, like, 5'10". Like, I don't think they're getting yeah. six inches or anything. But, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, okay, then let's jump into this one. That's fun. Contact from another world. Thousands of space radio signals have officially reached Earth. It's right. not as exciting as it sounds, to be honest. Canadian, <laughs> because they're Canadian already, but Canadian astronomers discovered thousands of deep space radio signals reaching Earth. The Canadian Hydrogen Intensity Mapping Experiment. Whoa. That's a title. That has, sounds like a new version of CERN, which is not a good thing. You shouldn't be doing that. It's the Hemi, bro. It's yeah. the Hemi. Or the, the Chimmy. C-H-I-M-E. The chimmy. The chim. The chim. The chime. Chime. 
spelling words <laughs> grammar <laughs> hey beers talking <laughs> <laughs> seven hours so they have uh, reported discovered 25 new repeating sources they are also referred to as first radio bursts or fast radio bursts the frbs originating from the depths of the universe the experimental the experiment employs a powerful radio telescope in British Columbia to capture these signals. Hence, you know, 007 GoldenEye style mini radar dish. I bet it's just because when you look at this building and then you look at that, that's a big ass satellite dish. I mean, it's a big ass satellite, but it's nothing like the one that they did in GoldenEye. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, that's a fucking radar dish, bro. You want to <laughs> talk to some bro. aliens? Steaks. steaks. Alex Brooks and steaks. What up, Alex? No, bro, burn oh, ends, bud. No, he's fucking talking Different shit. Different steaks. No, Joseph said I didn't get pictures the last time I did them, but I did just send pictures of some previous steaks oh, cooked directly on the coals. Gotcha, gotcha, but he gotcha. spelled it wrong, yeah, and Alex yeah. is fucking with him. <laughs> Alex is trolling him out here. If there, I mean, Alex is a master troll. If I ever met one, he's funny. He, you gotta come back, yes, bro. Yes, howdy, howdy, up, howdy, G? Alex. Good to see you there, buddy. Yeah, everybody go back and watch Alex's episode. You should know your number by now if you don't. But it's, uh, I think it was the last one we did before we left the old studio. Right? We hit him with a good... Space a good, is fabricated. We hit him with a good interview. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. He had some hot takes on JVP, too. I bet this is just us in the past or something like that. I don't know. Like, it could be anything. They're talking about an experiment with this giant fucking radar dish. It's just the sound from the nuclear bomb test that we did coming back. Ooh. from the back of space so it reached the end bounced off of the wall fucking, it, came yeah, back. It, it bounced off the wall of fabricated space and now it's coming yeah. back and i mean again they're canadian scientists right. so there is some level of uh there's a margin of error like it here sounds which pretty good, eh? <laughs> i just saw that and i was like there's been a lot of ufo talk lately that's dude. a fucking psyop dude that's a psyop that's a psyop there it is there it is. So we've officially reached uh, the fact the grad bag has gone psyop. <laughs> I got another. I got a difficult <laughs> enough time, especially if I'm getting super high, of that we don't like. I think I've talked about this here before that mm -hmm. we don't still live on Pangea. You know, like how we we don't have any way to prove other than the pictures that they've shown us that when you fly somewhere, they don't just go over the water and fly in a fucking big ass circle for seven hours and then come back to a different part of the land. You know. I don't know that. <laughs> that's all. That's all that I'm saying. <laughs> okay, I'm okay. just saying we can't okay. prove Pangea isn't still real. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's just big, big lakes and shit, bro. That's fine. Pangea has lakes, dog. There's still, there's still gaps in it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Guarantee Pangea had lakes. <laughs> Alex, Alex, I need to know because you're the dude that's gonna know. Is this flat Earth Pangea? I mean, do, did I? I mean, at that point, I don't know if flat Earth, you know, there comes is actually with it, but... hollow and flat. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. A, no, it's a disc, right? Like a, uh, like a, like a pizza tray. Yeah. So there's depth to it, but then right in the middle, it's hollow. And that's where all the monsters. Joseph, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, steaks. I cook them. You could spell them if you wanna. <laughs> I like Joseph. Oh, you guys are a lot of fun. You guys are a lot of fun. All right, let's watch our fucking debilitated president try to get God. through some shit and just try to remind ourselves of the uh, reality that we do live in. We we were just, Alex, you missed it. 
I would have loved to have your take on it. We just tackled an entire review, an introductory video of uh, like a, an, an introduction to MGTOW, men going their own way. That was rough, dude. It was rough. So I would love to see you in the comments later about that. I'll, uh, it's going to be a long clip, but I'll clip out that whole section at some point and put it up there just because MGTOW reaction, I think, should be key. Yes. Um, I'm very interested in your take on that. You always have very interesting takes on all the things in the world. But for now, Daddy Biden. Got audio up. Good. Oh, yeah. I better turn it up because old man's going to mumble and stumble. Mm -hmm. You know that much. We're not a deadbeat nation. We pay our bills. And talking about the that was a weak ass clip yeah I'm talking about the fucking, the fuck? <laughs> there's a couple of these that got a little sideways on me we're not a deadbeat nation this is, these were supposed to kind of pigeon tail with uh, the debate on the uh the debt ceiling this is the one i wanted this is the one i wanted because this is how interviews with the president go and i think this was very eye-opening and i'm surprised this made its way to the internet you'll find out why and you talk about fighting for the soul of america but can we level set in terms of the soul of america right now hate crimes are so on she's the rise pretty hot. she's probably in her she's definitely in her 50s she's pretty hot change the angle that's TV hot, bro. That's not real. You don't think that's real? No, 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 no. I'd like to see her Instagram when she's hanging out in Vegas with her girlfriends. True. Like Megyn Kelly posted last True. weekend, and I was and like... And that's you guys were talking about? No, we were just talking about Megyn Kelly in a white t-shirt on her show, and Joseph was talking about wishing for, praying for rain. <laughs> and I was, and he apologized for being a pig, and I said, don't apologize. No. Here. I'm right there with you. But... We'll always she, talk about how hot someone is, Joseph. Yeah, exactly. Always. I'm a shallow pig. That's... If we've established anything on this show at this point, Donovan is very respectful and reserved when it comes to judging people's appearance. Yeah. I am right there with it. I'm not afraid <laughs> to tell you if I, if I perceive you as an ugly pig or whatever. And I will tell you my honest opinion. Yeah. And then you'll be like, well, you know, she's probably a nice lady. I'm if, like, you're yeah, probably right. If you're ugly on the inside, I will roast you. Like, I don't have any like problem Lizzo. with that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she strikes me as somebody who is... She was in a TV show oh, recently. Chloe. What happened? <laughs> is she getting... Oh, I smell it now. That's You're in the blast zone, bud. This is not the... Oh, no. She's underneath me. I got a candle over here, oh, bitch, so suck on it. <laughs> oh, my God. Light an incense. Oh, my God, Chloe. <laughs> Bring in the incense. We're Jesus going. Jesus Christ, this do dog. It. I could do it. And she's got them geriatric farts, too. Oh, you know, which Jesus. Is, well, you know. It's her rotting guts that are just... <laughs> she's not rotting, okay? <laughs> she just has a lot of cancer, Okay. But the big thing is, oh God, because she's officially cancer puppy these days, I um, I bought this like freeze dried like beef liver cuts and stuff like that. So I mix all that stuff into her food. And so she's she's living high on the hog these days. And sometimes that high protein diet, I oh, think, I uh, gets the better of her and my eyes will bleed. 
we went for my eyes will first water and then that water turns to blood yeah we've had a couple of dog fart incidents on this show indeed indeed <laughs> some of them you. during the book show they will get you <laughs> all right so we've established i TV think you're hot. wrong tv hot yeah maybe but let's hear it now hate crimes are on the rise random acts of gun violence women are under attack mr president so obviously we got we got some interference even, hasn't from, even finished the question he yet. goes we don't we're not talking about that and joe biden no no no, no. i got this I'll, I'll do one i'll do one the answer is yes because that's why we can't what was the question because <laughs> she had never finished the question they stopped her the there answer was no is question yes. okay so that's we, awesome don't pause we we won't comment listen for the question and you talk about fighting for the soul of america but can we level set in terms of the soul of america right now hate crimes are on the rise random acts of gun violence women are under attack mr president i'll, I'll do one the answer is yes because that's why we can't let well um, we cannot let this election be one where the same man who was president four years ago uh, becomes president again. He doesn't know his name. He can't this remember is, the name Donald Trump. This is how why we need uh, we can't let the we need to ensure that we can't let the the man who was in office four years ago come back. Bitch, you look at the calendar. You know, the Obama fuck? was in four years ago, right? We were going. <laughs> we weren't even. What do we, we can't do that. What are you talking about? Look at the calendar, bitch. Have you have you gone through an election yet? No. Well, then your homie was in. You were VP, bud. <laughs> no, Trump was in, four years ago. Donald Trump was in office. How? Okay. Presidential term is four years. Right. This is Joe Biden's first term. Right. Fuck. Donald Trump. Yeah. Won damn it. Never mind. Never mind. I'm trying to make. I mean, whatever. This beer's talking. That's right. Yeah, we're drinking <laughs> right here. This is a grab bag. We fuck around. Damn it. That was the question. Was. It's, did you shit yourself? That was the question. <laughs> I think the only Don't answer the that. only feasible question is no, can I'll we can it, we level it. set? Yeah. <laughs> can we it, level yes, set? Yes. We what, can. What is what is level that set? That doesn't mean, mean anything. <laughs> can we level set? Is this top of mind for you? <laughs> Fucking communist piece of shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um Oh, this is some more this is some more geriatric Biden. This is today in Biden. So he's talking about infrastructure projects. Uh, for example, you're going to be able to get an Amtrak and instead of going through the tunnel of Baltimore at 30 miles an hour because nothing's been done under the Chesapeake Bay for oh. under the Baltimore uh, the Baltimore area Wrong body of water. for 80 years. They're going to be able to go to 100, through it 100 miles an hour. We're going to, they're going to see more, they're going to see railroads going from Syracuse to down to, all the way down to New York, upstate New York. Anyway, where is Syracuse? It's upstate New York. <laughs> what the fuck? The city. Yeah. The, the city there, you know, we'll get we'll get to it. You know, from Buffalo to upstate New York. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Thank you, Joseph. Fucking math. We're not doing it today. We don't do math on the podcast. Not in part four, we don't. Oh God, Jordan's here. Don't let her see me. I'm saying some hey. fucked up shit, Jordan. Said Dax. Dax says, says hi. Hi, Dax. What's up, sweet boy? I should have realized when she said that Dax was probably listening. Oh, that's all right. Not let let off with a curse. Oh my goodness. Oh no, Creatrix changed her fucking profile picture on Twitter. We have Buzz Lightyear having dinner with 
the baby sis tonight. Do we? Full on buzz. Bud. That's. I can't wait till she's old enough to adopt characters of her own. And then it'll be like. Oh, they'll be it'll assigned be like, to her. Yeah. Oh. And they are already. She gets yeah. characters. He, she doesn't get to choose. She she's gets the... characters. Jordan, if you want that picture to become a meme, just take a, a fake potted plant and put it on top of Reason's head and just set it there. And now she is the plant. Buzz Lightyear that's and the plant. That's from Wally. <laughs> well, we did, we're mixing, we're crossing streams no, here, bro. I'm pretty sure, depending on which movie Buzz Lightyear he is, mm-hmm. she's either Hawthorne, which is the that's like that's the, the new Buzz Lightyear, like oh, the, whatever it's the called. New it's Buzz just movie. called Lightyear, Lightyear yeah, yeah, or something yeah. like that. And that's his partner. Or she's Jesse if it's in Toy Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then she's yeah. Jesse. So it just depends. It just depends, like the underwear. So, of course, today was the big day. Thankfully, um, it was British today, not American today. So it happened basically when I was first waking up to the world. But uh, England has a new king. Yeah, fuck the king. Don't care. Sorry, sweet boy. Uh, (laughs) But um, there was a really hilarious incident that kind of illustrates the security of the royal family. The extended royal family. I mean, this is—he's the number two guy, I think, at this point. The younger guy who's married to Kate. Yeah. Is it? It's not. Is it Will? Yes. Yeah. Because I'm it, Woody. The sis is Jesse. <laughs> I'm Woody. Wait, wait, wait. But he's in. Okay. He's in Toy Story. He's Woody. Yeah, I'm Woody. You're Woody. That's what she said. You're gotcha. Woody, which means me. The sis is Jesse. Okay. And we love you guys. Look yes. at that. We love it. And mom is Bo Peep. That's a. That's a good title. It's a good squad. That's a good, yeah, strong squad. Meanest of the squads. Okay, so here we go. We've got, you know, king in the making, queen in the making. I mean, you want to talk about TV hot, bro. No. What's up? Anyways, this is how the level of security goes. Random dude suddenly realizing where he is dips out. Like, bro, I just go to the pharmacy, man. That would never happen here. How the fuck? That would he, never happen here. He just pops out from around the corner. Like, I'm just, I'm just, I've just been walking. I'm like, it's like, holy shit. What is, oh my God, where am I? I'm just, I'm just at the pharmacy, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to kill nobody. That would never happen here. She's like, what the fuck just happened? Even Hunter Biden. <laughs> you couldn't get that close to Hunter Biden. I know. There's no way. Hunter Biden's got a ton of fucking security these days. I saw a video of him leaving some facility at some point, and there was like four giant humans. Yeah. Like, and they were in uniforms. They had little pins. I'm assuming they're. This is Hunter Biden. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got Secret Service. Um, yeah, because he's uh, yeah he's the son of the president. He's got it right. He's the boy. Yeah. So yeah, dude, hard man. Wow. Uh, so yeah, that was fun. Um, I saw that. Just this is the if there was gonna be. Anything I was going to show from the coronation of the new monarch yeah. in England, which is a power we defeated back in seventeen in the, the late 1770s. Fought a war to not care about this. Exactly. So I don't give two shits about it. But that shit's funny because – and so are his crazy, weird old man sausage fingers, which I don't get. Um, so next up on the list, we need to all take a moment of silence and celebrate – the end of BuzzFeed news. The BuzzFeed's going under? It's done now. It's over. Really? The, their their last day was on Friday. 
So the, yeah, they were bankrupt last week and oh. had to close the business. That end, BuzzFeed News. Vice, too. Vice News also. Vice is in, they're still in like the, the selling portion. Right. But they're gutted. There's you know nothing I mean? left that, in right. Vice. Vice anymore. still exists, but Vice News has been canceled. Vice News no longer exists, but the Vice, whole, the company. Yeah, Vice, the company still, still exists. exists. Yeah, but, but Vice News, that particular chapter, yes. because they have a bunch of other, like a food part. And, and like Vice other. will will be gone soon yeah too the whole thing is going on they've consolidated to the point to try to keep their priors going to try to just keep the company going but um shane smith is that his? yep 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 he's he was valued at one point he became a billionaire valued uh, at over a billion dollars he's now worth less than like 40 million dollars and that's the selling price of vice right now and they are in talks with everybody to just to try to keep the entity alive but i think much like buzzfeed news they are going the way of Sam. old yeller and the market the free market is going to take them out back and put one between the eyes and call it a fucking day but yeah buzzfeed uh news decided to take this this last day and kind of memorialize some of their nonsense that goes on over here to illustrate why it is that they went broke um so obviously you'll see a bunch of news feed or BuzzFeed news writers. They're sitting around creating all those stupid listicles that you probably got tricked into clicking on because they gave you some kind of bullshit little like, hey, do you want to see this uh, this actress from the 70s show her tits on accident? Click through this slideshow and hit all of our sponsors so we can make millions of dollars. And then guess what? We're not going to show you the picture because it's not real. But. I haven't been burned by those a couple times, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> They've done me dirty, so fuck Jeez. Buzz News. BuzzFeed. But anyways, yeah, it's it's a fantastic thing that they're going under because I think Buzz New BuzzFeed News helped create the clickbait culture that we all have become essentially slaves to in the social media realm and, and kind of like the generalized entertainment world. And I'm just so happy that finally Getting Woke has gone broke and they will no longer be an entity on my social media feed. And yeah. I have nothing, nothing but bad things to say about them and what they have done to society Bye, in, their, in their history. Goodbye. Bye. Bye, BuzzFeed. Go fuck yourself. <sighs> I don't like them at all. I'm sorry. I keep thinking about Dax all of a sudden. I'm like, oh, yeah, shit. way to go. I, I should just keep my I did it again. Stay principled, my friends. Okay, uh, let's see. This, there's a lot of edited videos out there about dudes doing like crazy ass dunks. Yep. Doing cool maneuvers. This is a single shot, real life version of this guy making the sickest fucking move I've ever seen my whole life. Action. Off the wall, under one leg, spin around underneath the other leg. God damn. Boom! My boy's shining on his birthday! It's on his birthday! I forgot it's on his birthday. God damn. That's fucking... That's... That's what the internet's for. That is what the internet is for. It's fantastic. I like that. That was wild, dude. Crazy clips, it's called. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all these fantastic, like, no-context humans. So, one might be convinced that this is something other than it is right off the bat. But this is how, uh... This is how MGTOWs get together and have a good Saturday night. Hey, dogs have fun. So we spin the bottle. 
And then whoever goes to grabs the eggs and yes. smashes him Got right him. the dude right on the dome Got piece. <laughs> I've never played this game with my I've friends. I've seen this before. Yes? Yeah, not this video, but I've seen this game before. So That's awesome. Would you have participated in that game when oh, you for were sure. a young child? Yeah? Okay. Oh, for sure. Okay. Uh, okay, we'll switch switch things it's here. Worth it. It's an egg. It don't hurt that bad. <laughs> it don't hurt that bad. Yeah, it's an egg, right? That's it. I accidentally just opened up something that I am not willing to divulge to the internet. There we go. Okay. <laughs> well, I was just like, I don't know what's going to... I just clicked on something. I saw my mouse loading. I was like, well, what did I hit? Yeah. Okay, so this... We've never touched on this because it's only been in the last couple weeks, but... There has been a a couple at, at at this point, there's only a couple that we know of, but there's been a couple influencers that the Biden administration has, through a pact, been able to hire to essentially try to push for Joe Biden to become president. They're influencers on TikTok and things yeah. like that. And they're not being funded directly by his campaign, but they're being funded by PACs who contribute to their campaigns, right? So this is this is a good example of one of the guys. His name's Harry Sisson, right? Um, him and his partner did the, this. I mean, they're super cringe videos, but apparently this is what Gen Z does, and this is what they're into. So the Democratic Party has hired them to shill for Joe Biden. And this is what a version of that looks like. Let's face it, the Republican Whoa. Party cares way more about their right to own an AR-15 than they do about kids getting shot in schools, and that was never more apparent than after the Uvalde school shooting. During that shooting, there was a little girl on the phone in one of the classrooms begging the police to come in and telling them that she just put the blood of her classmate on her so the shooter wouldn't come after her. And the majority of the Republican Party looked at that and said, wow, I'm so sorry that happened, that's tragic, but too bad, so sad, I care about my AR-15. And that is unforgivable. So the only way we solve this is more gun control and voting every single Republican out of office. Let Holy shit. Right? Dude goes hard. And now... This this kid has had to uh, – he made the mistake, him and the other kid that he did, like the initial Joe Biden kind of pump for. Um, they made the mistake of going on the Tim Dillon show. Oh, my God. Okay. And uh, oh, let's see. they don't know the rules. You we'll fools. put it that way. <laughs> you don't know what you just did. To be honest, like it's, it's actually really hard in this space, right? Like we have like 45 seconds to record a video. Keep right. Going. Hang on. I got to adjust the audio here. That's way too low up here. Let's try that again. To be honest, like it's it's actually really hard in this space, right? Like we have like forty five seconds to record a video, keep right. people's attention, and a lot of the people on our side, like if they start hearing, like I've actually done it before. I've I've criticized like a Democrats, like specifically Hakeem Jeffries, and it it all just went south. Like I started losing followers. Like it's bad, right? And I really want to be that person that like reaches the other side because Democrats, I mean, they're horrible at their jobs, right? They do a lot of sh shitty things. Although I'll vote for them all the time. Um, but it's also hard in the space to criticize. That's a them. good. Can we clip yeah. that quote? They're hard. Please, 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 please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't clip that. Them. Please. No. 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 no please. To be honest, you fool. You fool, bro. That's awesome. You're a Gen Zer. You don't know how the internet works, bud. It's if you say late. don't clip that, yeah. You know what's gonna happen? This clip gets generated immediately. Oh, that's immediately. Excellent. And it's Tim Dillon. People, they don't even need to do that. The internet will do that itself, yes. bro. You fucked up, kid. Learn how the internet works. 
Get off of fucking TikTok and learn the rules before you start throwing your fucking weight around, getting paid by the DNC to shill for them. They will hang you out to dry so fucking fast. It's not even funny. They don't care about you. No. Also, your hair is whack. Yeah, well, you know, they're Gen Z. They do different things. Your hair is whack. Your hair wishes it was (sighs) my hair, bro. I know I missed a lot, but have y'all touched on the whole Act Blue, Project Veritas revelations? No. Uh, No, we haven't. Um, but actually, if you give me a second, I can pull up something from that because it's a really the only people that are going to do a super deep dive into that are going to be Project Veritas. Oh, nope, nope, nope. They're going to OMG is going to do it because it is. Um, let me just put James O'Keefe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, the, his new organization, OMG, um, I had actually one here that was pretty disturbing that could have been in our locals um, because of the women's prison over in Gig Harbor. Yep. Um, and how they know trans people are coming into that and all that good stuff. Um, it's a whole deal. But they did do a bunch of exposés on Act Blue going around. We're almost there. We're almost there. I saw it a minute ago. Act Blue is the Democratic campaign voter or like a uh, it's a funding no- foundation. Yeah, it's a not. Oh, it's O'Keefe Media. There we go. Uh, they, yeah, they're a, a funding mechanism th- for Democratic nominees and things yeah. like that for the Democratic Party. It's where a bunch of BLM money went. Uh, yes, a lot of the BLM money that way. Here we go. We're almost there. We're almost there. That's talking to Walter. Hanging out, shooting guns, Tucker Carlson. Here we go. So here's a great video about it. So what is essentially happening here is there's a bunch of people that have donated a few dollars. They make a donation to Act Blue, right? They put five bucks, ten bucks, twenty-five bucks, whatever. And then upon OMG doing, I don't know how exactly they get access to it, but they find it because they're a a pack. All that stuff, all that info has to be made available to the public. And so they get a hold of these accounts, these people that are donating money to Act Blue, and they go, "Well, this lady made an initial deposit, you know, a contribution of like ten bucks, but their documentation says you contribute one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars to them. Did you do that?" Check. And so they're going to these people's houses and be like, "Hey, yeah, did you donate to Act Blue? Yeah, yeah, I, you know, you, you donated like ten bucks." So they're hiding yeah, money. Yeah. They're funneling money into Act Blue. And saying other people gave them to this. So we'll watch a couple of these videos just to kind of introduce you to the concept. Um, but again, I haven't, I haven't joined OM, OMG yet. Like I'm not paying these people money just yeah. yet to get access to the full documents like we used to be able to do, but. And no shade, I, I get it. I get what they're trying to do. But um, so there's a, f- a flurry of donations made in your name, is what this citizen journalist is saying. There was a flurry of donations made in your name? About 20 donations? I don't think so. Have you ever donated to Act Blue? She's got the t shirt on. It's a little bit different yeah. than, the, than the yard signs, but it's, it's there. Same idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. These donations made, do they look familiar to you at all? Not necessarily. We're with Ellen Watch. We're kind of just kind of following up with people that are over 65 years old, that people are using their name and potential address mm-hmm. to just make micro donations. Just seeing that, like, we're like, okay, that doesn't make any sense. 
That's kind of people have been donating like forty cent donations in, in your name. That's kind of why we're like, what's going well, on that's, here? That's odd. I have never. I can't imagine. I, even though I make small donations, um, recently it's been you know pretty difficult because uh, finances are not very good. Oh, so we go with the bigger. That was a shocker. That was that was a shocker. That's not what I expected. That did shock me. I'm, I'm right there with you. That shocked me. <laughs> sorry, sorry. That's. I'm sure she's a very nice lady. That's usually, just, someone's, just shocking. usually when people look up, their face is longer than when they're looking down. I think that's why it was so surprising. <laughs> Her face was shorter, <laughs> yeah. but all the all the other yeah, things were the, still way the fuck out there. Holy shit! Yes, that shocked <laughs> me. Sorry. Oh my god. I would, Okay, sorry, we're back on it. Donations, which are probably yours. You see like 500 there, 250, 100. Those probably aren't mine. That's gotta be in somebody else's name because I really haven't given that many. What do you think is like the biggest number you would have given? Like Biggest number usually runs around $75. So nothing like 500, 200, none of that? No. Oh gosh, okay. I did not make a flurry of you know, One would remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Thicker. <laughs> you know what I'm talking yes. about. That's I, and it sounds terrible, but also this is the internet, so free game. So the story that this is generally encompassing. Let me see if I can pull up another video. That's just a couple of those people. Um, is somebody would donate or sign up for monthly donations of five, ten bucks, or whatever. And next thing you know, Act Blue would be reporting that these people also made a shit ton of micro donations in their name so using like their address. Weird stuff like that. But like thousands right. of times to the point of, I mean, we're talking millions, if not a billion plus dollars at this point in specific areas. And who does that? Like who donates 40 cents 900 times? This is office number. space. Yeah. It's office space. We're just going to shave fractions. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Oh, fuck. How much money did we make? Right. Oopsies. That's what it appears to be. Um, there's more. Here's another one here. Follow the money. That's not a real good one because most of these people are very combative when they're approached by anybody. Right. Um, so, yeah, I found uh, out today in an Austin, Texas residential area. Um, a Texas resident made 10,000 plus different donations to the Democrats from 2020 to 2022, <laughs> worth over $106,304.45. The resident mentioned he has not uh, he has not used Act Blue, but um, the Federal Election Commission website says otherwise. So he is saying that he's never actually donated to Act Blue, but somebody with his name and address has donated to act blue to the tunes of tens of thousands of dollars. Oh, play. Sir, uh, my name is Esla and uh, I am running some reports for a volunteer organization to find out that if someone's using people's names to uh, launder money through act blue. And I found out that uh, your address, uh, August, that you have um, donated 10,000, over 10,000 times within two-year time frame from 2021, uh, 2020 to 2022. How much money? $106,304.45. <laughs> 
That wasn't me. Yes. And, uh, it, and that dude ain't making that kind of money, bro. Right, because that's so. This it says that he made twelve thousand dollars in ten years. Yes, but he donated over a hundred thousand dollars in two years. Uh huh. And he's one case out of thousands of cases where this has come into play. What the fuck? Yes, and it is only the citizen journalists that are working now with OMG that are starting to expose this stuff. These are people that are. I mean, they're going out. They're buying their own hidden cameras, and they're. They're doing the fucking journalism themselves and then turning their footage over to OMG Media that's that's turning it in and, and bolstering this kind of right. data. But no, this Let's shit is the rest of the clip. It goes deep. Uh, and there's I have some other volunteers from going to different homes. And I just want you to be aware of that. And uh, I could show you how to find this information on yourself, if you like. From 2009 to 2019, 10-year time frame, you donated about $12,000, which is normal. So that's, okay, he's, okay. he, yeah, he, he donated, donated that okay. much between 10 years, which, you know, uh, what's a fucking, oh, wait, my phone's dead, I forget. So you, you chop that up in 10 years, you're talking about a thousand, you know, 1100 bucks a year. Yeah. You're donating that's to so political much money, causes. Dude. It's, a, it's a lot. But, you know, if you're sitting fat and happy and everything's fine, you feel good about cutting a thousand dollar check to a, a nonprofit that's going to support your, you know, whatever your, your so weird. politics and shit is. Yeah. Well, I just don't know. People that. are trained to just shell over their fucking money after to the government. Yeah. That then turns around and steals more of their fucking money anyways. I just don't think that's what I'm going to start doing when I have a bunch of money is giving it to fucking politics. No. Like, uh, but the red flags is from 2020 to 2022 six figures of donations i have never gotten a bill that big right and i believe someone is using no, your name and your big. addresses to funnel money through ad blue and some of the causes that i noticed you donate is like uh biden uh, a d uh, ndtc pack uh brady pack um stop the republicans pro progressive turnouts but biggest issue is ad blue that's where i see small donation just at least three donations per day uh, so, so you're not aware of any of that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I have this paper. And there's a commonality here, which you'll soon find, which is all of these people being elderly from right. all things that, you know, it appears that they're all elderly people, which, you know, is scary in and of itself because somebody's just taking advantage of these people. I mean, this is, this is your democratic party at work, man. This is what it is. Act Blue is just an extension of the DNC. Using your identity to funnel money. Yeah. And then blame the Republicans. For and I doing guarantee you, shit. I bet you a lot of that money came from FTX. I bet a lot of that money oh, came from FTX. Oh, good God. I mean, there's he donated millions and millions of dollars to people. Right. And, and then, one of the easiest ways to funnel that money would be just to give it in microtransactions because you're in the fucking crypto world that's the best way to do it to act blue and they knew that he was shady you know they knew oh yeah oh yeah this is the biggest story of our lifetime and no one is talking about it why where is tim pool where is glenn beck where is crowder where is any motherfucker with a large following oh joseph small cuts bro deep cuts yeah large following my ass they just need you on their team bro hit them up in the super chats give them a hundred dollars and hope and then pray to god he reads it on air Jesus Christ! <laughs> you know what the honestly what i think to be 
real about that concept, right? Why aren't any of the big guys reporting all of this? Because at the end of the day, OMG Media and and James O'Keefe is a big guy. He is doing it. He might be the only one doing it. The the corporate press is never going to cover it. Period. Because these are the people that get them paid. First of all, it gives them the power, anyways. Right. Um, but you know, Crowder is he's not in it for what he says he's in it for. I think if anything, the last like six months have really shown us what he what his true colors are. And he's not going to cover something like this necessarily because he's already been down that road. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He's more he's more interested in making sure he gets new subscribers to his new grift that he's doing so that he can maintain the lifestyle that he so chooses to live. Oh, my God. He's a piece of shit, and I'm not unwilling to say that. Uh, Glenn Ooh, Beck. Roasted. Glenn Beck is a bigger picture guy. He's not really going to – this stuff – there's so – there's so many points of corruption at which people can focus in on and, and bring to light and all that. And there appears to be new ones every other week. This was real big on my Twitter feed for about three or four days. And then it just disappeared because that's the way I the internet works. About this. And it's, I mean, it's the same reason why none of the other corruption comes to play anyways, because we hit it, the internet hits it for a week and then there's something else moving on. It's insane. James is suppressed big time. Uh, Y'all are too. Well, Joseph, it's it's because of people like you and your friends and the other people that watch us that we rely on wholly to make sure that we can smash through said algorithm make by sure hitting that you, like yeah. button and subscribe, subscribe. in the comments, comments. You watch the video just after the video, everybody that's watching it, if they all left a comment or commented on someone else's comments instantly we're at three figures in the fucking views that's yeah. how that works it's i've seen that happen on a couple other videos that we get you get a few hate comments you reply back to them next thing you know more people are getting in there that's just the way the algorithm works so it's up to you guys we can only do so much but um yeah i think that's why nobody's really covering it because you know tim pool's a very what's in today's news we yes. talk about that yes you know maybe now uh lauren southern um has got a documentary out about uh, the Second Amendment. It's called uh, Shall Not Be Infringed. Or, okay. no, it's, I think it's called Infringed. It's coming out on TimCast.com for members only. Um, I think it's sometime this week coming up. So that'll be fun. Um, so I'll watch it. And, it, of course, it's going to be a Lauren Southern documentary. So it's going to be fire. And then I will make sure I reshare my password and logins. And you can watch <laughs> it because it'll be real good. Deal. <laughs> Let's watch this other one. Then we'll move on. Those are uh, creepy uh, uh. videos. Mm hmm I hope you're wearing a body armor, especially if you're in <laughs> Texas. I would not want to be knocking on doors in Texas. Hello? Why is the door open? What the fuck? What is happening? Shut the I'm door. In, you said? Don't go inside. What are you doing right now? What is this? Okay. What? I, somebody just says, "Come into my uh, fucking house." Flint, are you Ann? Um, I'm just going around. I'm asking questions regarding donations. Um, what is happening right now? You shouldn't be doing that. Uh, what? Like, what the fuck? If this lady isn't like held up in her chair because she's a thousand years old, I'm going to be really upset that you just <sighs> opened the door and then like walked in. That's really weird. Yeah. 
26,000 donations, would that be the case for Act Blue? Uh, let me check that in a Oh, she sounds really. You donated $161,000 so far? I don't know. That That's why we're just we're just asking, making sure that people aren't taking advantage of you by using your name or your uh, personal information to take your money. Um, so we just wanted to see if, if you've actually made the that many donations, because that was over six years. So it's eleven donations a day. Well, I give a lot to Democrats. You give a lot to them. That's good. Uh, we just wanted to make sure that you actually you, you actually gave one hundred sixty-one thousand dollars. Does that sound about right? Was that a lot of money? That's a lot of money. <laughs> a lot of mo I don't yeah. like that video at all. That really creeps me out. So obviously you get the tilt of what's happening. Yes. Right. This that is super weird. Though. This is yes. what's going on. <laughs> I don't like that one at all. But yeah, that one was uh, 26,143 donations um, or 11.9 donations a day for 2,190 days straight on average. Totaling one hundred sixty-one thousand five hundred forty-one dollars and seventy cents so in donations. Yes, uh, she's a eighty-plus-year-old uh, living in a retirement home. Hence, probably the ability to kind of open the door and her just willingly allowing that. So there's the Act Blue action. I meant to do that last week on the uh, beer show, but we just, you know, things came up and I could not make that shit happen. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, okay, we're getting down to the wire here, so let's go out on a decent note with some happy fun time action here, if we can. I don't know, I might have given away the, I might have already given away all the fun stuff. We <laughs> ended on Act Blue, which is, there's a fucking pick-me-up. Um, yeah, let's just, that's it. That's what we're going to do, because this is all super sad and depressing, and I don't really want to get into that action. So there's your grab bag for the day, my I friends. I like it. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Thank you, Christ. Joseph, for the last one. Yeah, no, that's wild. That actually thing is wild. Woo! We'll yeah, see it's not what, good. Yeah, we'll see what continues to happen with that. I mean, we can cover that on a future segment of yeah. the show. Hopefully, I would imagine, hopefully there will be some more from OMG as it, it as it gets bigger or develops. And if not, maybe I can come up with a more co comprehensive and coherent story about it other than a drunken grab bag segment, but... Better than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all I got, baby. Okay. That's well, it. We'll tap out. With that, then, I guess I think that we will call that the show for the day. This has been Salt of the Streets, episode 147. Woo! Like we said earlier, make sure that you like, subscribe, share this with all of your friends, comment, all of the things. Go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash salt of the streets. Subscribe there. Help us make more, better content. Just like this, you can find this at our website at saltofthestreets.com, including as well as also our personal social media. I am at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at Alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram. And Colin is at Big Bird Offy on both of those things. So glad I added the social tags on the white show. It was a good call. It was a good call. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for following us and for listening. And we will see you in two weeks. Two weeks. I will see y'all Friday. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. To the south of the streets, coming at you every week with this food for thought. Hope you're ready to eat everything.